Welcome back to the Ike Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host. Glasses that spell out the coming year in increasingly awkward ways. Jay. Joined as always is my co-host. Unrealistic Resolutions. Z. How are you doing today, Z? Well, I've been better, Jack. Have we you? just had a riveting conversation. Did we? Was no, it riveting? Truly, truly, no, that's not the right word, is it? You hated every moment of it. You almost were driven mad. It was stressful. I've, yes. It was stressful Pushed only because of, you made it stressful. <laughs> really. That's what I do. For, for whom, whom it may concern. For whom the bell tolls. We've, we've continued our... Christmas movie discourse, a Christmas movie argument. Because we hate ourselves. To, to no avail, really. I don't think we've reached any meaningful conclusions this time around, either. Well, no, I, I mean, I did, in the sense that I think that I'm still right. <laughs> yes. So, from a certain point... I'd expect nothing. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Jack still thinks he's right. <laughs> and in other new developments, the sky's still blue. And the earth keeps spinning, maybe... But anyway, Happy New Year to everyone. So, we'll probably circle back to that in about 360 <laughs> days. Cover that ground again, that well-trodden path. I almost titled the episode, that like... thoroughly beaten horse. I almost titled last week's episode, like, what, Christmas movie discourse or <laughs> parameters for a Christmas movie, and then I looked back and realized the last Christmas episode <laughs> is like, what ma- what makes this a Christmas movie or something? I was like, well, we can't do that yep. twice. So, God, we gotta have, I mean... Tune in so that I can ask Jack... But is that hurt not a Christmas movie, though? And then I just say, and I just, at that point, I just play a tape. I, I, I got a cassette tape of my voice right. from last year, and I play into the mic. So, But welcome to 2024. Yeah. This will be coming out on New Year's Day itself, won't it? 9 p.m. But you know that, because you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, got any resolutions planned? We're not, it's not New Year's when we're recording this, but we're, we're a day before, two days out. No resolutions? Not that I can think of. Do you have any resolutions? Kill more deer. <laughs> what? Kill more deer. I didn't kill I would actually like to kill more. That's actually a good one for me. I yeah, don't you I don't get... know where you're coming by that. Well, I was going to say squirrels, but then I was like, that sounds crazy. That's a little too crazy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> right. A very normal thing you said instead, of course. People, uh, yeah. Because I never say anything crazy on this show. No, never. No, I'm, I'm just a cool, calm, collected one. Well, sometimes. I would actually like to kill a deer, though. Hey, you try to hunt coyotes. Did you try to hunt coyotes this year? No, that was last year. I did go deer hunting though, several times. No Nothing. Luck. I'm like over four now. It's four years in a row. It's pathetic. I mean, it's Damn. like terrible, it's embar- isn't it? It's like absurd. Yeah. It's like comical at this point. Like, I better just give up. How hard is it to find deer? They're I've everywhere. Got, oh, <laughs> they run into my, my in my experience. Very. <laughs> They're like, oh, there he is. They had a Zach radar on you. They might do. Fuck. I really got you down. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like maybe I should spend less money or something. I probably so oh, nebulous. A real one would be I'd probably want to exercise more or at least stretch more. That'd be good. I always think about stretching. That's probably the mo- the very well stretching maybe not but but like exercise in general is probably the very most common one. Right oh now. yeah, I just time for a little bit and then I'm taking a break because my ankle started to hurt. I think I don't think I was stretching it correctly. So I think I just gotta stretching is good. They do, they do say you should stretch more. Be mobile. Just stretching is get you get you far. Yeah, limberness. <laughs> You know, Incredible, look at that. It's always good. We need a real resolution. 2024, baby. Yeah, you know, probably hit our stretchy boys. Let's go. Stretchy boys. Let's go. All right, Jack. So Here we're it doing is. it. It's the it's the 2023 Ack Attack recap of the year. Um, So we're going to start with superhero movies. Ooh, and you'll look, if you'll look at the time codes here, uh, you'll see that there's a billion topics we're covering. But don't worry. You can just skip to the ones you don't like. Or put it on mute for the whole time. I don't care. Do whatever. So this year, our superhero movies were uh, Ant-Man, Guardians, The Flash, Blue Beetle, The Marvels, and Aquaman 2. 
Uh, so we didn't see the only one we didn't see out of that is Aquaman two because it like technically um Spider Verse is in here too, but we have it in a different category as all. Well. Yeah, that's true. And there's probably some other. There's probably some, well, there's just, there's certainly DC uh, animated ones that we didn't watch. So yeah, we'll do, we'll do like the non animated, so non animated yeah. universe ones just to avoid. We tried. I would say this year in general, we tried to avoid less overlap because maybe it was the first year we did it. We had like we would do like oh best superhero, but then also best Marvel and stuff, and it just I feel like it got get a little convoluted. We were treading the same ground quite a bit, so mm-hmm. technically Spider Verse and it's also Spider Verse probably would be the best in this category. Bit of a spoiler, probably best in both lists if we did that. So just to, it's like when they put Parasite for best picture and best foreign picture, yeah, it's but a, somehow it didn't West been West somehow it didn't win best foreign picture, but. One best picture. How does that even still bothers me? I've probably mentioned that eight different times in the show. Um, it just doesn't. Just logically, I'm not even saying it wasn't best picture. It didn't deserve to win or whatever. I'm just saying, like, on a pure like rock paper scissors of it all. What? How does that from a pure no. level standpoint? How does it? How does it jump from four? Does two plus two not equal four in that scenario? You know? Yeah. Uh, I agree. So what do we think? Uh, uh, the we best talked one, about almost all these. Uh, yeah. We didn't. We haven't seen Aquaman two, and I don't know if that I ever intend to. Frankly, yeah. Uh, man, I'll probably watch when it goes on Max. Maybe I don't even know if then. Well, I don't. I really don't care for the first Aquaman, and I don't know that this is. It's it's so similar seeming to the yeah. first one, and um, it's also got that added little tidbit of being the the final death knell of a <laughs> failed universe. Oh that yeah, that's cool. You know, I don't love that. Do I? Well, you don't have to. <laughs> um, so I would say my favorite. Probably Guardians three. That's probably yeah, no brainer. It's the easy one. Um, and then we're, we usually sometimes we do top two. Sometimes we forget. If I had to pick a second one, probably the Marvels. Yeah, I mean this is gonna follow our age old paradigm, right? But the Marvel movies were better than the DC movies. Yeah, the Marvel movies are in the whatever order one, two, and three, and then <laughs> the, Mar- the DC, DC movies are four, five, six, four, five, six. <laughs> so it's just how it is. And the and the five and six are very low between the four because Blue Buddha was fine. The Flash was awful. The Flash is terrible. It's the worst performing movie superhero movie ever. It's the worst performing film ever, right? Is it a film ever? I don't I think any movie has ever lost more money than The Flash. It costs um, so much money to make. And it probably deserves it. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's probably the very worst film we saw all year, right? Gotta be. Gotta be. Nothing even sniffs it. There's no. I was afraid it's not great. Actually, no. it's got more to say than that. Like it's. I. I well, actually, for me, I think Silent Night's worse, but. Do you really like? And sixty-five, perhaps. No, sixty-five was not that bad. Flash is so creatively bankrupt. And I guess that's true. There was like, like whole, and also poorly done, right? Like it looks bad. Yeah, it's just it's bad in every way a film can be bad. I think, and I don't think either of those other ones are just are on that bad. same level. I can agree with that. Oh, we forgot Shazam. That's not on this oh, list. Do we? Yep, I wrote Shazam somewhere. Surely. Well, Shazam was part of it. We didn't like Shazam very much either. Where'd it go? I don't know. It was definitely in here. We talked. I could have swore. We must. It must have gotten lost in the shuffle. It definitely got lost in the but shuffle. But we remembered it, so that's fine. Shit, you're right, Jack. Uh, but you know, also still probably worse than. Yeah, I mean, what's it, the worst Marvel movie? Ant Man. Shazam was worse than Ant Man. So absolutely, we fell asleep during Shazam. <laughs> Didn't care much for Shazam. Yeah. I was like, it took them so long to do this whole like I've got the big staff and I'm gonna fake die. And it's just like, and then and then a literal Deus Ex Machina. Oh, I'm back. Okay. Wonder Woman's in this. Fine. Fine. Who cares? Has she been relevant to the plot? Of- oh no. Oh. No. Oh. Okay. And God bless DC for starting with Man of Steel by Zack Snyder and ending with Aquaman two. Like I said last week, with having no real cohesion or anything to build to, or no real use. They to never. Be I don't think they at any point got their feet under them. No. And and now I guess we'll do it again. And it should maybe be better. I Although maybe everyone's down with superhero movies now, so it won't matter. 
I think it won't matter. I don't think we're ever getting Batman Brave and the Bold. No? No. No. Not how there's Not like... that guy, surely. There's like a hundred movies. Yeah, there's like a hundred... Yeah, I don't think we've really talked about Superman Legacy. There's like a hundred fucking characters in that movie. That's fine. Got Gardner's that in that? doesn't bother me. No, that doesn't bother me. It seems like a lot, though. It seems too many. But if, if I see it. But I haven't right. seen the movie, so... You have no way to know what roles... They'll all play. actually have. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen will probably be on screen for five seconds. You know? And then they'll kill him with a rock or something. Like they did in the last one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. Best one, Guardian 3 by far. I mean, we we, we did, you know, got its whole own episode, obviously. Uh, genuine, just good movie. Really. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said about it. Like, not even like good superhero movie or good whatever. Like, it's just a good film. Got a lot of heart to it. Just a solid end to the trilogy. I would say so. I mean, there's lots of talk about how, like, you know. It obviously relies a lot on the Avengers movies in a way that the first two didn't. So that's tough. If it would be hard to watch it as a completely self-contained trilogy, that's, there's no denying that, right? Mm-hmm. Probably someone's dad saw the first two and was like, "I'll watch this," and was like, "What?" Grabbing a Gamora. But that aside, I think it's it's got the same strengths. I don't know. Do you think it's where do you think it ranks in terms of Guardians? I'm sure we did this, but I think it's probably my. I think it's second. I like two. It'll be second for me too. Yeah. Two is probably the best. I think two is the best too. Yeah, I think it probably goes two, three, one. Because um, I saw a lot of people being like, oh, it's by far the worst. And I don't know if I agree with that. No, I don't think so either. But yeah, Guardians 3. All right, baby. All right, so then we got comedy movies, oh, wait, which wait. I think we saw a lot more of yes, we did. this year than we have previously. You're not doing that, right? What? That's why I asked you if you want to do it on the computer. No, I'm writing on time codes. Okay. Sorry, I'm continuing. But do you have it on? Whatever. Yeah, I have doesn't, it on my phone. It doesn't matter. Um, so we saw Wonka, Barbie, Dumb Money, Bo is Afraid, Fool's Paradise, no Hard Feelings, Dream Scenario, and uh, we didn't actually see anyone but you, but oh, I, did I, th- I threw it in there just just to do it a service. I would, I would kind of like to. I might end up seeing it before the month's out, you know? It was sold out when I, when, uh, I went to see was Ferrari. It? There was like a, it, on the said seven, seven, ten showing, seven o'clock showing, really? sold out. I was like, really? There you go. But some of the theaters in the AMC are very big by me. That's so true. It, the rom-com might be back, Jack. Nature might be healing. Not for musicals. No. It, it killed the musical. No. Well, no. At what, yeah. what cost, though? That's. <laughs> did we see any musicals this year? Yeah, we did. Remember? Other than Wonka? Oh, no. 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 Because that's Wonka. already. I was just saying. Because that's a, at the Oscars. That's the same. Ca- it's Musicals and uh, comedy are like the same for some reason. Huh. The Oscars is a weird category. Whimsical. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Not um, full of fun. unserious movies for babies, I guess. <laughs> Stupid baby bitch movies. They don't want to trick everybody so. to go see. Oh, jeez. Uh, but yeah, that's fun. I didn't know that. That's that's interesting. That one in particular, I don't know if I really love the look of it. But if like if you're like rom com, I think you'll like it. But like I said, I, I would like to like I would like to like rom coms, Jay. I think they should. I again, I think they need to come back. I do think that means something. I, like there's who is it? Oh, it's the guy who plays um. It's unimportant. It's a guy from the. It's a comedy musical. There's like four of them. They're in an acapella thing. What's it called? Pitch Perfect. Right. And he was like, they don't make rom coms anymore because that kind of market has been like taken by superhero stuff which i don't know if i completely agree with yeah i've seen that seen you that have clips yeah that ad- his name's like adam something right yeah yeah it is um because he basically said that like why would anyone make them anymore because basically why would anyone pay to go see them when you can basically i think his argument kind of boils down to like there's more bigger budget kind of movies than ever before so why would anyone bother to go see a smaller budget a small cheap comedy when it's like well if i'm going to pay to take my families out to the movie why would i you know which there might be some merit too i don't really know but um hey man, they might be coming back i mean not that any of these the only ones of these that really fit into that specific slice of it are anyone but you and no hard feelings which was the 
Jennifer Lawrence one. Mm-hmm. Um, did you end up seeing that? Nope. I did see that one. Um, we both saw Wonka, Barbie, Dumb Money, obviously. Uh, you saw Bo's Afraid. I did not. We both saw uh, Fool's Paradise and Dream Center. Fool's Paradise, Dream Scenario, Bo's Afraid. Those kind of borderline. Comedy? Like, uh, maybe not Fool's Paradise, but Bo's Afraid, maybe? I don't know. I've not seen I, Bo's I wouldn't say Bo's Afraid is a comedy. I, it's one of those things, and same with Dream Scenario, where it's like, I don't, it's like a weird art comedy thing. Yeah. yeah. Where like, I'm like, well, this. When there's a couple we have in drama that we were debating, debating putting into comedy too. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, th- yeah, when it gets to be. Some of them are just on Google called drama, drama slash. Com- yeah, they're dramedies. Like, that's literally how they're marked. So it's hard to really decide which one. So whatever. You know, you just, you just choose with your heart. Yeah. You let your heart tell you, Jay. We let our heart guide us, and we just think Bo's afraid. Now, you you hated Bo's afraid, It's right? terrible. It's, ugh. It's just, it's just, it's one of the movies that's just weird to be weird. You think so? And it's just kind of like, why is all this happening? And it's all a bit much. There's, honestly, there's a giant penis monster in it mm-hmm. that is maybe his dad. Right. And it's just like, why? Why did we need this in a movie, Ari Asta? Then Ari Asta got, and then he also produced Dream Scenario, which had the same problem. I was like, what is going on? Who cares? I don't, I wouldn't say Dream Scenario, I mean, we talked, again, we talked about most of these movies. <laughs> I wouldn't say Dream Scenario was weird just to be weird, but I do think it lost its own kind of plot. I do think it had the potential to tell a story about something, and it lost that at some point, and it told a story about nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, Absolutely. Um, I think the best of these is probably, it's got to be Barbie, right? I mean, I mean, by a landslide. And we talk about, like, Barbie's another one that's almost kind of borderline. Like, what is what is Barbie? Yeah. Um, but, it, we, I mean, the, the thing that I said that I thought was, we both kind of agree with, right? It's whatever else it is it is probably one of the funniest movies we saw all year so Absolutely. it's hard to not really give it that right um wonka was fine although it wasn't super funny but it is a musical so like i said it's in the same slot um dumb money's fine um we didn't we did not like fool's paradise unfortunately no uh yeah barbie's again by a mile right? i'd say barbie and i mean barbie's again one of the best movies we saw all year, all year. yeah obviously for obvious i mean listen we, we bought into the barbaheimer we're drinking the kool-aid we're drinking and it was we're, delicious we're, we don't got any you know no shame in our game. Let me let, let me have that Kool Aid. The cat, cat can have a little functions about it. Cat can have a little Kool Aid as a gift. Treat and I bet I bet Greta Gerwig could also like I don't know beat up Emerald Fennel in like a fight too. Right? She's probably. I mean, she's. I don't think Greta Gerwig is like some weird elitist who like hates the poor or whatever. Right. She put her in that movie then. She did. It's yeah. a funny thing that everyone's realizing, which I guess I didn't really. I kind of forgot. I I knew that she, that she was someone that she was a director person. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays uh, Midge March. The pregnant Barbie. I think it's Barbie. Midge. Midge. Um, and a lot of people, because Saltburn is on uh, Amazon. Which we're about to get to. But <laughs> Saltburn's on Amazon now, and so the discourse has been reunited because there's a whole... Because everyone's watching probably, for Christmas. Yeah, three times as many people have seen it because it's so accessible. Um, and the same conversation we're being had over and over. And a lot of people are like, can you... Who knew? And it's like... Everyone who's in the know. Weird. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's such a dumb thing. I don't know. I'm just too online. It all upsets me too much now. Because every time I see a tweet, I'm just like, this is stupid for some reason. <laughs> it's got to be stupid. And even though I don't know why, it'll show Because on one hand, it's like, yeah, most people don't know who Emerald Fennel is. Like, so if you're one of these people who's like, oh, we all knew. We've always known that Emerald Fennel was in Barbie. Think about what you're saying for a second, right? <laughs> that you knew that director Emerald Fennel had a cameo in Barbie. Like, yeah, you probably are way more invested in this than the normal person. Yeah. And at the same time, the people who are like, oh my god, who knew? Can you believe this, guys? And it's like, yeah, you didn't know who Emerald Fennel was, because you hadn't seen the movie. She'd only done, like, I don't know how many movies. Not many movies. Only a couple, like, yeah. Also, though, that was just this year. Let's not act like this was some, like, 
Oh, ancient. Weird esoteric, not like, oh, did you know that they, they tell they tell tale once of how Emerald <laughs> Fennel was in Barbie? Yeah, man. We also that was a, one of the biggest movies this year. It's the same year. It's literally within the same year. Like, yeah. you learn. Months like, oh, apart. Okay. I've put you. It, all that's happened is you put two in together. And that's fine. And you've made four. You can make four. That's fine. Yeah, so, I, yeah, obviously Barbie's the best. I'd say Dumb Money gets second for me. But I guess yeah, movie, it's probably the second. It's just kind of a race to second for these. I don't remember it being incredibly funny, though, either. No. Uh, honestly, the only one... No feelings was funny. I will say that. I, I'll have to watch it. I like I'll it. watch it at some point. Maybe. I liked it. Um, um, and it kind of little... Is it, you just, it really hit the beats, man. I was like, man, they really don't make them like this anymore. Because it had that thing too. at the end. You know, every rom- or every comedy movie from like the mid-2000s has like a message. It's like... Yeah, the maybe they have, it's not like even very subtle about it, but you're just like, ah, oh, this is nice. You feel nice at the end, right? Yeah. They don't make movies like that as much anymore, I think. They don't want to. They're afraid. Bo, like Bo. And that one's the worst one for me. Okay. Fool's Paradise is the worst one because I didn't see Bo's afraid. Yeah. Fool's Paradise is a shame. close second. For which is a shame because it's... Um, yeah, we talked about it. We, we talked to like it, but... We couldn't. We got Anything to Paradise. say in defense of Fool's Paradise? Fool's Paradise? No, I know. Best, Any- best kind of movie of the year? No. She says no. How could... Uh, no. Well, it won't get it from us. Yeah. <laughs> not over here. It's not getting a, it's not getting a good review. Now, listen, didn't you give you- it like a perfect score? Yeah. Didn't you give it a perfect score? I thought you literally gave it... No, no, no. It wasn't a perfect score. I thought it was full marks. No, no, no. no. That was the holdovers. Disregard. All right, so we're going to move on. Sorry, Lana. To... What do you got next? Drama movies? Yeah. So we're going to do drama movies. Give me a second. I'm trying out the time code. Uh, Drama movies. So drama movies that we put in this category. Again, like we said before, a lot of these movies can be back and forth. We have Oppenheimer, Napoleon, Killers of the Flower Moon, The Killer, Asteroid City, Haunting in Venice, The Holdovers, and Blackberry. Uh, Now... Clearly by the name, and if you listen to the show, the, some of these clearly pull ahead. Oh, she have a four stars, ladies and gentlemen. These are all sick. And now, I know you're going to have one in particular, but I think every one of these is a like a really good movie. A good movie. Uh, it's a good year, I think, personally, for dramas. For movies, really. For films? For films. Um, well, of, yeah. Yeah. We got to, yeah. Yeah, of course. If you've listened, listeners, as you do listen to every episode before the before next one comes out, uh, I didn't like the killer. You've never missed one. I, right, right. Jack didn't like the killer, but other than that, and well, didn't you see, didn't see Blackbird? And I didn't see Blackbird. You'll take my word for it, though. And I'll have to. These were all good, man. There was not one of these that was bad at all. We didn't see, like, there's been a couple years where we've dragged ourselves to some Oscar Beatty ones. Well, there's yeah. probably a few we could slot in here. Do you want to slot a few live? Sure. See, since we made this up, you saw Ferrari, which you didn't very much like. The Ferrari's in this list later. Oh, it is. Is Maestro around here? No, it's not. We can put Maestro in All there. right, slide Maestro in. Maestro did kind of like. Maestro's great. Yeah, okay. I liked it. People were hating on him, and they did And they did put Bradley Cooper in Jewface. I, I Is mean, he not trying too hard? Everything I've seen gives me the distinct picture that Bradley Cooper is trying way too hard to get an Oscar. To get an Oscar? I can definitely Which see happens that. every year. I mean, at, at least half the Oscar bait movies that come just out of here are like every, At least half, right? And it's a real shame that it's all going to go to waste because he picked the worst fucking year. The worst year humanly imagined. Do we put poor if things on wins, this list? I will lose it. What? Do you put poor things on the list? We'll put that. That's kind of comedy, I didn't too. see poor things. Did you see poor oh, things? I saw poor things. Oh. We went... I, comedy? I, yeah. Well, then it should have been a comedy. Yeah. Well, it could have been either. My point is that it probably could have been either. Okay. But anyway, I just remembered it. I'm just saying there's a lot of movies that came out this year that people... who would, There's no lead actor in Poor Things, is there? No. Mark Ruffalo's more of a supporting. Right, he would be supporting. Um, but it'll be a tough race. I wonder who... Uh, I think Mark Ruffalo probably went over Emma Stone. But it'll be close. Yeah, I would have to. I, yeah, I would think so. 
I would think Barbie made a bigger spot. You never know with the Academy, though. They don't. They they're usually real, don't think like that, do they? No, so. they're, they're real wishy-washy. So, it, I, yeah, I've heard uh, she's got a lot of buzz. And there's also the recency thing, right? Mm-hmm. Barbie came out in July, so maybe people are like, well, I just saw Emma Stone. She was incredible. It's a real yang to Barbie's yang. I don't know who else would even be up. Probably actress-wise? The lady from Past Lives. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen that. You, half these movies you can't see. I saw someone this week be like, here's like five movies that made the festival rounds that I can't even see. And I'm like, I've never heard of any of these, naturally. I was watching some uh, YouTuber I like who does film. Mm-hmm. I think his name is Thomas Flight. Mm-hmm. Check, I mean, he's way more popular now. So if you know about movies, you probably already watch his videos. Uh, he had his top movies that he liked the best. And like one of them was just a random Finnish movie he saw in theaters. And I'm like, where the fuck are you seeing Finnish films in theaters? I couldn't even see The Boy and the Heron because it was here for like two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I'm like, I want to watch these movies because I want to be like... The one that's got Natalie Portman. What's that? Movie December. Yeah, that one. I didn't see that one either. Is she? I don't even know if she's the lead in that either, though. I no, she's the lead, yeah. Is she? Yeah. Because she's, she's the one Was researching. The other, are you sure the other one's not the lead? No, I'm positive that Natalie Portman's lead because yeah. okay. she's the actress who's studying that. What is on Paramount Plus with Showtime? Who is? Oh, f- streaming February, Past Lives. Yeah, but now, but I'm going to watch Past Lives when it comes to Max because A24 isn't with Showtime anymore. They're partnering it with Warner Brothers. Well, according to this, it's on Showtime. On February 2nd. Huh. Yeah, I couldn't find when they got switched over. Uh, <laughs> anyways. So I think the winner... It's a, it's a tough it's tough for me to pick the top two. Because it's obviously... Op, for me, at least. It's obviously Asteroid City and Oppenheimer. But I don't know which one takes first. Because I like them both very, very much. I think I... I think I probably agree. So it's... Real Hunting t- of Venice is very fun, but I don't think it's of the same caliber as these. No. Uh, the Pillars of the Flower Moon, obviously incredible. Napoleon's... Um, I liked it quite a bit, but as I think we got into it's 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 flawed. I would say it's flawed. Killer Farmer also too long. I don't know if I, uh, in my opinion, feel that strongly about the length of it because that's also an incredible. I mean, it's incredible. We we talked about that for a good long while. That yeah. is, those three are definitely the front runners. Um, and I mean, naturally, right? Mm-hmm. It's the it's the boys. I mean, it's, it's the fellows. It's Chris Nolan. It's Martin Scorsese. It's, it's Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Um, it's the it's the the old grizzled. It's like it's like it's like three brothers. It's the, the young one, the middle child, and the old one. At least one of these, maybe two, are about movies. <laughs> and movies about movies, which is always fun. Films about films. Got all of that. Um, I uh, think I might have to give it to Oppenheimer, personally. Asteroid City's a lot of fun. Uh, I think I think I'll have to give it to Oppenheimer, too. I don't know, man, because I, I still think about that movie. I'm like, man, I wish I saw it again. Oppenheimer? Yeah, because I'm like, so I like sick. Asteroid City, but like something about it, man, I really did. I really did it like that. He's la- really got the sauce, man. <laughs> I mean, he's no one knows what he's doing. Dude. I mean, he's he fucking. I mean, that movie made a, a billion dollars for a reason, right? Like, he's the only guy who can do that. Yeah, I think working. I mean, it's like it's it was a perfect show of things. Get Jack Quaid in there. You get all the boys. <laughs> get so much Benny Safdie in there. Out. Benny Safdie in there. It's the one of the worst men ever. <laughs> <laughs> man who created the hydrogen bomb and yeah, get, get like, Matt Damon to be angry in the military man. It's great. I mean, Astro City also has a crazy cast. Killers of the Flower Moon, less so. Yeah, less so. Um, oh, the people in it are good. Astro City's great. I mean, love Jeffrey Wright in that. Uh, it's good. Astro City's good. Um, it does have that, that like, I don't want to be mean, but it, it, there's almost this air of self-importance, right? When you're an, a director who makes a movie about y- your movies, basically. Mm-hmm. right? It's like the same thing. Uh, we were talking earlier before the show about Quentin Tarantino and like, yeah, like I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, of course, but it's like, this is kind of a movie for him, as much as it is for anyone else. And that's what this is. Asteroid City is a movie about Wes Anderson movies, I think. Yeah. If I understand it correctly. If, if I were to gauge it, it's they don't need to understand what a movie says. It's just telling the story is good enough. And that's fine. That's interesting. There's stuff in there. And like 
there's some incredible like it's it's why between this and um french dispatch mm-hmm. i i truly cannot like wrap my head around anyone who says that his movies are like oh like they're too whatever and they're too lifeless sterile. or something yeah. yeah i can't even like because they get you because there's such they're like these those both have such genuine moments of like pathos in them and they and the fucking margot robbie see, like she that's almost the better performance this year like it's in, it's mind blowing. Oh right, she is. Right, <laughs> it's totally. unbelievable that scene. Like you're just like, what the fuck happened? Like how is that just in there? And it's, yeah. just, and it's like, and it's and it's, it's insane. I don't know how they do that. And that comes right after because they're acting as actors doing like a. But it's like in the context of the movie, it's like not a particularly moving read. But somehow that makes it. I don't know. I can't even describe it. I can't hardly put it to words. Yeah. What a fucking scene. Though. He'll yeah he'll. And even right before that, he gives you the whole thesis right in your face. And Adrian Brody's like, "You just got to keep telling the story." And I'm like, "Fuck, you got me again, Wes Anderson! Damn it!" Holy shit! And they do the again. They're doing this weird thing where they're just like reading the lines as if it's from the script, but there's somehow still emotion to them. There's something in there. He burns his hand on the stove, but doesn't know why he's done it. What a film! It's on Amazon. Watch that instead of fucking Saltburn. That's what everybody should have been watching. Your grandma's gonna like that one more. She won't understand either. But shit, where's Saltburn? Did you forget Saltburn? Shouldn't that be in here? <laughs> yes, it should be. Fuck, in here. we whiffed it. We spent so much time doing this, and we still we're hey, whiffing man, it hard. Man, we really did. It. We should have done a once over. Oh, we did, man. I thought I really did this better. Sorry. No, that's all right. I mean, Saltburn wasn't going to win, though. No, it wasn't. So it's. Fine. I mean, here's the thing. We remember it when we're talking about it. Yeah. It would suck if we got the oh, yeah, like yeah. we got to the science corner part. We're like Saltburn, <laughs> but whatever. Saltburn's nothing. that's fine. Again, it's not so going to win. The bottom two are probably for me: the killer and haunting in Venice. Was because I didn't like the killer and haunting in Venice. You liked the killer and I haunting in Venice like... less than Saltburn. I'd probably say that. Yeah, fuck. I'd probably. Yeah, I'd say that. I think the haunting in Venice is certainly better than Saltburn. That movie's kind of shit if you think about it too hard. Which we did. We did that we, live. I mean, we. It's a well-made movie, but we did that live on this show where we were like, "What is this? Does any of it make any sense?" No. The answer is no. The answer is no. I gotta see what. Let me see what I give in a letterbox. So. Let's see, what, let's see what me in the Again, moment. Again, just said. think with your heart, Jack. No, no, quiet. The genuine convictions you hold with. Me. Oh my God, we gotta do convictions with me. We've been over this a hundred times. Don't just look at the score of your past self. That I man can... was you, Jack. You're not beholden to him. I'm beholden to whatever I desire. The pe- the past shackles me, and I <laughs> will not shake free of it. Where'd it go? The past shackles us all. Jack. Well, I give you know I give them both the same score. Right. Okay. So, so okay. Okay. They're very close. Okay. Good enough. So you know. Good enough. How many of those? Which one of those has a uh, Kenneth Branagh? A funny little mustache, though, being a funny little Frenchman. And, oh, that's true. Yeah, get fucked. That's like his quintessential but role. Saltburn just has a bunch of gross British people. So for that alone, that's true. But it's got Rosamund Pike. She's delightful. She was delightful. She was, deli- <laughs> she was delightful in that film. She's great. And she shot- should be up for supporting. I don't think I don't know if she should win. I'd have to really think it over. We didn't put actors because we don't do that usually. Because yeah. why now? What do we know about acting? We don't know about anything. We barely know about movies. That's right. We're like, I think. One time I saw Dance with Wolves. You see that, Jack? I didn't see that movie. We go, oh, okay, no, that's that. a good, come on. Dance with Wolves. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we oh, yeah. only ha- we've only seen like ha- only yeah, half, yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> half the movies we're supposed to be able to see. In. All right, action movies. Next category. We oh, got wait. John Wick Four, Silent Night, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre, The Covenant, or if you please, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, Guy Ritchie! I hate you. Cocaine Bear. Uh, Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning, Renfield, Transformers Rise of the Beast, Extraction 2, and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, this is also a very solid category. There's a lot of really good ones in here. There There's are some, some iffy ones for sure. Some really, um, really stinkers like Renfield. <laughs> Renfield was a stinker. Um, 
Dead Reddick, Dead Reckoning was by no means a bad movie, but it was a big disappointment for us because we expected quite a bit more. I really, I still feel like I missed something, or somehow I'm. I'm I don't think we're big downers. Are we? I never know. It depends. It varies. It with really the does depend. It just depends on our mood. That's how the that's how the mood strikes us. We really have no. We none of us have conviction. Really, like I've never right had conviction. I don't know because it's like. We can be hard on stuff sometimes. What's wrong with this one? Come on, he's just those. It was just, just a guy. It's kind of Brandon a mustache. Yeah. We'll watch Venom two and we'll go. I hate anyone. What murders? <laughs> We're that guy sometimes, right? Yeah. He was the best guy yeah. around. And then they'll be like, "But what about the acting? What acting?" And then we'll see something and we'll be, and we'll be like, "If you like know. this, you're a terrible person. <laughs> it should be shot." <laughs> yeah. So, um, see, wait, which one? I don't know where we got out of that. <laughs> What was I trying to say? I was just trying to say, like, I don't know how we... Oh, so Dead Reckoning. I don't know why we we both showed up that week and we're both like, yeah, it just didn't do it. Because there's so many people who are like, oh, this is incredible. We're Tom like, Cruise can make movies. We've done it. We're so back. Like, this is one of the best action movies. That kind of thing. And I'm just like, I don't... I don't I agree. Feel the, I didn't feel the sauce with this one, you know? No. I didn't feel it, Jack. I wasn't... I, th- I really think it suffers for being a part one. It's too long. I think... I don't know if there's ever been a great movie that's been a part one. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Rebel Moon? Ever, ever, ever. Ever, yeah, ever, ever. So, I, and this is no exception. It has the same pitfalls that almost always happens with that. I feel like, I, I don't know. Go listen to our whole episode, I guess. But I feel like this is almost, it's almost too much. They're almost trying too hard to make a Mission Impossible movie instead of just making a movie. Which is weird, because Fallout, I loved in part because it was like, they did all the things. Yeah. And then I just feel like in this one, they just kind of leaned into that again. And it's like, well, you can't do that twice in a row. I don't know. I feel... I I, I just felt like the general kind of plot and writing of it all was honestly the weaker part. Like, obviously, the action action is good. But mm. I really don't get, like... It did this weird thing where it implied that, like, they're the only team at points. Like, that confused me. Like, why is there no one else? There used to be a whole apparatus to all this. There used to be, like, a revolving door of teammates and stuff. Like, there was a big organization to it all. They interest a random-ass guy. And then in this, for the past, like, three now, it's just Vin Rames and... Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. And then a woman sometimes. And then a woman sometimes. Although it's been the same woman for three movies now. Literally, it's the same crew for the third movie running. And then they added Haley Atwell. And they kind of fridged... Um, what's her name? I didn't like that. No, they with the new guy they just introduced. Yeah, who isn't anyone? Who's not in this link? I don't care. I I think we talked about this, but I don't find the villain compelling. Really disappointing. But again, it's not a terrible movie. I can't. I cannot, in good conscience, say that it's like a worse movie than Renfield or anything. Because mm-hmm. um, Renfield is dog. Yeah, shit. I think the front runner for me has to be John Wick. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, that was one where I did get the hype. I mean, that we were on board. This is one of the best action movies ever, kind of thing. It's maybe one of the best of their whole thing. It it delivered. It's it's. I feel like it was so easy or, or possible for John Wick to kind of lose steam at some point. Um, and I think people would argue the third one was a, kind of a step down before this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, what a movie! I agree. I, I feel like it kind of delivered on everything that you'd want out of this. Yeah, it it, it hits itself and it, it it pushes it right to the limit because it right towards the end. I'm like, all right, how many like. How much more can we introduce in this universe? How much more, like, yeah. how many ways can John Wick get out of killing a hundred people? And they did, went right up to the limit. And this is probably as far as they go. I think you're right. I think, I don't, like, I know there's, a, they, I keep hearing rumblings of some fifth John Wick movie, but I don't know what that means. I keep hearing that, too. I really hope 
Bye. Keanu. Well, I, I I hope it means some kind of John Wick universe movie. Wait, because we also had the Continental, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. which I think was good. We know. Still somewhere on the fucking horizon, that the Armist movie has to come out at some point. Um, and that I'm open to. But I don't know if I... I don't want another Keanu is John Wick in a movie kind of thing. Yeah. Right? He, he should get to rest. Let him rest. Whether he's really dead or not, which I think the movie... Leaves it somewhat open to interpretation. I mean, on the one hand, it's pretty explicit that they go to his grave and talk to him, but also that could be a fake grave kind of thing, right? Yeah. Who knows? But it does seem like he dies on those <laughs> the steps of that. Thing. Well, whatever. Fine. Either way, though, he either gets to die and rest, or he he got away, right? Yeah. He gets to rest. I don't. I don't need another movie. And again, Keanu was great and all, but he. I mean, this is now a series that's been going on for nearly a decade. He's into his, like, 50s, right? Like, mm. how, how many of these can you keep doing? How long can you throw him down a bunch of stairs? Right, exactly. How many stairs does he have to roll down for you? Okay. I think he's done enough. So, but yeah. Incredible. Really good. I mean, there's, like, the big, there's, like, the overhead act video game sequence in that. Oh, yeah. He goes down those stairs twice. I mean, <laughs> what a fucking movie. It's in oh, Paris, yeah. dude. I loved it. It was great. I loved it. Now, second, I'd say, probably is Indiana Jones for me. Oh, yeah. Indiana Jones. I really loved him. I really did. Uh. I think we were more positive than most people. Most people, which is pretty hard. I think yeah, it kind of did what I would expect and want. We talked about this at the time for sure, but this yeah. is very much feel feels like it fell victim to the whole like people don't really know what they want in movies because mm-hmm. they're like keep making me Indiana Jones movies, which maybe not many people actually did ask for this, but you know, there's definitely a distinct pe- uh, group of people who showed up to this movie and were like disappointed that he was like a real human human being of a who, character, who's an eight year old man who can't. Right. Run and jump like he wants to anymore. And they don't like, like women. It's not super, like, happy at every point. And maybe he's got some trauma. Life circumstances that happen to him that aren't great. And, like, people can't really wrap their head around that for some reason. As if and they're like, guys, time travels, it's so ridiculous now. Sure, he met God in the first one. <laughs> Abraham right. and God is real. I love that. That's my favorite part, is going to the thing. Is yeah. who's going and they to the do Nazis again. That was sick, dude. I loved it. I actually really did like it a lot. I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if I can say it's better than John And I haven't, really. I also, uh, honorable mention to Operation Fortune, Rouge de Guerre. That was good. Guy Ritchie had a couple good ones. The Covenant wasn't as good, though. No. Operation Fortune, pretty solid, though. A quite good, like, spy movie, which, obviously, I am a fan of. Seems like a lot, huh? Yeah. The action movies really feel like, for some reason, more than the other ones, we don't sort of paint a picture. This what really a year. Do. Is he the worst one? Renfield and Rise of the Beasts. Oh, I mean, we didn't see Cocaine Bear. We didn't actually see Cocaine Bear, but, but I that would have prob- mentioning. That would have been probably the worst next to Renfield. Extraction 2 was good. Uh, Operation Fortune feels like a lifetime ago, dude. It wow. does. It, it was one of the first ones we talked about this year. It had to be. It was our first movie in like that th- two months we watched a movie every single week. Right, right. What, what a time. What a time that was. So we'll move on to the next topic after I write down the time code. Uh, into... What's the next one? Read it out for me while I write this. Sci-fi shows? Sci-fi shows? All right, I'll do that one. So we'll do sci-fi shows next... And we've got, give me one moment, this is Foo, whatever. We have The Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Young Jedi Adventures, The Bad Batch, Silo, The Last of Us, Monarch. Now, we didn't watch Silo, Monarch, or Young Jedi Adventures. Why? Well, because one of them is a children's show, like like an actual (laughs) children's show. Uh, and Silo, I did watch it though. Hey, well, hey you, didn't to, you didn't have to admit that on air. Uh, Silo and Monarch is on Apple TV, and we don't support Apple that way. I'm not getting Apple TV, goddammit. I just thought they were worth mentioning. Silo, I've heard good things about. Monarch, I don't know. I've heard good things about that. Seems like a weird concept. I still think it seems like a weird premise for a show to me. Um, but yeah, obviously most of these are just Star Wars and then The Last of Us. 
Um, which is fine. I mean, again, The Last of Us is kind of like borderline, but this is where we decided to put it. Um, and it's got to be the best one. I mean, I liked Ahsoka a lot, but I cannot, I cannot in good conscience say that Ahsoka is better than The Last of Us. People really didn't like Ahsoka. Yeah, and I don't, I, we definitely don't agree with them. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's among our favorites, I would yeah. say. Second for you as well, right? I would say so. The Mandalorian was a much massively bigger, disappointment. Yeah, much bigger disappointment for us than uh, Ahsoka was. Kind of ruined the Mandalorian a little uh, bit. A little the little Bad bit. Batch was good. Uh, really good, honestly. I think it's probably a stronger season than the first one, even. But um, I, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, the last one was incredible. We love that. We got sure about that when it was coming out. Oh yeah. Um, it's it's also sort of thing. I also forgot that that was this year too. It, well, that was the very that was literally like first like week Jan- of January. Yeah, that was this time last year. Literally first or second week. Of, yeah, we were hot off time. the presses. So that was truly in the beginning of the year. I loved it though. It's it's got to be the best video game adaptation that's ever been done. Yeah. Um, now, video game movies are. We can do all of them, no, maybe. We can do. No, no. Five Nights at Freddy's made more than the Five Flash. Five Nights at Freddy's. But, but Sonic and Super Mario. You write that, anyway. Sonic? Sonic? Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, I did on my on my list. On my first one I sent Where you. would it go? Where did we put it? I don't know. I don't think it made it in here. Sorry, it wasn't winning in. Yeah, it was not going to win. Sorry, if I, we mentioned it, though. Because horror is a weird one, because we do not have enough horror movies to. Fill out our list. And we don't have any enough animatronic movies to fill out a whole list no, either. We don't have movies with Josh, what's his face? Right. It's not, we didn't watch any of the Hunger Games this year. He was in something else. Shit. Hotel for Dogs? <laughs> not the, we did not watch Hotel for Dogs this year. He wasn't something. Damn, this would be a better joke if I could have remembered. But yeah, fine. It's, yeah. No. We mentioned it now. None of those were good. Mario wasn't even that good. No. I saw somebody yeah. on Instagram put it at number 10 in their top 10 list. Of the... This year, Mario was the day. You're a fool. Yeah, are you like a? I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to yuck anybody's yelling. But are you a child? Are you a? Are you a baby? It's fun that we do this because we just did a bit twenty minutes ago. We're like, what kind of hits us sometimes? Mario. No, I totally agree. It's not a bad movie, strictly speaking. It's here's the thing: barely a movie. It's barely a movie. That's what I. That's what I said the whole time. And And I I think you were more positive at the time. And I liked watching it, Uh but I would never tell anyone that it's a movie. Right. It's I would never not, be like, guys, let's all watch the Marvel movie together. The fact together. that I had to hear, listen, I know, I mean, they're never going to hear this, but the fact that I had to hear one of my real life coworkers be like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. I'm like, you're an idiot. I didn't say that to him. That's, again, it's mean. But come on. Mario's like a good, like, no, you can't tell your other adult coworkers that it's a good movie. Mario's not actually a good movie that you would tell other adults about. Come on. No. Come the fuck on, dude. Mark, get out of here. Whatever. We, we have to say this when we actually get to But Last of Us, again, unbelievable. I loved it so much. Again, part of that is is the strength of like The Last of Us is just a good story, mm-hmm. and it's a video game that is very heavy on the story to begin with. So it was, you know, probably right poor. But I mean, there's still ways to botch that, right? Yeah, and I think they did a good job of it for sure. Season you know, two will come out in forty years, maybe yeah, a million million years. Although it's it should be next 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 year, so twenty twenty five because he can't film the Mandalorian season four because he's filming that. So the least they could do is get that out. Although. Then again, they took they literally filmed for like twelve months last. Oh month. yeah, like it's insane. So I don't know. And people want to hate. It. I can never tell. I can never like properly gauge the tides of the internet opinions of The Last of Us. It's so weird because I feel like there's a, a stark thing of like because like everything it, it falls around like political lines. And for a while, I felt like it was pretty heavily like yeah, I guess like right leaning people hated on The Last of Us. Mm. It's so weird, too, the specific, because it's like, oh, Neil Druckmann's a hack, but it's like, well, he wrote the first one. How do you hate, because I get everyone hates the second one for reasons, yeah. which I've fully come around on. There was a time where I was kind of hard on the second one. I now am fully, I'm fully ready. 
like, I'm pumped for that to come out. Well, actually, they won't have to film for that long, actually, for the second season. Oh, he won't. He won't. Yeah. They don't need him for that long. That's a good point. I didn't really put two together. Well, he's he'll have to film for more than you think. I'll just say That's that. That's true. Um, Flashbacks and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He, he's he's actually, yeah, without spoiling anything, but uh, uh, some like, people know. He's in it. Yeah, he's in it for more than you think. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Now I think people hate him because Neil Druckmann's from Israel and it's topical. So, yeah, that's his. You know what? You're right. I forgot Neil Druckmann called that strike on that hospital. <laughs> That's right. I forgot that was in the news. Forgot they like called them up. I like I said. I don't know. It's so funny how the the internet wins can be that way sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Where so, uh, different groups of people you know, flop back from back and forth from hating you and loving you and hating you and I, 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 the internet is a fickle temptress. It's it's, it's cruel. It's a cruel mistress. Cruel mistress. Fick, that's what fickle I mean. and cruel and terrible and no good. <laughs> terrible and no good. Very bad. Terrible and no good. Very bad. Mistress. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the general consensus lies right now for The Last of Us. If we're supposed to hate it or not, but I don't. Mm. I think it's cool, honestly. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a good time. Just like last year, where the best show was probably House of the Dragon. Turns out HBO is the place for prestige television. Like, what is it? Often imitated, never uh, replicated. That's that's HBO, right? Mm-hmm. We are in an era where literally. Almost everything that comes out is trying to be prestige television, right? It's maybe ruined TV because there is no normal TV anymore, right? Yeah. Everyone from Disney to fucking Paramount Plus, all of these streaming services, every single one of them, all they make is wannabe prestige shows, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what the the genre or whatever, right? And HBO, who's the progenitor of it all, they still managed to make the best ones, right? They haven't stopped. They they got the formula down. They're like, we'll just keep doing it forever. They know what they're, I mean, they know what they're doing. You got to give it to them. I think you do. I think you just got to give it to them. Yeah, it's still the best ones. No one, no one's do, fucking Paramount Plus isn't 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 sniffing. The only the only one came any close was was last year was Andor. Yeah. Andor was an HBO level show for sure. And we're never getting six out of that. So maybe never. So long as I live, that'll be twenty twenty five as well. Is what we're looking at. But that wasn't a show that came out this year, mind you. That was a show that came out last year. See, it was probably going to be next year, which would still be, mind you, an entire two-year gap, but it's probably going to be even later now. Because of the strikes and all that? Yeah, because of the strikes. But that's fine. If that means that they're actually going to... Because like, the, the the fear that I always had with Andor, almost anything else that was being striked, you fucking to hell with it, right? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever that happens. Whatever happens. But Andor, I was like, if it ruins Andor, I will, I can't even describe <laughs> the anger. Like that would be the and it was listen. If that's the price we had to pay, I guess for them to get their good deals and all, I guess so be it. But I I wouldn't have been surely happy we, strictly. Surely we can get rid of something it. else besides Andor, right? But so the fact that they're actually because my my fear was though is that they were going to make it without him, mm. and then it would have been and that's oh so I can't a buy. I shuddered a thought, Jack. <laughs> but that actually had a trailer. I don't know if we were talking about. There was footage and it's it's since leaked. No, oh. at celebration they had enough to cut together a decent little trailer so i don't know it's weird that they had that much all the way back in whatever that was march and now they're still having to basically push it back a couple of years yeah do a whole other year but this is what it is yeah what are you gonna do so we'll move on to the next topic which is uh drama shows so we got fargo season five uh the the bear murder at the end of the world the continental berry succession justified city prime evil city prime evil <laughs> this is a category I just realized is entirely occupied by HBO or <laughs> FX shows, oh, yeah. save for one. <laughs> <laughs> one standout, the Continental there. But Fargo, Murder at the End of the World, uh, or Justified are all... 
Oh, and the bear. Fargo the bear. You'll get there. The world. <laughs> and Justified are all FX, <laughs> and then Barry, Succession, and just those ones. Just those ones? Our HBO. We only we didn't watch Succession. We didn't actually watch Succession. Everyone's watched it. It's probably, I'm sure for a lot of people, the best show this year, right? Yeah. But I have yet to see it. We'll get to it someday. Someday. Well, I'm likely to get to it. You, who knows? If I'm if I'm forced to. Yeah, if I somehow if they somehow come out with a secret fifth season and I can convince you to you go, all right, Jack, do the thing. Catch watch, up on it all. Watch it all in a week and I go, Yes. Um so I'm sure that's great. Um That doesn't count. We didn't watch it. Yeah, we can't really count it though. I can't in good conscience pick <laughs> a show I didn't watch. Um, I actually haven't watched Murder at the End of the World either, but I would like to. Me neither. I it's kind of why of I slotted in there. It was aspirational. Oh. It's like um, it was a murder at like an Antarctic research station, and they got to send someone there to investigate it. It's kind of a fun premise, I thought. It's cool. Like the thing. Kind of like the thing. I keep, I, yeah. So I meant to get to it. Um, I would like to. I'm sure, I think it's only, you know, it's one of those like mini series, probably six episodes or some shit. And yeah. It's done, so. Um, oh, also the Fargo, actually, for that matter. Yeah, we didn't watch Fargo either. I've seen most of Fargo. I've actually fallen two seasons behind now, though. But I was like, gotta mention it. It's one of the best TV shows. It's weird. That one's crazy. Like, they take big gaps. No one really bothers them. You know what it is? It's because it's, um, it's an anthology. Oh, is it? Each season is independent. So it doesn't really matter how much time is between them. Because you're not waiting with bated breath to find out what's going to happen. You just go with more yeah. Fargo stuff. Because they've been making it for probably 10 years now. Really? If not more. And this is only the fifth season, because they just kind of do it at their own kind of pace, you know? Interesting. That first first two seasons are incredible, for sure. Third season, maybe a little less, but it's also good. Again, I think the fourth season is maybe the worst kind of received, most poorly received. Mm. Uh, yeah, 2014, so it's it's yeah, nearly 10 full years. But anyways, we didn't actually watch that, so it's got to be the bear for me. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's the bear for me. I like Barry a lot, and I think it ended very well, mm-hmm. but I would say the second season of The Bear... Especially, especially with that Christmas episode. I mean, you can't. It's really hard to beat that. Well, and and um, spoons and spoons. Exactly. Well, uh, of course. Forks. Uh, What's it called? I think it's forks. He's cleaning forks. It's forks. It's forks. Yeah, forks and the Christmas. Even even if it only had one of those two, it probably still right. beat out Barry. Right. Even just barely, but with them together, with their powers combined, also the, because of the right after each other too, right? That one-two punch. One of the worst. Ep- like one of the most like stressful episodes of TVs you've ever seen. In your life. Well, if if you'll you allow me. Yeah. At first, it's all over. And then and we're, we're so, so back. back. He goes. Richie goes to clean forks, and you're like, "I think I okay. I think I'm. I think I, I can change it. my life. I think I'm whole again. Yeah, I think I have the power to change my. I own think there's life. still time. And you're like, "Wow, so it's cool." Yeah. What's her name's in there? Olivia Coleman. She was in a ton of shit. This she season. was. So we saw her in every other thing. Jeez. And I liked her in all the things she was in, even if she was in a bad thing. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yes, that is true. She was never the worst part of anything. No, she wasn't. Good for her. Um, but the still wor- a story in this. What was the wait? What was the what, what's the thing he wrote? Sing counts. Loved it. Loved Great show. It. Uh, Great worst show. show probably Justified City Primeval. No, what? Out of the three we watched, okay, we watched. So that we go. Oh no, and the Continental. It's you're it's, right. It's probably not as good as the Continental. No, I actually I changed my mind. Continental is probably worse than uh, Justified City Primeval. They're probably the bottom two. Yeah, but I don't think either of those are very bad. Do you? They're not very bad. I'm saying out of the ones we picked, right? They're just they're some, just someone's got to be last. Some, I mean, someone's got to lose the yeah. yeah. Thing. Someone's got to be last. Someone's got to be last. Oh, another strong category, Jack. Yeah, it was a good good time had by all. So we'll move on to animated movies. Let me just write the time code again. Yet another strong category. Uh, yes, indeed. So we have uh, Wish, Boy in the Heron, Super Mario Movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, TMNT, Mutant Mayhem, and Nimona. Nimona. We didn't see Nimona. I saw Nimona. Okay. 
So I didn't see Nimona. Should have gave it a watch. I didn't, I didn't uh, well, we talked about it, talking about it, and then it fell the cracks. Mm-hmm. Like, they clumped Tyrone. Another film you didn't watch, but I watched. Fair enough. Fair enough, Jack. You got my ass with Um, So we really kind of, I think, run the gambit this year with animated movies, because we kind of get two sides of the spectrum. Let's talk about let's talk about worst here. Well, that's what I was saying. We started with a pretty, I mean, the worst is pretty bad. We got Mario, hardly a movie, and Wish, creatively bankrupt, maybe? Uh, I don't think either of those are terrible, terrible, either, though. I'm trying to think. Did we watch any truly bad animated movies? Animated movies, like, last year? I remember what we watched last year. We didn't watch a lot of animated movies last year. It was one of the topics where you were like named like eight and we watched like two. We only seen a couple of them. Oh, he even came we watched out. Turning Red. That was that was Turning good. Red was good. Yeah, you're probably right. We watched too many. Did Pixar make anything this year? Am I crazy? No, I don't think they did. Okay. Let me see let me see if I got my if I got anything in my litter box that would help me out here. Post and Boots came out last year we didn't talk about. It's true. I have since seen that. Very good. It's very good. But no, it puts on my boots till I make my last time. wish. Yeah, yeah. We talked about Lightyear. That's true. That was not very good. That was not very good. So I think we, we think it literally was only two. Because all I have in my letterbox is Turning Red and Lightyear. And I already talked about those two. And you didn't see Dragon Ball uh, Super <laughs> Superhero. I ha- I definitely had One Piece Red in there. You did. And then I didn't even see it. And there that you was the... You were like this. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Uh, there has to be at least one or two other ones. But, but on the week. When was Luca? <laughs> I don't think Luca was... Maybe it was last year. Wait, what was... It? Okay. When was Encanto? <laughs> That's probably 21. I, I don't think know, that whatever. was 21. Whatever. Um, this actual year. Uh, yeah, I don't think Wish and Mario again were terrible. Was 21. Um, like you said, yes. I completely agree, though. I don't understand the hype behind, around Mario. Why everyone's like, this is great. Uh, it's Ninten- not great. It's uh, just, Nintendo man babies. And there, and there it is. And there it is. Um, uh, bald white YouTuber who talk about Switch games. Yeah, I don't think Wish... I don't know if creatively bankrupt is quite the word. I would have... Quite the thing I would have said for Wish. Although I do think it's kind of a boring plot ultimately mm-hmm. um i i do th- i think that the whole like oh they're just doing mc or whatever all those allegations i think are a bit overstated well yeah that's a bit silly to say but like i do we think- talked about if you actually see the movie you're like wait this is just these are just completely benign tiny references. Little references again it's the centennial it's whatever um so i don't know i i don't think it's that big a deal but it also wasn't incredible um i didn't see boy in the heron unfortunately I talked about on the show how I whiffed that, whiffed that yeah. <laughs> for myself. Like I really, I truly only have me to blame, and that's, and, you know, I'll take that to my grave, I guess. Yeah, but I'm sure that's probably your winner, right? It's, it's, I mean, it's real tough between. Oh yeah, Spider Verse too, because Spider Verse is really good. Mutant Mayhem and Nimona are are quite good, I will say. But yeah, Spider Verse, obviously, of the ones I've seen. Yeah, it's it's a real tough pick for me. Now we talked about I, I was because I was picking your brand, but you said Boy in the Heron is. Among the very best uh, Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli yeah. movies, right? It's Miyazaki, yeah, Miyazaki movies. I would say so. Um, Which is really saying something. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I've compared, I definitely said it's up there with Spirit Away and House Moving Castle, which are the big ones. So it's, it sits right with them. What, you like, yeah, yeah, what about like fucking Totoro or whatever? What about Grave of the Fireflies? I haven't seen Grave of the Fireflies. I said about Totoro. the one about the guy who loves fucking making Japanese zeros to bomb Pearl Harbor with or whatever. I didn't that see that fucking one movie. That's stupid fuck. I hate that one. What about the word of the premise pig- alone? I know you do. What about the, where the pig drives the plane? I haven't seen that one either. No, okay. Yeah. Or Ponyo. Ponyo. I've not seen Ponyo. I remember that was like a like that was like a it's like a TikTok sound that had it like a certain age for us, right? Am I think of the right one. The one with the little fish girl, because it had like a couple of Disney stars in it as the as the little fish girl and the little boy. I don't know. I've never seen it. Ponyo. What's her name from? Uh, I'm thinking the wrong one. Let's see. There's also uh, Princess the girl from from Good Luck Charlie, and the guy from Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, I know who you're Bridget talking. Bridget Mandler and. 
What's his face? I don't know his. I she was also on Wizards of Waverly Place. She that was true. They, she was a werewolf. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, they were, they were they were capitalizing they, on Twilight for a minute there. Yes, they were. That was a good show, dude. Wizards of Waverly Place kicked ass, and so did Good Luck Charlie. Those were like two of the the finer the finer offerings. <laughs> Disney. The late 2000s Disney. But I would say I'd probably give the edge to to Spider-Man. I think I, I probably liked Spider-Man more. She was in The Secret World of Variety? Is this a studio game? I'm not familiar. It might be, but I'm not familiar. This was by Hiramasa Yunabayashi? I know not. Who made Kiki's Delivery Service? That was also Ghibli. That is Ghibli. That's a Ghibli one. Ghibli classic. Fucking Jesus Christ, she has so many acting credits. She has way more acting credits than I would have ever anticipated. <laughs> I, th- I thought for sure he was in Ponyo, man. Ah, well, that's all right. This is the one I already said, right? <laughs> that's one you don't know? Yeah, I don't know that one. Okay. Well, there it is. There it is. I will say, though, I probably would give the edge to Spider-Man. Yeah? Spider-Man. Really? Okay. Me yeah. too. Well, me too. Because <laughs> as much as uh, Boy in the Heron is very, very good and the animation is really good, they just, they just, there's just more styles of animation in Spider Verse. Like they just do more with the animation. Well, Boy and the Heron is just a Ghibli movie, and all that that entails. And not that that is a bad thing by any means. It's just that you kind of know what you're gonna get. And I guess a Spider Verse movie kind of has a style to it. But I guess the style is having endless styles. Damn, Ponyo has Kate Blanchett, Matt Damon, and Liam Neeson. They got Liam Neeson. Is he the the Sea King or whatever? He's probably the Sea King. He says he's Fujimoto. Whoever that might be. Might be a dad or a sea king, mm-hmm. who I think is also a dad. Uh, who would you say your favorite? I mean, probably Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man, for sure. Yeah. The worst? Probably Mario. Now, do we think, does it suffer for uh, for being a you know part one, basically? Because I know that's a super common critique. As the year has gone on, I've seen a lot of people kind of re-examine it and be like, oh, maybe it's not as good as we were saying kind of thing. <sighs> do you feel any of that? No, because I think it, it, it does a, I think it does part one well because it gives a good arc. Like, I think so too. Like, I mean. Miles still has an arc in this. Like, there's there's an, there's an a full story of stopping Spot, but then there's, like, an arc where Miles is like, well, now I gotta be myself. Like, I gotta contend with all this. So I think, I think it, I can see why people come, go with that, because no one read the marketing. And we're like, it's part one, but I, I think it did part one as best as you can do a part one. Oh, that's totally it is the one you think? Sorry, I'm still reading about <laughs> the Secret Ghibli. It's the Secret World of Variety here, which is a Studio Ghibli movie that does have her in it. So it's not a boy and a little fish girl or whatever the fuck it is. It's a boy and a little little fairy girl. A little fairy girl or a leaf. Yeah, a little fairy girl or a leaf. Oh, okay. That's all it was. Incredible. Who's this girl again? Who we talking? Bridget Mandler. Bridget she's the, Mandler. She's the bigger sister, big sister. In right, right. I, I'm familiar with her own but Bill, Good Luck Charlie. And the Good Luck Charlie movie where her and her mom travel across country for Christmas or something. Oh, that's a... Now, is that a Christmas movie? I I would say so, probably. I haven't seen it in a minute. <laughs> well, I saw it once on Disney Channel. Did a decision? Yeah. Amy Poehler and Will Arnett are in this one. Before they got divorced? Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't when, know when that was. I don't know. I'm not aware of the timeline of that. I forgot. <laughs> shit. Didn't they get married while they're on Arrested Development? That I briefly? Know. I don't know. Oh, it's David Henry. It's the, it's the oldest, it's the eldest right, brother right. from... Oh, okay. That's his name. <sighs> okay. <sighs> yeah. Excellent. I mean, I, I, yeah. Cross of Spider-Verse kicked ass. We gave it like five stars. We, we, we said it was pretty six at the time, so I'm not going to... I'm not doubling back. I have, I have enough conviction if... If not to agree with my past self, to at least stand by him. You know? <laughs> at least give him the one. At least, you know, pat him on the back. Because, you know, if I'm not going to stand by my past self, who is? Right. Again, I don't know why people are suddenly like, actually, maybe it was bad. What? Oh, you all, you all loved it. You Come all were like, on. fuck the animators. Give yeah. me that spark, too. That is a thing. Never like- no, they still haven't really... Because bre- I thought at the time, I was like, okay, well, they're not going to sully their own kind of like... 
success here by having to tell everyone that it's not coming out. But now it's been months and months, and they still haven't. I don't know if they've still said one way or the other. I don't think it's coming out because the last. I feel like the last we heard of they were like March. <laughs> There's no way it's coming out this March. Are you kidding me? Three months from now? There's no way. No way. No so, trailers or nothing. Right. Nice try, assholes. Uh, we'll probably get it like this time next year or something. Uh, that might even be. Bad. I don't know. I don't know how much they've already. Done. I really don't know either. Yeah, there's no way. Because people to tell. are like, "Oh, do you know that like Haley Steinfeld hasn't even done it? Done her? We, yeah, I think we've done it." Like, I don't. I I don't know enough to know what part of the process that even means. They record the animation things. They record like hundreds of lines. So, that's like, true too. But also, even then, it's not very long. Yeah, that's true. Even Haley Steinfeld, who's one, presumably one of the stars of the whole thing, right? He's only going to be recording for what two weeks? A couple sessions. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Th- it's not like shooting a movie where she has to be there for six months, every day for six months or whatever the fuck it is. They bring her in for a week. Yeah, yeah, and like a weekend, I guess. And you, she, she says all the things she's supposed to say. I mean, you just say it all at once. Thing is, if you take all the lines and you put them together and you say them back to back in a broom, it doesn't take that long. <laughs> no, she's only. I mean, it's a, it's only a two hour movie. You know, it can't. And sometimes she just says miles. Right. <laughs> you just got to get a couple of takes of her saying miles, and that's half the film. It's half the film. All right, next category. Next category. We got just fantasy. We didn't have enough to distinguish between film and television, strictly speaking. So we just got Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Wheel of Time, and One Piece. And Willow. Willow was last year. So was it last year? Yeah. Oh, my apologies. We talked about it last year, so I don't want to talk about it. I noticed you had it, and I was like... I thought it was this year. My apologies. You also had Banshees of Sharon, which also was a film that came out last. Year. I had forgot because we taught we watched it for the we did a thing where we watched it before the Oscars, of course. And I of course yes, the folly of my ways. I didn't like that movie very much, anyways. So. Oh no, of course not. It was terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't. Say. No, no, you didn't like it very much. It was the worst film ever. Um, uh, Wheel of Time is bad, but these other three are pretty good. Um, I would say so. One Piece was a real a pleasant surprise for me. I'm sure you liked it even more. I think this Percy Jackson show. We're not going to get too much into. It into the weeds of it today i don't think yeah because it's still coming out we need to milk that content we're doing all this right now instead but um the first three episodes of that have been pretty stellar i think and for what it is again like and I, it feels weird like a bit of a caveat almost right to be like oh for a kid's thing it's good but it is i mean that's fine it's allowed to be a kid's thing it doesn't have to be an adult thing for my sake yeah it is what it is and that's cool um it's a it's as good of an adaptation of this as i could ever expect it makes me wonder if at times if it's not like i don't know fucking a decade late <laughs> yeah it feels like, a little bit i like would that. i would ate this up as a 13 year old and i'm like is there still are kids i'm sure they are i'm sure kids are coming up now still read percy jackson but i don't know i saw a lot of people online being like i've been waiting for this for years and i'm like oh man you're kind of an adult now like not again not to be like i'm gonna yuck everybody's young but it's like if you're in college and you're waiting for the percy jackson show uh, yeah so at some go point read, you could, you, go read a go read an adult book maybe at some point it kind of just f- faded right yeah I, not that I don't appreciate it for what it was, but I wasn't still holding out for it. Yeah. At some point, it's like, oh, I guess I don't care if they make a Percy Jackson show or not, really. Yeah. Uh, but hey, it's doing good. Um, Again, One Piece was, was a pleasant surprise for me. The Wheel of dra- Time continues to baffle and, baffle and anger us. Yeah. Baffle is the exact word I was going to use, Jack. I mean, it's just, it's upsetting. It's upsetting on a on a very deep level for us. Why is Matt a hero of the horn? Why are there eight guys in the horn? Why so is we can't, do, we can't horn? do it again? I don't know. I don't know, Jack. There's n- and and the thing is, they don't know either. So <laughs> why w- did they read the last book? Where Jack, I don't think they've read any. It's explicitly said that he's not a hero of the horn. Matt, he's I- doing it all based off his like 
half rememberings of the books is all. And Brandon Sanderson is trying to stop him, but he's too busy writing every other book he can think of. At he's once. washed his hands of it at this point. I don't That's think Brandon true. Sanderson has any stake in this game. He's he's make, he's actively putting out videos on his own YouTube channel, kind of making fun of it. So I don't <laughs> think. What is he? He's he's a millionaire. <laughs> um, but uh, what this is all building towards here, if we couldn't tell, is I think probably the the best. Uh, this here category was Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I think oh, a bit of a pleasant surprise. Although I was I was excited for this the whole time. Oh, well, f- well, from that first trailer is what it was. Yes. When oh. we watched that first trailer, I was like, this actually has something to it. It's got like character and this has soul. Some, yeah, for real. And it did. By God, it did. By um, Job, it did. Despite those annoying, annoying people that I had to see it with. I'm um, in my theater. And not even with, just like we're in the theater no, no, with just you. We're, yeah. just, like near me. You didn't like go with no, you. I didn't, no, I don't know these people. Should I talk about them on the show? Is this, again, is this thing we do mean? Maybe. Maybe. But hey, no, not enough people listen to even notice. They won't know. They They'll couldn't possibly. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Good movie. A lot of fun. More than I ever could have expected from it, really. Like, a super pleasant surprise. Probably because in the past they've had some, like, real real stinkers of uh, Dungeons & Dragons adaptations. But I think this one, a real winner. And oh, yeah. Are they ever going to make another one? Probably not. Because like every to? other movie this year, um, it didn't make any money. But, and that's, you know, money talks, as they say. Yeah. At least but, to the executives. I wonder if we, maybe what they ought to do at the end of this year is kind of create everything on a curve. <laughs> yeah. You know? They should leave Barbie and Oppenheimer off. Yeah, because that's they clearly the were the exce- They were exceptions. They were and the technically Super Mario movie, too. That's true. Because they all three of those made like a billion dollars, all told. That's true. They're not going to take the right lesson from that. Hey, they're, not, they're not, already making the Uno movie, so they've already taken wrong lessons. Not one executive is going to see that the Mario movie made a billion dollars and take the correct lesson from it. No, that. they're making a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. Legend of Zelda. Fuck off. Why didn't they animate that movie, Zach? That's I, that's so that's such a better know. choice. That, it, well, here's, the th- here's the real question. I'm going to rile some feathers maybe with this. But is Zelda anything? I don't know. For In terms of adaptation, at least. There's too many There's too many. I guess timelines. they love those games or whatever, but is that anything? There's three timelines to that. I know. There's series. at least three. There's at least three. I, that's true, at least. There might be four now. I two, don't know. Two of the games are just about time travel. I know. It's fucking jackets. They don't care, and then there's like fans who, who care so desperately. Care so desperately. There's look- also fans who like make fun, also say that you shouldn't care. And I'm like, I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to engage with when it's like, Listen, none of the developers care, neither do we. It's all just whatever. And I'm like, what is what is any of this? What is any of this? We should, they should make spirit tracks. They should adapt this game spirit tracks into we'll a film. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get, we'll get to... Well, I have some things to say about Zelda later, maybe. Oh, um, I know. But it's probably... They would probably do Ocarina of Time, surely. I would... Or, surely. Ma- or Majora's Mask. Is Zelda even in that one, though? Is Zelda in either of those? Yeah, she's in Ocarina of Time. She gives... As Princess Zelda? Is that... But also isn't... What's his name in that? What's her name? Sheik? Sheik? Well, here's is little, she in that one? Here's a little thing about him, Big Cat. I know, but they weren't then, I don't think, right? No, they always are. Are Sheik, you sure? Sheik is Zelda. You certain of that? I'm, that's the whole reveal. Is no, it? I know, but whatever. This is, I don't think this that's is... That's an Ocarina of Time, though, correct? I think Sheik's in Majora's Mask. I don't think... I think Zelda is just an Ocarina of Time. But granted, I've never played this game because I was not born when that game came out. And it's the best game ever made or whatever. Until Breath of the Wild. And then until Tears of the Kingdom. And then until whatever comes after this game that they're going to make. And it's going to be... I know you don't. There's not, there's so, there, but the thing is, there's still so many people who still unironically believe that, like, Ocarina of Time is still the greatest game ever. It just needs, it, it needs to be great on a curve. We've talked about this, but video games in particular do not hold up to time even half as well as movies. Because a movie from 1990 is still very well could be one of the best ones ever made, right? There's incredible yeah. movies from the 90s. A video game from the 1990s is so like severely hamstrung compared to anything made in the past decade that it's not even, but well, whatever. That's all we're talking about. We're talking about fucking Dungeons Dragons, I guess. <laughs> Real stuff. So, I, 
again, good, good cast. Probably Chris Pine's best movie this year. Absolutely. I'm trying to think. Well, I feel like for some reason I, f- I felt like that meant something. Wish. Was seeing something bad? Wish. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that was it. I was thinking, of don't worry, Don. With that again, last year. Last year. Yeah, that'll get you. <laughs> that'll get you time, man. But no, good. Again, I was a Hugh Grant's best movie. Yes, probably. <laughs> it was good in Operation Fortune. Yes, but Wonka. Yeah, he, he wasn't even bad in Wonka. I don't know. I forgot he was in Operation Fortune. But yeah, yeah. He, he plays the same character in both Operation Fortune and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and he's good. In both. Well, he's kind of just doing Hugh Grant a bit. Hugh, as he said in the Wonka press, he's like, "I'm in the freaky weird part of my career. I just play a little. <laughs> I just play little weirdos." <laughs> what a guy! I'm no longer the lead. What a guy. Um. I don't know. I don't know if I really have much to say, but it's been a minute since I've seen Dungeons Dragons, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go watch our episode. It's good. It is good. Again, I don't think they're going to make another one, though, probably. Because why no. would they? They're going to take all their worst lessons from this year and we're going to get a bunch of dog shit. But, like, if there's anything that they could make a half decent, quote unquote, like, cinematic universe out of, it's surely it's Dungeons Dragons. There's so much shit in there. Because it's such a huge universe that already exists. But this movie clearly showed that you can just do anything. Yeah, just make it. Just put any story and then just put a bunch of the shit in there. This one's about thieves, but you can do one about whatever. So Hero, actual heroes or... and whatever the fuck. There's that guy that they wrote a th- billion books about. He's like a dark elf badass guy. His name like Drix or something. I have no idea. Watch, watch. You're going to be amazed. You're going to be amazed, Jack. Oh, yes. It's literally called like the Drix Chronicles or something. <laughs> There's like 30 of them. I hate people who put Dungeons and Dragons. I'll say that right now on the show. I might have said that when we no, talked about you, it. Did you? Re- what? I don't hate people, but I think they go. I think. They get a little, they little get a little bit lost in the weeds of it. I think. I think. Yeah. Now hold on. I know we played it. Yeah. Now, I, know. Hey. I know. I know. I know. And I and I maybe I was, my statement was made hastily. But what I mean by that is that I think that Dungeons and Dragons. It's, Dritz. it's Dritz? a legend of Dritz. That's awful. That's why I hate them. This is one of the reasons. That doesn't help their case. I think they've ruined. How many, how many do you think? How many do you think there are, Jack? How many books in the in the legend of Dritz, Dritz. do you think there are? Ten. Thirty nine. <laughs> I was gonna say like I was gonna say twenty. I'm like that's too high. I do, I'm gonna overshoot like I always do. <laughs> Good Christ! I think they've I think they've ruined fantasy for the internet. <laughs> Frankly, Dungeons and Dragons people they go too far. In, in uh, with what? And they try to put too much D and D shit in it. Into what? Like any other fantasy property? Okay. What do you mean by that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, because but, like Dungeons and Dragons, like I get, I don't I don't want I don't want to overstate it, but lore wise, it's not. That's not its defining feature, basically, right? A lot of it's kind of borrowed from, like, established tropes. Else. and Well, largely Tolkien, I guess, as much yeah. as anything, or more than anything. I, I guess it just I guess it just reinforces all those Tolkien stereotypes, mm-hmm. which I think we just need to move away from. They have their place, but... I think, we've, I think they've been used too much, because I'm... I'm mm-hmm. I don't... Yes, I get it. The dwarves who have beards and they drink ale. I don't care. Make them, make them like weird stone men. That'd be more interesting. Mm-hmm. I get it. The elves are like ethereal and they don't like humans and yeah, they, whatever. Yeah. I get it. Can we move on? And I feel like the Dungeons and Dragons, like, because it's so popular, it keeps well, that... Uh, lately, they've got... The, you might be getting your wish. It's good. You've seen in the newest edition... Like, I think some of this is over distant, uh, overstated, but some of it's like... They are... I don't know, there's a bunch of, like, weird, like, removals and changes and things about, like, the nature of different uh, things, races and factions and things of, like, oh, there's no such thing as a bad race anymore, and it's, like, that's maybe nice, but... Yeah, a lot of that's guided. Like, is that is that really a thing that people need to be worried that, about? You know? Yeah, I... I uh, yeah. There's... there's uh, there, I think there's a lot of... I think it's because of the... I, I don't want to say the kind of people, because that sounds negative. The the I people who are drawn to these games yeah. have a certain are of a certain predi- predication or demographic mm-hmm. that would 
uh, not really like that kind of speech. That's fine. That's for, good. Like, for, yeah. Not for any bad reason. Again, there's yeah. no way. I'm saying this in a way that sound, makes it sounds bad, but I don't think I want to get sound like that. But I think it. I think it's been a little bit. I think it's gotten too much. I think Critical Role has been disastrous for the fantasy genre. Is that what you, yeah. That's really. I think Brandon Sanderson making little Parshendi men and magic swords. I think he's doing great stuff. And uh-huh. Everyone should try to do whatever they want. Yeah, I think that approaches it with a lot more. I don't, again, the problem with Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, in that sense, is that it's not a defined narrative as much as it's yeah. just a setting. So when you have the source books and stuff that are that get to the point where they are doing so much of this world building and and rule defining of their own it's like well you're kind of taking it like yes it should be up to people to tell compelling and and nuanced stories but if you just as a thing because it's like yeah if if you say like oh the draw are bad and then someone can conceive of something where it's like well maybe the draw aren't so bad like that's interesting but if you just say in the book like actually no one's really bad or good it's like yeah well we kind of knew that yeah we're people in the world we know nuance exists but as a baseline, it's like, well, yeah, the orcs can be evil or whatever the hell. Like, yeah, it's 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 the, the goblins very, are bad guys mostly, it's, right? It's I mean, kind of the same thing. I know we talked about with Wheel of Time, where it's like, yeah, the two other one can think that violence is bad, but also Trollocs are real. So right. it's like there is, and the Dark One is real. And the right. same thing is with D and D. It's, it's like not the same. there's hell with, real. Yeah, with like not, princes of hell who are monsters right. who are only evil. It's not one to one with the real world because it's not the real world. There's a drag. There's dragons. There are dragons. Yeah. There's like whatever. Whatever. That's beside the point. Maybe too long about Dungeons and Dragons. That's fine. But I like having a good rant. So we'll move on to uh, superhero shows. Uh, and we have, let's see here, Secret Invasion, What If, season two, uh, Gen V, Invincible, Scout Program Takes Off, My Adventures with Superman, and Gotham Knights. Clear winner here has got to be Gotham Knights. <laughs> um, which, a show that I didn't know existed until we just watched the trailer. And it's the worst thing I think I've ever seen. Worse than a, It's worse than Madam Web. It's the most... CW in the in the same way that that Madam Web is like the most Sony movie you can Sony ever sewn in Spider Man universe movie they've ever made. Gotham Knights is like the most CWDC show that ever CWDC'd. You know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't watch it either. I just thought it was fun to throw in. There. I don't know. I was like, does DC have any representation? Let's find something. My Adventures with Superman, super positive, and I I wanted to cover on the show, and it just didn't. The timing didn't work out for us, but. Yeah. Hopefully we can get to that eventually. I've heard incredible things about that. Um, Scott Pilgrim takes off. We also haven't watched. But I guess I, I'm, I have some curiosity. And, um, that was a real flash in the pan. I feel like that came and went. Probably because it's Netflix, so it came out a week and then everyone was done with it. Yeah. Um, that was one though where, like, I don't know. It was like, are they making this? Because it's like, why does this exist kind of thing? And I yeah. thought, it's, it's all the same people. Right. It's all the same people even. Um, which was weird. Yeah, it's interesting, and it's like, is this a? Is it because they're going to do more? Because the first movie does a pretty good job of adapting almost the entirety of the comics. The comics, um, and obviously this can get into a little more depth. But are like, are they doing sequels? But then I saw them say that they don't intend for this to lead in any sequels. Because like, why is it called Scott Pilgrim Takes Off and not Scott Pilgrim versus Scott the Pilgrim World? Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Maybe they're making a second season. I really haven't followed it. But anyways, the ones we actually watched: Secret Invasion, What If, Gen V, Invincible. Um, Secret Invasion, horrible. Uh, worst superhero, superhero, superhero show. show. Worst Marvel show. Mar- yeah, well, I was going to say, worst Marvel show so far on Disney+. Plus. Worst probably Disney Plus show, period, that we've watched. Mm. Um, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bad, don't bother, no. Really watch bad, yeah. And also, it, it it's maybe has one of the like least impacts on the, story as a whole. the larger MCU of anything that's been in the MCU thus far. Because the very next thing, basically, that came out after Secret Invasion... The Marvels 
was the Marvels, and that had the most potential, sort of, to play off of it, and it didn't at all. Oh, we forgot fucking Loki's not in here. Oh, shit. Let's get Loki in there. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsies. Well, also, well, Loki's a winner. Loki's one of the best ones. Yeah. Also, we didn't watch What If. That's also what we did watch. I watched, I've, I've seen about half of What If now. Um, and it's fine, but it's kind of the same as the last season. Like, it's not, it's not life-changing. I mean, it is largely an anthology, although this one has the same kind of thing, which is, oh, whoops, what if it's not an anthology again? Uh, what if they all teamed up at the end kind of thing? Ooh. It's kind of built towards that, which I think was fun the first time, and it's not inherently, like, detracting from it, but, I, I don't know. It does feel a bit, like, samey, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, and, and just like any kind of, uh, anthology, right? It's about, you know, it's, it's hit or miss. Some of the episodes are better than the other ones. Yeah. Um, the one that we kind of knew, that seemed to have a lot of discussion before, which was the whole, like, the Mohawk one. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is interesting. That one's really cool. And it's also not connected to anything. It's not a variation on any of the movies and stuff, which can be cool. I mean, I, I like the premise of a lot of these. Um, it gets good. I don't know. It can be fun. The first one is like a, a nebula, like, it's almost like a detective noir kind of thing, which isn't really top playing off of any other of the movies other than kind of just Guardians 1, which is fun. Um, I like the Peter Quill Attack Earth one because it's basically, it's, it's kind of not really about Peter Quill as much as it's about what if the Avengers had to assemble in 1988, mm-hmm. which is, I think, a fun premise. I like that quite a bit. There's a Christmas one, which is whatever. Um, there's what if the Winter Soldier, but Steve Rogers was the Hydra Stomper, was the Winter Soldier, basically. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun. And also Black Widow, because he's the Red Room kind of thing. And I just like that whole thing. I think I probably talked about this with what if season one, right? Just the idea of, like, they can kind of connect different MCU properties and, you know, the different disparate kind of ideas and you can tie them back together and so it's like well when the winter soldier didn't or came out black widow didn't exist right yeah so we didn't know as much about the red room and how that would look in the mcu but now that it does we can go back you can tell an alternate version that features the red room more heavily and yeah and it features what's her name yolana yolana's not in it but uh, the mother is oh i don't remember her name but yes she's in the mummy you know yes rachel weiss um and then, yeah, like I said, the, what if Kiori reshaped the world or whatever? That one's interesting, again, because it has, it's nothing. It's just kind of a different, it's just an interesting, like, MCU kind of story. Mm-hmm. Completely disparate timeline. And that's, I assume, going to lead into 1602 here. She's got to be in there, right? Um, which is the one I'm most excited about. I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I was worried at first that they were going to do, like, a, it was just going to be everyone was in 1602. And that's not what I want. That's not what 1602 no. is about. But no, I think they're, it doesn't actually seem like that. I think my fears were unfounded. Um, this one's interesting. I, I'm interested to see that. What if Hela founded the Ten Rings? So Hela teaming up with the Mandarin. So there's cool stuff here. I mean, there's there's potential. There's potential all this. Um, but again, ultimately, it's not like a great kind of narrative, I suppose. Yeah. So it doesn't really feel like it has the same kind of punch weight to it. Um, Gen V, really good. Yeah, Invincible only got half of. I agree. Yeah, I could not in good conscience. It was it was good what we got mostly, but um. Yeah, half of a season. Come on. Uh, so it's kinda, it's definitely between Loki and Gen V for me. Ah, uh, so. Probably Loki, Loki was really good, but in the in the wake of uh, Jonathan Majors' verdict, oh, that's come to a that's completely uh, resolved itself now, huh? Yes, it has. All year they've been tip dancing or tip dancing, tip dancing, tip toeing, tip toeing. There you go. Tap dancing. They've been tap dancing around. Jazz dancing. Flappers. Uh, suit suits. It's it, it, but their hands been forced. They've actually had to take a stand about something, and, which is to really say they didn't take a stand at all until they had t- yeah. truly no choice. But well, now it's done with. Um, 
He, no more Kang. I, I really like Gen V. I like Gen V a lot. What do you think? What do you? I'm thinking Loki ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, when we talked about For it, what? What do you think? Uh, it's pushing you over the edge, there. Probably because I, I the Gen V thing. I think it lost a little bit of, like I said, when we talked about it, of the what makes the boys so appealing, because they're all superheroes. So it's not like. Oh, look at us. We're humans fighting unkillable monsters. And, oh, what are the, what are the ramifications of us having the powers? Are we letting lo- loose of our morals? And then Genevieve's like, I gotta cut myself to kill you with my blood! It's like, alright, cool, <laughs> Is I guess. it that? Is that the vibe? Well, no. Is it that, woo, whoopsies? No, no, but it's just like, we're superheroes fighting other superheroes, so I feel like it, it, it's, you're right. you're, it you're loses a bit of I, what... No, I, see what you, I see what you mean. People come for the boys. I see what you mean a bit. I, I think it's good, though. I don't think I it's not good, I like but I, I like it better, less than I like Loki. Fair. Well, you're entitled to that opinion. I don't. I don't even know if I like him more than Loki either. I'm. I'm just trying to. We're trying to spark conversation. Yeah, I'm trying to spark conversation. Because if not, if we're just going, we agree. Some good. There's some good, really good episodes in Gen V. Um. Yeah. Some really good scene. I don't know. There's some good like twists. Pulls the right guy's dick up. Holy shit! She does pull the guy's dick up. It's got the classic boy stuff where something will happen. You just be like, Jesus. That's the worst thing I've ever seen happen on a television. Seen. Oh my god. The part where she makes the dean. I forget her name, but. When she makes her kill herself, that's pretty like, whoa. And then she well, she stops Marie from saving her. Whoa, that's fucked. This is fucked. Finally <laughs> makes her brother run into the woods and disappear yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. Like, that's her whole character. What was her, Kate? Um, Kate. Super interesting, I think. Um, and I'm, she seems to be one of the ones who's going to continue into it and maybe be in The Boys. I think so. Cause they, her and or Sam. And, well, all of them. I mean, there's all there's more story to tell with all of them. But, yeah. You know, we got The Boys season four next year to look forward to, to some of that. So we'll Excited see. for that, though. Oh, yeah. Excited oh, yeah. to have The Boys back. But Loki, yeah, I mean, it's the first, we talked about this, but it bears repeating, the first truly compelling MCU show, I think, mm-hmm. on its own. I mean, it's the first one to get a second season to, to kind of wrap up and complete a whole storyline, self-contained narrative. Um, Tom Hiddleston's great in it, obviously. Uh, Owen Wilson's great. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's it's a winner, for sure. There's no doubt about that. It, um, probably the end, largely until, uh, that is until, like, Secret Wars or something to drag him back in, but largely the end of... Tom Hiddleston's run as Loki. Run as Loki, and I think it's a good cap to that. Mm-hmm. He finally gets to like a hero's end, which is nice. Not that it was like requisite, but it's arc- nice to get anyways. Yeah, have a nice arc through the things right before the MCU falls off a cliff. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just, I just wanted to get Blade before it all ended. I think <laughs> I don't think I'm ever getting Blade. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. But yeah, probably, probably got to be Loki. I think worst one. Secret Invasion and Invincible. Yep, sure. yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, move on then. Mm-hmm. Into books. Uh, I think you're up for books. Okay. Oh, no, I'm up for books. Yes, indeed. So, books. Uh, for books we have this year, we have Tress, Frugal Wizard, uh, Yumi the Nightmare Painter, The Sunburnt Man, <laughs> uh, Defiant. To be uh, fair, it is, tr- it is Tress of the Emerald Sea. Tress of the Emerald Sea, Frugal Wizard's Handbook to, to Frugal survive. Frugal Wizard's Guide to Medieval. I think it's Handbook. I think it's Handbook. Blocked by a stormlight figure, we cannot know. Oh, a colon. Damn. Oh, no, I think you're right. It's, it's handbook to surviving. For surviving. Fuck. You've dropped Nightblood. Oh, no. What have you? He will unite them, Jack. Since I didn't read Warbreaker, so I don't know anything Jack, about Jack, he will him. unite them. Yeah, yeah. He'll bond the Stormfather, and then he'll learn what honor is, or whatever the f- shit. Uh, so, yeah. Stress of the Emerald Sea. Whatever we said of Frugal Wizard. You mean the Nightmare Painter. Sunlit Man. Defiant. Fairy Tale. Uh, the final... F- Three Wheel of Time books, uh, High Re- and High Republic. Is that all? I did, this that says Fact Puff Rot J. That's from a certain point of view. Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's what that is, baby. 
I didn't put the wait. I mean, we could put the wheel of time. I didn't put the wheel of time because we didn't. Those aren't actually from this year. That's true. Which is just perilous territory. Because if we start <laughs> talking about everything we've seen that's come out from any year, I mean, it's like, well, I watched the Karate Kid this year. Uh, I, I watched. Uh, I watched Planet of the Apes, the first one. I watched eighty. I watched eighty movies this year. <laughs> yeah, right. I watched a ton of movies this year. So. But whatever. I mean, we could. But yeah, if we had a Patreon, we'd do it. Maybe. So if you want to give us money, um. But yeah, the, I would say the big ones that actually came out this year are the Four Secret Projects, for sure, which is with, all by Brandon Sanderson. Also, Defiant, also by Brandon no Sanderson. Sense. That's the fourth and final um, book of the the initial run of the Cytoverse series, which is kind of, at this point, the only other work that he has that he dedicates any amount of time to other than the Cosmere. The Cosmere. And at this point, that's done with, so it's... it's <laughs> Cosmere all the Cosmere all the way down, baby. Like, let's go. He's done with. I think everything else. I don't know if he's ever going to write another like um, Reckoner's book or. Although we should, we should get to, into those at some point. We'll crack. I'm sure at some point we'll actually deplete the Cosmere and then we can crack into those because I think we would like it because it's superheroes. Oh, especially from what I've gathered, it seems like it's kind of just the boys. It's like we live in a world with a bunch of superheroes, and what if there's a team of guys who got together to kill all the superheroes? That's sick. So gotta love that. Uh, but yeah, anyways. Um, fairy tale technically did come out last year, so we can exclude that on technicality. Also, I mean, I'm only one who wrote it, so but that was a um, Stephen King book. I mean, mind you, he has another book that came out this year as well. Mm. That's called Holly, um, which I actually I'm kind of curious. People, there was a lot of discourse about that. I saw about Holly. Oh, I think why so. Something about vaccination. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear about this. You, I, you, 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 I didn't hear about this. You, 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 first, you're telling me not for the first time. You telling me not for the first time. So. Oh, what's another succulent Chinese meal? Can we get them all in? <laughs> Um, that's one where I was like exposed to a, a, a deeper Stephen King interconnected web than I realized because I was like, "Do you mean we already knew?" About my da- so my dad's a big Stephen King reader, right? If you know, I think you know this, right? Everybody's dad's a big Stephen King reader. Is your dad? No. Well, well so- actually, no. We have seen, we have a good number of them in our house. Actually, we had like Firestarter and right. I thought it was your mom. Four seasons. So. Well, whatever. When someone's regardless. Um. So we had Holly on his shelf. I was like, Holly. I was like, Where's it? What's that, Dad? And he's like, Oh no. So because he, my dad's the kind of guy who just sees the new Stephen King book at a bookstore and he'll just grab it. Even when he really doesn't know if he has actual interest in that one. Uh, this was one of those. Because I was... Uh, so then I Googled it and I was like, oh, who's Holly? And I was like, okay, it's about this character that he's written about called Holly, whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. And she first appeared in the three Mr. Mercedes books, which is a trilogy of detective sort of books. Mm, yeah. You know what we've, we've read? I've heard about this. I've seen this. I've seen this here. That's... I've never read I think it's also at... Well, it's like everything he's ever written is in a TV show sooner or later. So yeah. I think those were in a TV show. And then there's also like two other books she's appeared in as a character. Oh, she's in The Outsiders. Mm. Or the Outsider as well, which yeah. is also I got a TV show. I have that one. I, I did a the book. Like, I have the, the book. Show. I have the book. I know Jason Bateman's in the show. Jason Bateman's in the show. Well, apparently the show's very good as well. Again, it's so it's like, and then now she's in, this is a standalone. So I was just like, she's part of this interconnected web of like seven other Stephen King books, which I probably could all stand to read. I'm sure I would enjoy. The Mr. Mercedes one is one that's always piqued my. I've heard that I'm one's sure good. Those are good. Yeah, yeah, I've heard those are good. All that's to say, Sarah tells the book he didn't write last year. <laughs> it's the one he wrote last year, which is, as it sounds, kind of a, his take on a fairy tale, which is to say still kind of fucked up, grim and weird, but um, it's fantastical. It's fairy tale-ish. It's, it's, it's his first foray into fantasy i suppose since like you know uh the dark tower if not his first foray into like a really proper kind of fantasy world mm, not just like where um, he gets to like put everything he could possibly reference into a book about a guy with a gun exactly <laughs> well exactly <laughs> it's what what do you call it when you go into like a into a world uh like a wormhole or like, like a they have a word for that in anime don't they oh isekai is that it i thought yeah. there was like a english word there might whatever be. it's like a it's like a portal 
Maybe that's what I was doing. It's like, por- it's like a portal kind of story where it's like, ooh, look, at there's a different world here. Although, to be fair, in this one, he also brings a gun. He comes into the <laughs> world. Well, he can't. I mean, he can't have a gun. Um, that's re- pretty good. Um, you have not read this, the latter two of the I was, secret projects I was barred here, unfortunately. From also, I haven't finished the the Cytoverse series. I've read the first three this year, um, and I've not actually read Defiant yet. So, Well, I've read the first three, and well, I'm actually I'm on the third. I've read the first two, I finished, and I've read all three of the novellas, and then I'm reading the third, and let's get to the fourth sooner or later. So, um, really, the only <laughs> the only candidates that we both can talk about are Tress of the Emerald Sea and, and Fruit Wizard's Guide. Um, I actually have not also kept up with the High Republic either. I just <laughs> thought it was worth mentioning. I did read Fact Pavarotje, which is pretty good, but it's like a novella. You're not even a novella. It's a it's a collection of short stories, so that's hard to really pair but it's it's a lot of fun i love those books i've talked about them quite a bit on the show because i think they have some real fun dudes in them but as with any short story collection that's like what maybe one fifth of them if you're lucky yeah you know there's also a bunch where i'm like oh i don't really care about this one as much and you're kind of waiting between to get to the really good ones but there's a there's a ballad for the the ewok who dies no that's cool one you know that one someone we all know the Ewok gets shot, or the two Ewoks get shot, and the one gets back up, and he's like shaking his buddy. He'd be like, "Hey, get off!" Oh, and yeah. you're just like, "Holy shit!" Seven year old me couldn't handle it. I mean, I cried, I wept. I was like, "No, not the Ewok! No, no! Damn you! <laughs> damn, damn you, Palpatine! Will your bloodlust never end? Will you ever be sated, man? Hope you don't come back in Episode Nine. Will the cost of your war ever weigh on you, you soulless bastard?" <laughs> Um, so, but basically, I guess what it comes down to is between Tress and Frugal Wizard, which one did you prefer? Tress. Probably Tress. Me too, yeah. I think. As we talked about, uh, two weeks ago. That's right. <laughs> As we just talked about. That's really all there is to it, I suppose. Um, if I had to pick, though, for me. Um. For your money? Yeah, for my money, I think Sun- the Sunlit Man is probably the best of the secret projects for me. Um, Yumi might be my least favorite, but none of them are bad. I will say yeah. that. None of them are bad. That's, again, that's like a... It's like a, it's like a least among equals, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, trust it is excellent. So we could move on. All right, into sci-fi movies here. We saw sixty-five, The Creator, Rebel Moon Part One, Child on Fire, Child Child of Fire. That's not what it is. Did you say Child on Fire? No, it's uh, is it not Child on Fire. Isn't Child of Fire. It, it probably is. Instead of Kid on Fire for this, I feel <laughs> uh, like I was being set on fire. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. They clone Tyrone and Godzilla minus one. I stuck that one in there at the end. Ready? Yeah, because I saw it and I was on the list. Good call. Good call. Jim. Should have done a once over for all of them. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I didn't see they clone Tyrone. Uh, oh, I think another one that fell through the cracks for us. But we saw all the rest of them. Uh, well, well, you saw all of these. I, I didn't saw every single one. Godzilla. Well, the worst one, hundred percent, Rebel Moon. That's right. Um, that movie sucks ass. That's only been out a couple weeks, and we just managed to. Uh, both see it. We meant to talk about it last week, but I couldn't finish it because I fell asleep. Because sort of duty, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's not great. It's just not a very good movie uh, it, for a number of reasons. Um, uh, you know, we talked about it just recently in reference to this, right? Yeah. But you've got your whole vendetta against Zack Snyder's filmmaking. I don't hate him that much, I suppose, but fuck if he's not bad at making movies. He can't make ways. Yeah. It, the the thing is that there's just. There's just kind of nothing to it. He, he, there's nothing to this. It's just kind of like I don't. I don't think there's anything truly like unique or new to this, right? Like, is there any like? 
it's yeah. interesting There's, ideas at all. That's not just kind of... He is hell-bent on having s- as little sci-fi as po- as he can get away with. Yeah, that's that's kind of the big thing. It's like, I was like, there's nothing... Re- I was like, so if I had to kind of think of or define or, or name the one thing from this movie that like, like, oh, what's the weird, interesting kind of sci-fi conceit that Rebel Moon has going for it? There is none. There is none. Like, what? What? what is it? What would it be? Uh, the... Like the mind revival thing at the very, very end. No, maybe. That's not, but that's because people can come back to life because of robots. Dumb robots? No, that's nothing. That's that's the that's, that's all I've. Oh, is of. there a weird is there a weird galaxy spanning <laughs> empire that that's imperialistic and wants to take things over? Fuck, where have I seen that? Oh, everywhere. All of them. There's Griffins. Why? That's not nothing. There's it's a not spider- even a weird, interesting, unique like sci-fi thing fantasy sci-fi creature for him to ride it's just it's just a griffin like okay so in this it's universe a from like narnia where, where earth existed mind you right best we can tell yeah um at some point they just discovered an alien that was identical to a griffin fully identical what the fuck okay fine. and then there's that spider woman there's like a spider creature woman thing and she's like they ruined my planet and you're like okay my yeah. babies can't hatch i'm stealing kids that makes sense i guess okay getting getting political with it zack snyder i can i can fuck with that on the right. slow mo, there's infinite slow mo. God, if there's a slow mo, um, if you sped up all the slow motion scenes in this, it might be you might shave a good ten minutes off this here runtime. I'd hope so. Can't. Yeah, there's nothing to it. It's just it's Seven Samurai on the on the deepest level. I tell you this, like I we knew this, and I think maybe because then you'd seen it and mentioned it to me. Yeah, I didn't appreciate just how Seven Samurai Seven was. Samurai it is. It's the most Seven Samurai movie maybe it's ever been. It's literally because most of this movie it's a two and a half hour movie long hour long movie, right? Two and a half hour ish? Yeah. I think it's two twelve, I think. Okay. Two fifteen or something. And, but it's long. And it's they spend what? A good hour and a half in the middle, basically? Which is just collecting everybody almost. Mm-hmm. It's just we go from place to place and get the, the we're putting the team together. And but we get no we get one scene where we learn about the guy who rides the griffin. Even then don't know that much about him because he doesn't bring the griffin with him somehow there's uh, the whole movie's like again dedicated to kind of trailing around collecting these people and then yet we learn nothing about them except for two specific scenes basically which yeah. is when they're captured at the end and the guy tells us what these people are and why we should know about them and you're like oh shit and then a few minutes after that when they get to the place and someone else mentions like you're this and you're this and you're that and we're gonna do this and you're like oh okay i guess these are all things that they did we didn't see any of this yeah, again they- everyone gets a 15 minute sequence where we come collect them uh it's nothing it's nothing it's, it's a bad movie it's just it's a bad, a terrible I mean, bad there's movie. some interesting again visuals i suppose um but there's no interesting ideas is kind of how I, I feel about it i guess the most interesting thing is the bounty robots that can paralyze you with the weird thing in your neck I think that's asinine. Because why do you need this whole special device that, like, binds you up and paralyzes you, and then you need a weird bolt gun that you slot in? What? And then you, then you pull their neck off. Because when he first did that, we went through this whole convoluted process to, to click in the bolt gun thing and slide it in, and it's got a, it's got a whole display that it just... And shows it, you and you do all this, and then you just pull the thing, and it literally just shoots a bolt into the back of your neck like fucking... No country for old men, and then you're dead. And I was like, "That's it? Like, there's more to that?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh, is he gonna like put a chip in him, or put like a take? Like, is this gonna be like a we can take over and remote control your body? Kind of? No, they just kill you. We just kill you by shooting a like a, a pressurized metal. bolt into your skull, into your brainstem. I guess. Why? Does he think that's cool or interesting? 
He must. Yeah, he, Should we kind of a scene later on where a guy actually does it, and he, and he takes it out really quick and shoves it at a different guy and, use, and shoots him with the bolt? Cool. Wow. And there's, there's a portrayal. Wow, Zack Snyder. This is, your, this is your contribution to sci-fi? Captive bolt guns? I think that was in fucking No Country for Old Men 15 years ago? Yeah. Fuck me. So, by far the worst um, of these. Absolutely. 65 wasn't very good, but Rewound is worse. Um, I I loved the Hunger Games movie. You really did. I really did. Um, it's, and in a lot of ways, it revitalized a bit of my Hunger Games fixation. Your hunger for the games. My hunger for the games. Don't I just... I was like, man, these kicked ass back in the day, and they just... I really remember these. I loved it. I had a great time with it. It's better than I could have really uh, hoped for, I think. The creator was also really good. I don't think... I think for me, I gotta, I'm going to have to give it to The Hunger Games, um, personally. But, obviously, that's with the caveat that, like, The Hunger Games is just kind of a sequel. I mean, it's a prequel, technically. It is literally a prequel, but it's an established universe, is all I'm saying. The creator, you got to give credit where credit's due for being a piece of truly unique sci-fi, right? Which maybe we don't have enough of nowadays. So, you know, it gets points for that. Compared to Rebel Moon, which is unique sci-fi that's not really unique at all, the creator actually has some stuff going for it. Um, You know, and there was this whole vibe going into this year of like, oh, these are both Star Wars-esque kind of deal. They, they have Star Wars vibes at least, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's really fair to say either these are like Star Wars imitators, ultimately. But they had they do have the kind of aesthetic similarities to Star Wars. Mm. I would say my two favorites are probably the, the creator. Uh, I know some, I know there was one account where this guy, this like veteran who like analyzes war movies and stuff, because that was his own trauma. He hated the creator and he really didn't like it. And I was like, oh, that sucks. So, Why was that? I didn't watch this whole video, but I know he didn't like it. He, <laughs> okay. pre- he prefaced it. I think. I, well, like, was it? I, I think he didn't like its portrayal of war or the military or something to that effect. He didn't. He didn't enjoy it, how it did it. Um, but I liked it. I guess to say that I thought it was good. Again, like you said, I agree with the like more unique sci-fi um, set in our world. It does robots in like kind of a fun way. Um, John David Washington actually does a good acting performance instead of Answer Dam, where he was terrible. Uh, maybe I think he was actually maybe a good actor like that. And I'd probably say my second. It's good in Tenet. How do we say that? Yeah. We like him in that. Don't yeah. we? Uh, I don't know. Because that one I can't tell because he's called the protagonist. I'm like, is he supposed to be wooden? That's kind of the whole point. That one's harder to tell. He, he, Christopher Nolan kind of gave him a free pass with that one, calling him just the protagonist. Get away with murder with that one. Yeah, he, I, I mean, he really did. And he's Chris Nolan, so we can kind of distract you by with all his bobs and backwards time. Well, yeah, it's not a very acting heavy movie. No, no. He just kind of goes to a lighthouse and is like... Goes backwards a bunch. Oppenheimer. And you th- talk about him. Um, uh, but yeah, I I would say that's part of it's hard second. for me to buy into the whole... Uh, and we talked about this at the time, but it didn't necessarily completely win me over to the idea that these androids are alive, I guess. Which yeah. I don't know what that says about me or us, that we're... Can't find love in our hearts for the... Well, it's interesting because you like Westworld, and you are like, but Jack, the robots are people. I do, because to me, the whole point of the thing that that show does so well is that they grow and kind of live... Like, they don't... You, you don't just spawn one that's fully formed. The thing is that they, they grow and learn, and like people, and they become alive over time, which I guess the creator kind of portrays. But not as... not as doesn't have as much time to do so, I, if it does. That's probably the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I understand that. And they're not all... They can't all be equal. I don't know. Like, some of them have to just be robots, I think. 
Because yeah. even Westworld has that distinction. They're not all alive. They're yeah. not all aware. Not like, all the hosts reach finally that their maze. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I don't know, but um, it's 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 fine nonetheless. Yeah. I don't know, or it's good. It's not even fine. It's good. It's good. I would give my second spot to probably Godzilla minus one, because uh, I thought it was a good Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a return to form. We didn't talk about it on the show, but it's uh, it's it's not uh, Kong X Godzilla, a new empire. It's what if Godzilla was a metaphor again and was the horrors of war. Good. And it, it was good. Uh, it's that is good. There's not Godzilla is used as much as he is supposed to be used, or it's like sparingly. Spar- sparingly, yes. Good. There's a much more human comp- element to it. The main character is pretty, pretty pretty traumatized right? by more. Well yeah, well done for sure. That sounds good. That sounds like what I would want out of Godzilla. I'd, I'd uh, feast my peepers on that one. I think you should. I think Clint Tyrone was good. I watched if that. only to better critique Godzilla X Kong, but he runs. New Empire God. We're, we're running. Th- whatever the fuck that movie's called when it oh, comes out. Oh God, please let it end. <laughs> exactly. That's how I'm. Please feeling. release me. Release me. That's what I'm saying. Believe, <laughs> believe. So is the consensus going to be the creator then? Yes, I think Creator wins out for us. Hunger Games really good, but again, I, I, I wouldn't feel right giving it best sci-fi spot for this personally. I don't know if it fits into better anywhere else necessarily, but I just yeah, that, that's a weird one because it's like just, it's like The Last of Us. The Last of Us also almost it's true. Put. Yeah, it's tough. It's t- it's technically sci-fi, but like if you yeah, I guess you have to decide if it's if this is like a, a dystopia. Right, is dystopia its own genre? Is it a subgenre of sci-fi? Probably, usually, but then sometimes it's not really very science. Fi- but I mean, it depends on what is science fiction, right? Yeah, how far does sci-fi have to be to be sci-fi? What's- right, like The Last of Us is ultimately about a societal collapse as a result of a global pandemic. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that science fiction? Yeah, t- that's science. That's a science-based premise, right? Yeah, but, but it's like it's less so. It's, it's certainly not like spaceships and laser guns or whatever the fuck. No, it's, just, like, it's like a thing that almost maybe happened. Right, exactly. That's like that's a little closer to home. Silo, we didn't even mention because we hadn't watched it, but Silo is like the same kind of thing. It's like a it's like a dystopian or not mean dystopian because post apocalypse and dystopia are different, distinct. Yeah, because post apocalypse is like no society, but dystopian is like society has become society. Dystopia could be like the beginnings of a societal collapse, or sometimes like in the Hunger Games or like Defiant or something. It's post post apocalypse. Yeah, it's results of it. Which I guess post-apocalypse is already, that's what that means, right? But it's yeah. after the apocalypse and they've started to... They've, it, it's after the apocalypse and they've rebuilt enough that they can do society it's still again. It's shit. It's a shit society. Yeah. It's all so, feudal yeah, but whatever. stuff. So I would say the Hunger Games is technically, by any definition, sci-fi. But yeah, it doesn't really fit the same as these. But it, again, very good. So much better than I ever would have thought. I, I really, I loved it. Honestly, I really did. Excellent. All right, next one. Next one we have. Uh, comedy shows, comedy which again, show. I think we had more of this year. Oh no, no way! Well, actually, I take that back because almost everything in this list was in <laughs> was in the list last year because comedy shows have been the only thing in Hollywood for years now that is consistent about actually putting out a show every year, a season every year. But we got Archer, Shorzy, Letterkenny, Dave, The Santa Clauses, Our Flagman's Death, Poker Face, Reservation Dogs, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and South Park. So I think for ones we actually covered on the show, it's just going to be Dave, Sunny, Sunny, and Poker Face, South Park a little bit, and yeah, Poker Face sure. a little bit. Um, I have seen Shorzy, Letterkenny, The Santa Clauses, Our Flag Means Death. I've not actually finished Reservation Dogs. I'm not actually finished Archer or Letterkenny yet because Letterkenny's new season was like literally it's the day after it's Boxing Day every year. So, yeah. um, I could not omit them though because Letterkenny and Archer are both done. 
The Dun Dun. Series finales this year. Wow. Which, those are two of, like, my big ones. Those are on the, the Mount Rushmore for me, probably. I always try to, I've, for some reason, comedy shows in particular, I have a hard time, like, I'm like, oh, I want to pin them down, right? Yeah. But I think the thing that I came to is probably, like, top three live action kind of mm. comedy shows is probably It's Always Sunny, Letterkenny. What's number three? It's either Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Or it's, um, oh, I just had it. Where'd it go? Or, or Dave, actually. Right here. That's where, that's where it went. No. Right there. Um, dep- I guess depending on the day, I don't know. I would say, I mean, Seinfeld's great, but it's it's weird because it's kind of an abstraction to us, right? And that, yeah. It's a, this old show that came out decades ago. Because I'm right. I'm, I'm, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I watched it. I, think the, I was watching the first season with my mom, and they're making like tons of references. Yeah, we've talked. Oh, I think we've had this. Yeah. We've yeah. so many times. And my mom's like, what? do you know who these people are? <laughs> you say the same anecdote yeah. like six times on this show. I'm certain of it. That's what podcasts are for. Right. But yeah, it's got that thing, right? It's it's this weird, it's this distant kind of thing to us. It's not really the same. It's not something we experienced in real time, but, but it's, it's it's incredible. But everything that we watch is a direct result of it. So it's, it's like, I we think al- that's very true. We almost have to watch it to understand where it all comes from. It's like studying the classics, if the classics were a guy who said the N-word after the show ended. <laughs> um, right. But anyways, that's all to say, Letterkenny, one of my favorites, for sure. Letterkenny is definitely in the top. It's probably in the top two, undeniably. Um, again, that third that third place spot's the only one that's in, in contention. Mm-hmm. I love it. I've t- tried in vain to get you to watch it. Um, I think you would like it quite a bit. I've watched some of it years ago. There you go. I really do think it's great. And now I've got no reason, because I, I can't convince you to watch it to f- catch up for the season, because it's done. It's passed me by. But it's it's incredible. I just, I don't know. I don't know what else to really say. It's shorter seasons. I mean, it's like a comedy show. There's not a lot to like. You can't. It's not really it's pick sh- apart. Either like it's yeah. It's either like it's, it's funny comedy or it's not, or right? Yeah. I mean, um, but I think going on the shows we did watch. Obviously, Sunny takes it for me because I only watched two of them. Sunny and yeah. Dave. Uh, I would say season two of Dave much better than season one. Season one first two episodes. This is season three. Oh, season three. My apologies. I had forgotten. <laughs> I'd watched all three seasons this year. So it's true. It all well, yeah, you watched it all in about a week, like you do. So yeah. But so I will say season two is better than season one. But the season that came out this year, season three. It's probably the best so far. Dude, it's gotta be. It's a Brad Pitt episode. Well, Harrison Ave still one of, I saw, I think it was Variety, one of the top 10 episodes of TV this year, and I don't think I can disagree. Harrison Ave is awesome. That's the one where they're filming the music video. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. That's re- I That's thought a it was a very good really, one. And the, like the whole, it's a very, it's a very good self contained kind of narrative, and it's dealing with him and with his other. Supporting cast, right? Emma mm. is kind of because she's directing, and he won't let her direct, and then he eventually like relents on that. And I was like, oh shit, actually, maybe you do. And the whole arc narrative of the whole thing, where he's all like, oh, I don't know, you broke my heart, and she's like, eh, hey, maybe be an adult about it. And he's like, fuck, fuck, God, I didn't think of that. And maybe like, it was years shit. ago, and I had my own problems, huh? And it's like, whoa, maybe you did. Whoa, I don't know. I think it's sick. I think it's a cool song. We've woven throughout it all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sick episode, sick season. Um. Shorzy, which is a Letterkenny spinoff. Very funny as well. Um, and that's going to probably continue now that Letterkenny's done with. Again, Archer, like I said, um, I have not finished with the like season finale, or the series finale. They did they did like an extra long, I think three part proper series finale, because they didn't actually know it was done. And so it was going to, you know, it didn't end properly. So then they were like, all right, we'll give you this to, to end it off with. I like Archer a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's kind of formative for me. It's one of my like, Pantheon. If I would say if I had to go animated, right? Yeah, it's probably Archer, South Park, and I don't know something else. Rick and Morty. 
Probably Rick and Morty, or maybe Family Guy. But then Family Guy's Family Guy's not really like good like that, is it? It's good to just watch and like turn your brain off. Yeah, catch an episode in like a hotel room or something. Yeah, or at three a.m. when you right. when you're like delirious. But it's like if you seek out Family Guy to like watch it, like God, I gotta it I time, gotta catch up the new season. I just don't think it really works like that, you know? No, it's like I don't know. There's like a lot of great episodes you can think of, but it's also been going for thirty years, so. The probably the ratio to good to bad is cannot be that great. It's like the Simpsons. It's like the sure. It's like the Simpsons. Simpsons are maybe good again. I've heard. Yeah. I don't. I'll never watch them. I, that same thing probably applies to South Park. If I think too hard about it, because I'm like, well, I have all my favorite episodes of South Park, right? Yeah. But it's like, what about everything betwixt those? Are those good or not? I don't know. But um. Anyways, that's to say that Archer is. I I gotta admit though, has been on the decline in recent years. No. But it's still like I'm kind of sad to see it go. I think. So it's the it's the end of an era in a way, um. But yeah, in terms of the ones we all actually saw, oh, Reservations Dog also that's finished. That was yeah. a smaller run though. So yeah, seasons. I gotta finish that up. Um. Yeah, that's a great show as well. It's very funny. Um, and it's got it's got some true heart to it as well. You know. Yeah. If you can if you can imagine such a thing, I a can comedy show with heart. I can I can fathom it in my mind. But I think yeah, the frontrunner's got to be it's always sunny, Dave, and then I don't know Letter Kenny, if only for like a. Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, for first <laughs> time. Funny favorite funny shows. Um, I don't know. I think to me, I got to give it over Dave. Over it's always. I mean, what was the great Always Sunny's episode this year? We had the bowling one, which is really re- we really had was uh, quite good. Frank playing chess. I don't know if I love that one though. Really? I don't know. What are the episodes from this year? Let me look. I don't know. That's what I mean. Well, I'm gonna look them up. I have a bad memory, so I can't uh, use that as a thing as an excuse against it. Let's see here. There's the um, so season sixteen has the gang inflates cheese one. The gang, Frank's every mem- a member of the gang. The gang gets cursed. Frank versus Russia. Celebrity booze, the ultimate cash grab. That one's pretty good. Risky Rats, Pizza and Amusement Center. The gang goes bowling. Dennis takes a mental health day. Now, I will say, I, those those middle, like, four, very solid. First two, I didn't like very much. Third is pretty good, and eight's pretty good. But four through seven, I think, are solid episodes, through and through. Um, so, I'm going to give it to this Always Sunny. I'm going to edge them out. Damn. This is, yeah, I hate to see it, but. I don't think it is, and I don't think again. There's some good ones in there for sure, but I don't think it has anything that touches Harrison Ave or the whatever the last one was called, the season season finale, the one with Brad Pitt. I mean, come right? On. Yeah. That was good. Come on, man. Brad Pitt's in a whole episode. That is good. Or the fucking the the Met Gala one. Incredible. He's just he's just fighting with Jack Harlow. <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> that was funny. That's funny as shit. I don't remember. It very, I guess I don't remember it very well. They're just like beefing, and he's just like I don't know. It's just and, yeah. it's in that big globe suit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right. Let me move on then. And the next one is, what is it? I think it's sports movies. So it won't be too long. We have uh, Creed 3. We have Next Goal Wins. We have Gran Turismo, based on a true story. And Ferrari. Um, now, I'll tell you this much for free listeners. I saw Ferrari narrated to this day of recording, the 30th of January. Nope. December 2023. That movie fucking sucks. It's bad. Don't watch it. It's just, it's aimless. They, imagine House of Gucci, but there were more cars driving around, and you, you kind of got it. A bunch of people die at one point. It's in a very grisly... Oh, is it the, um... Oh, what's that called? I'm aware of this. It's the Milan or whatever. Milan? Uh, it's some race, some European race. It has an yeah. M in it. It's like this disaster where a car goes into the crowd and it kills like 80 people? Is this the one? No, no. Oh, it kills like okay. eight. Oh, okay. There was a thing. I'm not going to find it. But there was like the worst version of this where a car flies in the crowd and literally killed like 80 people. Jesus. That's two. That's We're two for two, though. 
Oh, yeah. On, uh, oh, it was, it was the Le Mans disaster. 82 people died, more than 100 spectators injured. That's, like, unbelievable, right? Yeah, jeez. 1955. This is two years after that. It's crazy, too, because they couldn't have even been going that fast. No. Maybe. I mean, they're probably going quite fast. Not as fast as today's racers. No, this is, let's say, 125 miles per hour. That's fast, but, yeah, that's not, like, unbelievable. My car can go 140. Can it really, though? Well, that's what, it, that's what the thing goes up to, right? It says it can. <laughs> it says, it's got the numbers for my it. Car, my car would blow up if it reached 90. <laughs> car would not do well. She's, I mean, maybe in 2009 when they built her, maybe uh-huh. she'd be a... But it's been a mighty long 15 years since then. Yeah, it caused... I don't know why. 14 years. What does it have to do with Switzerland? Because obviously Le Mans, it happened at 24 Hours of Le Mans. But it says it caused Switzerland to institute a, nation, a nationwide ban on motorsports altogether that lasted until 2022. That was just last year. <laughs> like 70 years. Well, well, Europe always does that. They'll always be like, well, have it in another country? Can't do it in ours. Thanks, Switzerland, you jackasses. Bunch of cowards. Oh, look, it's it's the black hat lady from Rebel Moon. <laughs> you name anything about her character? She's got swords. She's got light, light, looks like, lightsaber looks like your fu- swords. Looks like you had a fucking child draw this character. <laughs> but um, anyway, Gran Turismo also had a fatal motor crash in it. He did. But oh, it was fine. Um... Nesco Nesco one was also fine. I think Nesco one's probably better than Gran Turismo, but I think it's got to be by far the best one in here is Creed three. Oh, absolutely! Which is crazy to think, right? Third Creed movie. What does that make it? The ninth Rocky movie. Somehow they're still making good ones of these. They they can still make them. They get you every time, man. It's like I'm gonna do a fight at the end, and we're gonna you're gonna think I'm not gonna win the fight, and then I'll win the fight. And it's God, does it not work every time, Jack? Yeah. I mean, come on. We're back at it. We're so back. We're so back. Also, as Jonathan Majors, he takes his, he took his role too seriously. It seems oh, like. Oh, hey, I can't remember. Oh, right, so the best one, Creed. Worst one, Ferrari. So with that, very quickly, we'll move on uh, to. If you can believe, listeners, we're actually running out of topics. Um, we're going to most nepo baby. We've returned. We've returned Back again. to this well. It's a little bit. It's a little bit shorter than it was last year because we had less examples of nepo babies. I think in. Uh, working this year there's a le- little bit less nepo baby content out in the world but we do have returning jack quaid from oppenheimer for oppenheimer jamie lee curtis the bear for the bear nick cage for renfield and crimson arrow. arrow bryce dallas howard for her directorial efforts on season two of the mandalorian so, three. sorry season three of the mandalorian and john david washington as we mentioned in the creator and i can't remember how do we do this I don't remember either. <laughs> I think we could decide. It's either the best one or the one that. I mean, the most Nepo Bay would suggest who got their role because, because of nepotism and not because they were good at the thing, right? So you could argue it should be the worst one. But I mean, it's mostly just for fun. We don't really. Yeah. These are all. Every one of these, especially every one of these. I guess Jack D- Jack Quaid and John David Washington are the most recent. Ones, but even then, they've both been working for several years now. I would perhaps Nick Cage, Jamie Lee Curtis have a decades-long careers, yeah. so it's hard to one Oscars, and right? Shit. I mean, whatever they're started, it's just it's just a fun thing we do. This is just memes mostly. I think we like at last year. I'm sure we said the same thing. We like Jack Quaid the most. <laughs> He's our boy. He's our boy. He's David Quaid's boy. Dennis uh, Quaid's boy. I like Bryce Dallas Howard quite a bit as well. Nick Cage didn't impress me this year, so my, does know. he ever impress? Every time in the new Nick Cage movie comes out, they go, Nick Cage's best performance. I don't know. You you saw, um, what's it called last year? A Bird Nick Cage's best performance. Yeah. <laughs> you also? <laughs> yes. Is he busy about this? 
His best performance. So I saw someone say this year that he has the best like filmography of anyone living or something, and I was like, Oh, De Niro's still alive. Just because he's been in lots of movies. I think it's still alive, too. And stuff, and like, oh, look, he's been in a bunch of movies. You know, Caprio's also movies. still alive. Well, cause, I guess it's because he's been in so, like, such a spectrum, right? Yeah. Such a variety of crazy... But I'm like, here's the thing. Here's the question. Has he been in anything good? Has he ever been in any, like, a truly great movie? I mean, what's, we always forget, but what's the one you want to Oscar for? Magnolia, I think. What's that? I don't know. Is that a movie people have seen? Are we just idiots? Um, I'll give it a googs. The thing we do, like, I think every time we record. Lord of Death, you know, he's in... That's a, that's got Ethan Hawke in it. I don't know. What else is he even in? He's in The Happening. Is he? No, he's in The He's knowing. in The Wicker Man. He's in The Knowing. And he's in Wicker Man. He's in Wicker Man. He's in Con Air, but that's not a good movie. Is that a good movie? It can't be, right? Uh, oh, Leaving Las Vegas, he's the winner for. That's it. We always forget. And I don't know what that movie's about. I don't either. So I'm going to give it to him, I think, because I think his output was worse this year, so... Absolutely. Jack Quaid was great in Oppenheimer. Jamie Lee Curtis killed in that episode of The Bear. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Very good director. She I is think. actually probably good. Yeah. She she probably secondary. Because was that... I mean, again, we didn't love that season of... The Mandalorian. Mandalorian either way. Her episode yeah. was fine, though. It's the one with Lizzo. So, I mean, some people hate it. We, we could take it. But it's got the dread bar, and that's so much fun. And the, Yeah, it is fun. And the creator was good, like we said. So The baby was his baby the whole time, I guess. Yeah, something like that. It was his son and... And he, he, within the course of like about a week, he was like, I guess I love robots. That's fine. I guess. I guess, I yeah. guess that works. I guess America lost the war in Southeast Asia again. I guess that works. All right. We're moving. due, you know? Yeah, we're, you know, it's it's coming up. And don't worry, we'll get Taiwan. Um, so moving on. Next one. Uh, video games. Video games. You can do video games again, too, because you put like a million on these and I right. played <laughs> two of them. Well, yeah. Jedi Survivor, Hogwarts Legacy, Forspoken, The Resident Evil 4 Remake. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, or some some such. Starfield, Alan Wake 2, Mario Bros. Wonder, Payday 3, Baldur's Gate 3, Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo 4, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Spider-Man 2, and Atomic Heart. So, uh, there's quite a lot. Um, just because I wanted to catch, well, everyone we've played, and then also ones that I felt were worth mentioning. Um... For one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Or ones that I would like to, like I wish I'd gotten to, right? Like I kind of meant to. So like, okay, Hogwarts Legacy I haven't actually played yet, but I really would like to. Forspoken, I don't, I guess I, I could have left off Forspoken. Because that, that was a game that was only really notable for this year for being bad, I guess. Um, the Resident Evil 4 remake I'd also like to see. I wanted to pick your brain about Armored Core 6 if you had any interest in that. I have no idea what that is. Oh, really? Because it's from software. I'm not familiar. Oh, it's the big mech one, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I did hear stuff about that. No, I, no, I remember. Um, it's kind of it's a, it's a real departure. It's nothing like their other games, but I think because they made it, it actually got more people to play it. Probably on board. I think so. I, I've I think I've seen that one. It's just like if you like a game where you just shoot air rockets at a bunch of shit, you know, love this game. That's what I heard about. It. Which hey, sometimes sometimes you that from a game. I can enjoy a mech game. I like I like Titanfall and stuff. So I don't know. I just thought I'd mention it. Um, Alan Wake Two is in the discussion for like game of the year. Really. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3, Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Baldur's Gate 3 already won. Well, I know, but Spider-Man 2, they, they were all up. Spider-Man 2 is obviously one we haven't played because we don't have PlayStations, but... People were crying that didn't win. Were they? Yeah, they, they were really... There was a broad know, it's, discourse. It's tough with sequels, man. Yeah. People were all like, it's ass that we're using, it shouldn't have won. Like, That's kind of like... I, I don't have any skit in this fight, ultimately, right? Yeah, um, we didn't play either game. Because I didn't play... I've not played either Spider-Man or anything, and I just... But it does seem to me, I was like, well, 
if you thought the first Spider-Man was really that great and groundbreaking and stuff, how can this one also just win, right? Yeah. How it just it, doesn't feel like it did enough. Can't be groundbreaking if you use all the same fucking pieces. And that's kind of what I saw a lot of people were kind of saying. is like, well, it's kind of just more of the same, which isn't a bad thing. That makes for a fun, compelling game. But does that make for a win, like a game of the year, like revolutionary kind of game? I don't think I don't so. think it should. No, me neither. But again, I don't care. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 is another one I would really love to play. That The thing is, that just finally dropped, I think it was just this month, to Xbox. Because when it first came out, it wasn't. And wow. it seemed like the Xbox port was going to be a ways away. Um, but I guess they cracked it out a little quicker than I would have thought. Yeah. It was less than, I mean, I, I was obviously within the same year. Yeah. Um, so I really mean to get that eventually. That's the type of game that's going to be an absolute time sink for me like oh yeah it's like you can easily sink hundreds and hundreds of hours that's what i've seen and it's it seems incredible it's got if i had played even a minute of it i would have picked it because by all accounts it is unbelievable um (laughs) despite all the uh D &D ranting we just kind of did it's basically (laughs) D &D the game right oh yeah um well well, yeah i think it's i mean it's really set in a in D &D world Baldur's gates a location yeah yeah so it's uh, the thing with video games. I've been a lot more cautious, I guess, this year um, about getting games. Mm-hmm. Basically, just so I don't um, end up ugh, end up with at the end of the year here like fifteen games that I started but didn't finish. Because even then, even as is, I have a bunch of games I started and didn't finish this year. But like, I I would like to get to Hogwarts. I would like to get to maybe Alan Wake. Although it's like, do I go play Alan Wake one? Like one because I've never played that. Yeah, I still have to finish Control, which is another game. It's, it's the same Company. studio there. Um, I don't give a shit about Tears of the Kingdom. What, do you have anything to say about Tears of the Kingdom? Because <laughs> um, this is another front runner for Game of the Year. Yeah. But I thought the same thing thought about Spider-Man, right? That's reusing. Which is like, if Breath of the Wild was this revolutionary, how can Tears of the Kingdom also be? It's, it almost feels... Does this make any sense? It almost feels like it's detracting from the previous one. Somehow. Because if you're just like, oh, I guess Spider-Man 2 is the best one too. It's like, wait, but it doesn't have all the... It's not a sh- innovation that the previous one did. So what does that really say about that one? I would have to uh, agree, especially since they just take away all the abilities from the last one and give you four new ones, which I think is the worst. I don't like that because I, I have not played Breath of the Wild and maybe I'll play it and maybe I won't. I've, I'm real on the fence because as I've said before, I don't like that the weapons break and maybe I'm take- holding out of that too much and maybe I'm not. Um... But I do like the like cool little ice and freeze t- free stationary abilities. They're they're interesting, but they take those all away and give you four new ones. And I'm like, why wouldn't you just let me keep the four I already liked and then just give me the other? Keep let me have four new ones. So I don't love that. It's like in the thing these these ones don't have really much of a story to speak of, from what I've understood. Not what I understand either. And it's like I don't know. It's it, I thought we were kind of in an age where it's like people are getting more and more sick of. Just open worlds for the sake of being... Because it was such a trend for such a long time in gaming where mm. everything had to have an open world. And we've now kind of, I think there's, to a degree, rolled back on that where people are wanting more like... Linear, hey, like... give me a linear story if it's good and that can be cool. Um, and so, I don't know. It's something like this which is just... There's not really any story to speak of. It's just an open world. Run around and find all the stuff. And especially, again, I don't know. I've not played either of them, so I, we don't really have any skin in this fight either. But yeah. it's just interesting. I think there's just such a blatant double standard, I guess, is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Because for some reason, this is somehow one of the best games ever made. When it's like, is this not the same? It's an open world. Yeah. No, it's also the same map, which I know has been like 
probably overstated because they added areas or whatever, but... Yeah, they had the sky and the underground. The sky, they, they added above and below or whatever the fuck. But then I've even seen people be like, okay, but the below doesn't really... It's not all that much to be like, oh, this is basically a new game. I, I don't know. I know the big thing that people love is the building. That's what I would say. I'd say that but was... But then it's like, what even is that, right? If your favorite part of this Zelda game was the weird mechs you could create, like, what the... What? The weird contraptions. Like, that's not... Is that anything? I guess that's... Uh, but... I don't know. I feel like that's kind of how it was in Breath of the Wild, though. Is that you just kind of use all the items to kind of kill all the enemies in fun new ways, and you run around and find. I just new mean that, that. I just mean the specific, like I'm going to build this like contraption because you've seen the stuff, right? I saw. Yeah, they build rocket like a, ships and they build a train and trains and shit. And it's like okay, but that's surely that you've gotten quite a bit away from the kind of idea of this Zelda game where he traditionally runs around with like a sword and a bow and arrow. Yeah, that's true. Or right? bombs. Or, yeah, I don't know. I don't, again, I don't give a shit. We should probably focus on the games we've actually played. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, okay. I think I played Mario Wonder and that's the only game played I played Wonder. on this entire list. <laughs> and I didn't even finish well, it you yet. played Jedi Survivor? Oh, I did play Survivor. My apologies. I did play Survivor. Um, and that one wins because it's the only one I played all the way to the end. And it's very good. Um, Mario Wonder uh, is good. It's back, for those who don't know, it's a 2D Mario, but it's not like New Super Mario Bros. as they've been doing for the last decade odd, which everyone's getting really tired of. It's very, it's a very like safe art style. It's not they don't. It's not a lot of like new interesting stuff. And no wonder they kind of just were like, what if we just did a, a weird one? So it's a whole new art style. Um, there's a lot more animations. There's like a power turns into an elephant. You can play as a bunch. You can play as like Daisy and Peach and Yoshi and shit. Um, and each level has like a, a wonderful. Can Yoshi ride Yoshi's? Yes. Wow. I believe. Slaving his own. <laughs> hey, he's the worst. You know, class is really the great divide. It's not about Yoshi's and Mario's. Yeah, it's it's about, about rich Yoshi's, Yoshi's and poor Yoshi's. Rich Yoshi's and poor <laughs> Yoshi's. <laughs> Same old story. Wow. Yoshi's riding Yoshi's. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, good? Good game? Yes, I think it's good. Uh, I think it's. A breath of fresh air for Mario, and I think if they're willing to do that for the 2D games, I'm very excited for the, the new 3D, the next 3D one, whenever they make it. Because mm-hmm. Odyssey was very good, and I really, really, really loved Odyssey as it fucking ever. So do you? Do you fuck with Mario like that then? Or? I fuck with Mario like that. Okay, I can fuck around and find out. I don't give a shit. I know you don't. I know you hate. You didn't. You didn't like Galaxy. You like Sonic. You like Shadow I the Hedgehog. Like, I kind of like Sonic, but I don't know if I've ever like. When's the last time I played a Sonic game that I actually cared about? But it's either. in your heart, though. I don't know. I don't want. Like, but what's more, Sonic fan than hating Sonic? Nothing. They all hate that's, Sonic. Kind of so true. They so all hate, true. and for good reason. I'm so real for that. <laughs> you you are so real for that. Here's my thing. I don't know if this is anything or this is just me trying to justify it for myself. But I really do feel like kid games are different than kid. Because I don't want to be that guy. Like, oh, you playing a kid's game. Right, I don't. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, but especially because when we we come on here and we talk about kids and and whatever, like I don't know, whatever the market is for fucking Marvel movies or whatever. Yeah, tweens. Like we talk about that shit all the time on here. I got no problem talking about a an animated film, right? That is clearly marketed towards kids. But something about I don't know. I feel like a because a movie is a movie, right? Whether it's a kids movie or a, it can still be entertaining that you sit there and watch. But something about a video games where I'm sitting there and playing it. I need it to be a little more engaging, I think, mm-hmm. somehow. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I can kind of get that. I really do find it hard. I've, I'm sure I've ranted about this before about Nintendo and stuff, and I don't know why they get such a glowing reputation for making. I don't know. I guess I don't want to say that. I don't know. I feel like on some level, their games have to be easier to make because they aren't taking the big risks a lot of times. It's just you make a Mario game, and people are going to like it because it's Mario and it's platforming, it's whatever, right? Yeah. 
Does that make any sense? No, maybe I, I'm not giving them enough credit, but I guess I guess I've also I get what you're saying because people, I mean, they fucking come their pants over Sunshine and 64 and Galaxy, and I do have fun playing those games. But 64, if you've played that game, it is janky as fucking shit. It is infuriating to play when you're slipping and sliding around, you're clipping off the fucking platforms, and it's just like make a game that works, please. Well, it's like they can be very fun to play in the moment for sure, but I just don't think it has the depth. No, I don't think so. Right? Even I, the new I, ones, even Mario Wonder. I'm yeah, sure I, yeah. I think I, yeah, I would not play Mario game for the depth. I think if you're playing a Mario game for the depth, you need to play more games. But I don't even mean depth of like I don't even. It needs to have a super compelling story, but there's not a, like a depth of gameplay. Gameplay loop. No, yeah, right? no. It's, you're, just, you're jumping on a platform, and, and then and then, and then a little that, Goomba comes at you, and you jump over the Goomba. Right, Cloud on the crew. Yeah, um, I can totally agree with that. See, again, the big ones I want to touch on are Baldur's Gate three, probably Alan Wake, and Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, oh, and the Resident Evil four remake. But the thing again, like I said, I this year I was like, well, I can just wait, right? Because if I yeah. had bought all these games when they come out, I would be at a point where I'm. Whatever, three hundred dollars sunk horror, and still have not finished. Not any a of game that. richer, right? So I can just wait because games go on such big sales, even still nowadays, right? Yeah, they cost seventy dollars when they're new, or whatever, and you still you can wait six months and they'll be forty. They'll put something. them. They'll put so, them on Game Pass and we'll. And they'll, or they'll put them on Game Pass and I won't have to pay for them at all. Like, so, the, like the Guardians of the Galaxy games you right. bought, and there was like, oh, there it is on Game. And Pass. now I've never finished it. I've split. <laughs> See, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm not finishing like two year old games. So, um. But the ones on here I did play, other than Jedi Survivor, like we talked about, is Starfield, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, and uh, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora. Now, of those, I've only finished Jedi Survivor <laughs> as well, because uh, again, see, you see what I mean? I got Starfield, Avatar, and Mirage all all in the pipeline. Um, Avatar I just got for Christmas. I mean, it just came out this month, so yeah. that one's I'm I'm very much in progress of. I'm enjoying it quite a lot, but it's exactly what I expected and what we talked about, like when we got the trailer, which is like, oh, this is clearly just going to be. Far Cry, but Avatar, right? And, and it was. Not, it, and it is, and that's fine, but that's exactly what expected to be, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it's also not, again, like anything revolutionary or mind-blowing, right? Mm. Um, As- Assassin's Creed Mirage was a big disappointment for me. Oh, really? Uh, well, maybe that's putting a bit too strongly. I don't know. They, they Part of the marketing was like, oh, it's a return to form. It's, it's Assassin's Creed like you remember it. It's really not, though. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, part of it is that it was, it's a... Uh, it was meant to just be an expansion for oh. Valhalla that they've they at some point decided to package as its own game. And I Ooh, think that never also a good shows. Sign. Yeah, it's not super. There's not a lot of depth to that either. Um, the big one worth talking about is probably Starfield. Mm-hmm. This has caused a ton of discourse this year. Yeah. Um, about like like everything. Like, can Bethesda even make games anymore? <laughs> like, is their whole formula ruined? Is there anything? Like, why why are they even trying? What is this? Is is you know, Elder Scrolls Six gonna suck. What's happening? Is Todd Howard a liar and a false god? <laughs> was he know. never really? Was he never really good? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Are they? Are any of their games good actually? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I like Starfield quite a lot. Um, now, I'm a big Bethesda fanboy in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. As we talked about on here, right, a couple weeks ago. I love Fallout. It's probably my favorite video game series that exists. So. When people are like, oh, Starfield was kind of a disappointment. It's kind of just Fallout in space. I'm like, well, that's that's all right. That's what you paid for. That's kind of what I expected. That's yeah. pretty much exactly what I wanted. So I'm just sitting here playing like, whoa, guys, can you see? It's like it's Fallout, Fallout in space. space. Like, I can't believe it's Fallout in space. What so, the fuck? That's the thing of it. Like, I liked it. <laughs> I am enjoying it pretty much. Um, but I can't. 
disagree. Can good with, conscience disagree? I can't disagree with because I am like, well, you're not wrong. I just don't care. But that's well, what you want, right? Yeah, it's one man's trash, another man's Bethesda game. Exactly. Exactly. So, again, I can't really argue that. Like, even then, it's probably a worse execution of of their thing than like Fallout Four and the space travel thing, which should be the center point of it all. Is a bit clunky, and it's like it it'll end up being a lot of menus, right? Mm-hmm. There's not really a super satisfying way to travel between space because you just sit in your ship and then you point at the planet, like, oh, okay, that's the planet you need to go to, and then you just hit a button and then you just do a zip there. You do a loading screen and then you're there, and then you do it again. Like you can't actually travel long distances. Not that you would want to, because when you're gonna sit in your spaceship for six hours while it moves, but I I don't know for a game that's centered around that, right? It's like there isn't as much of a flow because one of the things about like fallout games, right? Is that you can kind of just pick a direction and walk and you're going to find a thing that's going to lead you to another thing. And you find that, Oh, and then you're distracted off by this thing and you go over there and before you know it, you're zip zapping all over the map and there's lots of interesting fun things to find. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this, you land on a planet, you go to the thing you have to go to, and then you have to get back in your ship and leave. So there is no, none of that continuity. You don't kind of lose yourself. You can't lose yourself because there's not really that much to find. And these planets are, procedurally generated which means that there's always technically something to go see but it's not interesting because it's just proceed it's, it's again it's just procedurally yeah, it wasn't made not. as a part right. of a story which is like well this is planet number four it's going to have these three okay. things yeah warehouse three and cave four on there and then you can walk up to them if you want but there's not really any reason to so again i agree with all that i can't i cannot say anyone's wrong i guess it didn't bother me as much um i like the space combat to an extent i like the the fighting i guess like the like the on the ground shooting and whatnot mm-hmm. i do like the you can board ships and stuff and there's fun zero zero g sections where you're flying you're like floating through spaceships and stuff I, again i like all that um you know i think it's an interesting enough story and, and setting and all that for being their first you know new ip in uh whatever 20 years that's how they kept marketing like oh guys it's our first ip it's a cool thing i don't know i guess we'll see the reaction to it has been like i said pretty controversial if mm-hmm. not Negative. I would say, yeah, I would say mixed to negative. So, I don't know if they'll... And the thing is, too, is, like, even if they wanted to make another one of these, the way they... The, the rate they're going, right? We're going to have Elder Scrolls Six probably within, I don't know, five, six, seven years. And then God knows how long after that we'll have Fallout 5, right? So, it's like, I, I don't know, 30, decade 40 and a year. half before they... Tom, Tom would be dead. By the time they get to even thinking about making a Starfield 2. So, I, I don't know. I think they need to start making... I, they need to be bigger somehow. I don't know why. Because the thing is, Bethesda Softworks publishes a lot of games. Bethesda Game Studios just makes one at a time. Mm. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if they need to be bigger. They need to make more studios. I don't know. It seems weird to me, though, that they can only, they're only capable of this. Or they just need to, like... Prioritize. Yeah. Or, well, I was going to say, like, um, farm it out, right? I mean, everyone's favorite Fallout game is Fallout New Vegas, which is a game that Bethesda didn't make. Mm-hmm. Obsidian made it, which, and, and people, I mean, this is probably a pipe dream, but people have pointed out for years now that, like, Bethesda, or, um, Microsoft owns Bethesda and Obsidian now, so it's like, mm, could we someday? I don't know. Um, it's probably a, you know. Far off. Yeah, wishful thinking. But, mm-hmm. uh, they do need to, I feel like they need to somehow up their production here, right? Yeah. Surely once every 12 years for your series is not sustainable. I mean, if we're getting GTA 6, they got to give us Elder Scrolls 6. If we're right. Skyrim oh, more than GTA. What's the thing? It's already been 12 years since Skyrim, right? Jesus. Or 11, 12, and it's not, it's going to be at least 5 more. Maybe that's strong. 
at least three or four, I think. I don't see any reason. Like, I, I know a lot of people are thinking it literally, because there's that, you remember when they did the announcement? Like, hey, we're making it. Yeah. They really weren't, though. That's the thing. They were still making this. That was in 2018. It's already been five years. It's probably going to be three or four more. It might be like a full decade between that reveal and, and the release. Like, a real Avatar 2 situation. And again, that's then to get to Fallout 5. Fallout 4 came out in 2015. We're already almost a decade away from that as well. Like, I don't know. It's going to be... It's weird. It seems seems like they got to somehow pick up the pace. I don't know. I don't know how they need to do. Whatever they got to do, they got to do it now. Because, again, I like their games. You know, that's, again, that's that's putting aside all the people who are like, maybe they're dead. <laughs> maybe the Fantasy games are dead. Maybe I don't even care about Elder Scrolls 6. And I was like, well, all right. All right. But... I don't know. So, all that's to say, I love Starfield a lot, but I cannot in good conscience say that it was actually the best game. So, Jedi Survivor wins. Yes. For you, by default, technically, I guess, but also I do think of these ones here, it's probably the best one. Although, if we'd played them all, it'd probably be Baldur's Gate, I guess. Do you have any interest in that? Are you going to play Baldur's Gate, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know enough about it, but maybe. I mean, I guess the combat's the thing I know that kind of makes or breaks it for people right it can be a big turn off if you're not into, into it it's that. it's like it's that's the role thing it's just yeah like, it is turn-based it, it's very D. yeah so. the thing that i that appeals to me although i mean the whole thing kind of appeals to me to a certain extent right mm. D setting fantasy dwarves and elves. i'm like that's cool enough the thing that really seems to like blow people away and and it's why it's getting so much praise i think for being like wow what a what a game right is the sort of um like freedom you have to approach different situations like it is Dungeons and Dragons which yeah. you know makes sense when you're two human beings basically talking to each other right in real life right when your dungeon master is a man there who can improvise as well mm-hmm. just like you can but for a video game you expect things to be more scripted but like I don't know there's probably you know things that are more diverse than others right I'm sure not every single encounter in the game has this level of depth the one I keep seeing is, is a really good example is this goblin camp that you can literally do like thirty different approaches to, right? Mm-hmm. Everything like you know, spanning from just full out attack to like peaceful to just walk in to bribe them or to, like there's just all these. Oh, you can bring poison. You can poison the thing if you find this here. If you find this here, you can do this. If you know this spell at this point, then you can do this and you can turn into a whatever. And it's just like there's a million different variances on how you can uh, approach, approach a situation. situation, which seems like a lot of fun. And it just that reveals a certain care in the development for sure right like the fact that they thought about all that and made it so that it would all work is, is super impressive so yeah i don't know <laughs> about games i guess yeah a lot of it, it was a big year for games i think oh yeah a lot of people have been saying it like some really really games are back ones. in a lot of ways so back so back now next year they can start charging us 100 bucks a piece or whatever so can't wait it'll be all over <laughs> <laughs> right, so move on to theater theatrics of the year so, it's one of our segments where we go, it's a mean thing to do. Should we be doing this? Well, we're doing it anyway. Are so, we just? Are we just? So, we got, a, got like five big ones. We have the D&D one that we mentioned earlier where uh, pe- people kept laughing too loudly at sex theater. Loudly laughing and, and like repeating the jokes and just, well, they were talking the whole time as well. Yeah. So, that's no good. Uh, we have a similar one with Spider-Verse where a guy just talked to his friends and pointed and shouted the screen and clapped because Venom showed up and then... Well, again, provided nothing of value, though. That's yeah. the thing. He just said, look... He would just kind of repeat what was happening on screen be like, oh, did you see that it was Spider... It was the Spider car. Oh, did you see that it was Spider-Man 29 now? Oh, did you see that it was... It was, it was from the video games. Oh, it was Lego Spider-Man. Can you believe it was Lego Spider-Man? Yeah, there was a whole scene where it was just Lego Spider-Man doing like... Come on. And then, then he tried to fight me. 
And then we were like, please, it's the climax of the film, sir. Can you stop talking? Can you just be quiet for a minute? And he's like, well, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, I know, but we can hear you. I can hear you, sir. We can hear you. You're very loud. I'm just trying to watch the climax of this film. If you could, it's a very impactful scene. We just gotta stop going opening day. Maybe. These kind of movies. Because they think that this happened to me at Dream Scenario. No. Um, I mean, Killers of the Flower Moon, where the seat shenanigans, which you had more of than I did. You had a bunch of old people. Well, the thing with that, yeah, was, was old people moving me around and sitting in their seats, and then I had to sit in the other seats, and I had to move, and now I'm sitting in someone else's seat. And, um, that was also the one where the the like, old couple, which I guess <laughs> I saw a lot of people talking about how they went, to, they saw <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon in theaters with a bunch of old people. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I don't know. She was not. She's the the woman was not prepared, I guess, for the violence in Killers of the Flower Moon. I've talked about this. Yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon. I don't know why, but she was like ver like uh, again like audible, audibly like oh, oh, oh my goodness! Like every time someone was shot in the movie Killers of the Flower Moon, and yeah. I, I just didn't have a lot of patience for that. But yeah, some guy sit in my seat, uh, and I said, he's like, oh, I just picked a random one. I was like, they make you buy one when you come. In this- they make you pick one when you buy your ticket, man. Why mm-hmm. would you do that? And mm-hmm. the AC was on, so I kind of undercut a lot of serious scenes. We had Boy in the Heron, which is actually biffed. Uh, I didn't have. I was late to it when I went to go see it. I was like, I, I, <laughs> oh, I was with on the show Jeff, and we was like, I can run late. The trailers, folly. It's just the folly of man. It really is because there's just no telling. And then I was like, I've had so many movies. I feel like this. They've gotten longer. It's really how it feels because there's been several movies this year where it's been a full. Like, fully 30 to 40 minutes after the supposed showtime, and the movie has yet to start. And then it'll be times where I, you get, like, a good 5 to 10, and it's like, it is starting. You've whiffed it. Yeah. You've abs- you absolute fool. I, I, gotta, I wish the government would put standards on how long the trailers could be. If, if it was like, guys, you only get five. You get five minutes of trailers, and then the movie starts. I wish you could do it before the start time. The rule should be that the movie starts when it says it's going to start. Yeah. I don't know. I I hate that because four, forty the minutes, trailers start however much before that they need to start. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, because the thing is that every movie has different lengths of trailers, and that's what gets us more more times than not. Mm-hmm. And that's that's even wondering if they start them all. This, like I always wonder that. Like, is there someone whose job it is, and he can be off by a couple minutes in either direction and affect the? I, I don't know. It's beside the point. Um, and then Asteroid City. That was the one where there was a. I had, a guy had a dog. Guy had a dog. He showed he was up. sitting in the wrong seat. He was sitting in our seat, and then we were like, "Well, we'll, know what, we'll do the thing that we hate." And we sat. We went up a row ahead to sit in some other seats. We were like, "It didn't. It didn't it, look. We didn't full. think it was going to be very full." And then three guys, people showed but up. Of course, inevitably, immediately, we sat right in immediately, else's seat. and they they're they're doing the thing where they're like kind of looking at us and looking around, being like, "Well, we're gonna maybe," and they're like, "We're in this." We're seats. like, "Oh, we're in your seats, right, guys?" And we get up, and we go down. And he goes, "Oh, am I near your seats? Oh, I'll move." The guy. I was supposed to sit in the row ahead of us, but the guy didn't like I was my... sitting in the seats that I bought, but... Then the guy didn't like my dog, so I moved in the seats that weren't mine. It was like... We didn't say anything, but we were like, yeah, man, you've got a big-ass dog in it, this movie theater. It, 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 was, was, a, going, it was, was a huge, huge dog. massive dog. It was like a, some kind of Siberian monstrosity. Husky, yeah, a big husky kind of something or another. But it was big and... It was, it was a... well-behaved, to be completely fair. But, uh, but, but at but one it, point he got up and left and never returned. It was the end so. of the movie. I was like, the movie's about to end. Let's stay for yeah. the rest of the film. I, I feel like it was pretty... Is it, it was at least halfway close through. to the end. Well, no, it was at least halfway, but I think it was closer to halfway than the end. I, okay, I think you're right. I, I feel like he he left a good thirty minutes on the on the. I remember. Back. I remember we laughed, and I went, "Did he just leave?" <laughs> he like never came back. Like, I, probably because he had a fucking dog. Well, yeah, probably his dog didn't want to sit in the dark movie theater much longer with all that sound. He's like, "Boss, we gotta go." Big cat, I don't know what's going on. I have to pee. 
Like, I'm going to shit right in this room if we don't get out of here. I was like, what is he going to do if she's going to take it all the way outside the Galleria? I have no... Well, that's the thing. We were inside a mall in a... Like, what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Why do you bring that stupid fucking... It's kind mall? of the same as, like, with babies, um, which is like, listen, I don't want to, like, dehumanize you because you have a baby or need for, like, a service hand. I don't even know if it was a service animal, to be fair. But, like, yeah, like I said, I don't want to dehumanize you and be like, oh, you can't do this or whatever. But, like, jeez. There's maybe certain activities that are harder to pull off. Yeah, I want to see want to see Creed three someone about their baby. It's like a pl- you know a plane, right? Oh yeah, people get mad about babies on planes. That's no one's fault. Sometimes you got to get where you sometimes need to you got to get where you need to go. Exactly. But a baby in a movie theater, you could just not watch. You don't them need one. to bring your infant to a movie. And again, I get it. Like you got a life, whatever. Should should parents not be able? Should new parents not be able to see movies together? No, they should. But keep them out. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> Bringing a baby to a movie theater seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Same with a dog. I don't know how you thought that was going to go. A dog is another level. Nobody made you bring the dog to the movie theater. How did you think this was going to go, man? You yeah. Know? Especially because it's so big. It's so big. It was a chihuahua, which would have been probably right. worse. It was like a tattoo. Well, it's probably, you're probably right. It would be because it goes worse behavior. And then I would so. beat it with a rock or something. I hate chihuahuas. If you want a chihuahua, be- fucking stop it. Get rid of that rat. Yeah, the dog guy might have to win on sheer, like, absurdity. Absurd. I was going to say, that's the most, like, what a story of it yeah. all. Most of these other ones are just people were loud and or and and were like annoying. Except being so loud in the movie. Although the guy who wanted to fight us is pretty notable as well. We wanted to. Let's be clear. He didn't want to fight you. He wanted to fight me. Well, I'd have been there for you, buddy. Wait, we, 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 we would have been. But the funny thing about that is, I don't know if we, we, we uh, clarify that on the show or not, or certainly not at this point, or like in the, in in, the, in this retelling, our little retelling. But I was next to him, and then you were next to me on the other side. So he had to be like he was yeah, yelling like, oh, <laughs> over me to you. That's why I felt where I was like, well, I have, surely I'm involved in this. Surely I got to be involved. And it wasn't even that initial thing. He got up to leave, and then he bumped my foot, and I was like, well, sorry, I bumped your foot, man. And then he was like, now I got to fight this guy for apologizing. And I was like, well, maybe I should, shouldn't have said anything. Well, that's the thing too. He also got up and left and never returned. <laughs> yeah, we even he wasn't even waiting outside for me. I was like, well, that's right. At some point, I became worried. I was like, is he waiting for us? Is he really gonna want to fight us? And I'm gonna have to. Throw hands. Not that we would actually throw hands. We, 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 would, we would do the, well because we're white. We'd be like well, security, <laughs> security, security. Uh, this man is bothering me. Get rid of him. Ex- get him expelled. <laughs> My running theory with that is still that he wasn't for some other seats, uh, seat, seat shenanigans. He wasn't supposed to be in those seats anyway. or that seat, anyways. And he probably thought he probably thought we were gonna tell on him, and he's like, "Well, I better get out of here." I don't know. I don't know where he went. I don't know if he finished the movie or not. But uh, hope he didn't. Hope he never gets to see the end. Oh god! Because then the guy, the people he was supposedly there with, were like, "Yeah, hey, sorry, man." He's just like that. He's just crazy. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said, but yeah, it was something like, "Oh yeah, so, you know, he's he, he doesn't mean it." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh well, good. At least he doesn't mean it when he says he wants to fight us." Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad he still disturbed this film. <laughs> and helping the other side, like at an actual like. Two actual like ten year olds, and I was like, "Well, they're ten year olds. They're fine." But I'm like, "I don't know. We just got to stop. I just got. We just got seeing them at like noon on a Saturday. That's often. Uh, I think that's the movie. Lately, it's it's more and more what you do. And they, there's nobody there. I think that's where I saw that tweet wrong, which was like, if you <laughs> if you're at a you know like a matinee on a Tuesday or whatever, and there's a bunch of old people in the movie, you know it's about to be fire. <laughs> but um, so I yeah, probably the dog guy's gonna win, right? For sure, absurdity. He's gotta. Oh, that's yeah. the most theatrical thing. I can't imagine thing, something much more theatrical in the theater than walking in and seeing a big-ass dog. A dog, and then a guy taking your seat, and then a, a comedy of errors ensues. It's, it's happened a good, like, I don't know, 30%. It happened, 
It what, happened probably like, in a row. Fully one third of our theater theatrics involves someone just willfully sitting in the wrong seat because of that. And it happens the same way every time, which is, well, now you're in my seat. Well, now you're in my seat. And it's just a parade. Just yeah. a little parade we have to do where everyone and it's like, man, maybe the first person should have just sat in the right seat. Uh, and I wish soft you get someone to be like, man, I was, why do we got to do this? I don't know, man. I didn't make the rules, but I mean, who are, who are you fighting here? Fight, yeah. What fight are you putting up here this by is, showing up to the movie theater, willfully sitting in the wrong seat, and then complaining when someone asks you to move? Be like, oh, it didn't used to be like this. Yeah, I know. But you still bought the seat. You still bought the seat. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Go to a movie theater where they don't have that, I guess, if such a thing even exists anymore. I don't know. They, I mean, not even, I think they don't, I think they just do it all the time. It's just easier. It's it really track. is. Because then you don't have to be like, oh, we're, because then you don't get like weird seating. You can't just like have one guy sit in the middle. So then like p- two people can't sit together. They build it so it's just easier for everyone. Right. A bunch of one-offs. They, they make it so that you can't leave single spaces, stranded seats in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. There it is. So we can move on from that. Of our old man rambling into uh, Jay's Science Corner, which we only did three this year. Well, I only did three this year. Um, this, you know, it was a bad year for science. Uh, they actually stopped doing science, and it was far and few between. But the three we had this year, the T-Rex brain size controversy, where in which we talked about how a lady was like, I think T-Rexes made tools because their brains would have been so big. And everybody else was like, that's probably not true, lady. You're crazy. And then we, it was on the Dolphins on Joe Rogan, if you remember this episode. Mm. Uh, and the next one was the James Webb Telescope, showing us uh, galaxies that, um, very large galaxies that we assume to be billions of years old from t- around the time of the Big Bang that are bigger than they should be at that point in time, which would change our whole perception about how galaxies form in the age of the universe. And then we had the Mammoth Meatball. So which which one did you like the most? I think my vote's probably got to be for Mammoth Meatball, uh, just because... This is fun. I mean, I'd like to eat. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'd like to eat a mammoth meatball. You could just, just want to taste its flesh as my ancestors did. I mean, they've been telling me this. I've been, I feel like I've been promised my whole life, which is, I, it's funny because I feel like I hear people much older than us say the same thing. Mm-hmm. That like, they've just, but we've just been on the cusp. Um, uh, bringing mammoths back. I, yeah, I feel like I've been promised this my whole life. Again, it's probably, like I said, it's probably been since, in, in all honesty, like the 80s or something where they've been like, we're going to have mammoths any day now. We sh- but I want Give me the mammoths, dude. Come on. If it's that easy, fucking do it already, would you? Come on. It can't. It, surely, I, even I could do it. It's like we talk about how like they cloned a sheep in like, whenever that was. Um, Billy, uh, the 60s or whatever? <laughs> no. Was it that long ago? I don't know. I'll look it up. And it's like, we do anything with that? <laughs> there was a, an article, I think in something, my friend showed me where they like made a successful ape-human embryo hybrid or something. Well, the thing that I was pretty the, stressed about all that, and I was like, I don't think you got to be stressed. That is the worry is that there's like places less less ethical than like the U.S. with their experimentation. Oh, it was 1996. My apologies. Right, I was gonna say I thought it was the 90s. Um, but there's there's places less eth- less ethical. I don't know what it's so hard to say. Less ethical than the U.S. with their experimentation that are already messing with weird clone technology, human cloning and hybrids and all kind of nonsense. So who knows? Maybe they, maybe we're already living among the supermen. The Ubermenches. We just don't know. But that's probably my vote, I guess. Yeah, probably mine too. Well, I do like always enjoy talking about dinosaurs, but uh, yeah, but we do this. We do, we do a dinosaur quite a lot. Yeah, yeah we do a uh, bit dinosaurs. Space is interesting, but it's too vast, too it's much. Too vast. It's, it's, it, I can't comprehend it. You know? Ooh, Starfield yeah. tried, but I was like, no, Starfield. No, no, no. It's just menus. It's just menus. Space is just menus. Space is just menus. In space, no one can hear you menu. That's right. So it's like. Yeah, man, space is, is, I get it. It's incomprehensibly vast. I understand. Oh, uh, yes, horrors. I understand as much as I can't understand, right? I mean, 
I know what I don't know, <laughs> which is that I I can't it's understand. Comprehensively it vast, I can't understand. It. Dark matter and the like. It's all dark matter, maybe. And any quantum percent- entanglement. Yeah, if you say so, guys. I'm Heisenberg <laughs> uncertainty principle. I'm gonna have to yeah, take your word for it. How you come know? you're so uncertain, uncertain about all this, Heisenberg? Figure it out, dickhead. I'm gonna have to take you guys' word for this whole. Uh, anyway, Baldur's Gate three is coming out this week, and I really got that to handle. So uh, I'll leave this to you, boys. Huh? <laughs> you fellas and NASA got this pretty under control, it seems. I like the idea of space, but uh, I like the idea of it. Yeah, it'd be cool to get. I, I, it'd be nice if we live in a timeline where things keep going well. Ooh, not not this rate. And now, oh, come on, and not super poorly. <laughs> and like we get to the like accessible space travel, that'd be cool. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I would like to be able to go to space. I want to go to the moon. Would that be fun. I want to go to the moon yeah, subway. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get like a space hook, sky hook. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, like that'd be cool. Big elevator all the way up to the moon. Wouldn't that be sweet? That'd be cool. I think so. And then I'd be all confused about it. Be like, what's going on? I'd be like, come on, Grandpa, we're going to the moon. <laughs> I remember when when a flight to Disney was two hundred dollars. Like, <laughs> Grandpa, we don't use dollars anymore. It's all crypto. We're post. We're living a post scarcity world, Grandpa. Ever since we developed the Dealer technology, multi-universe portals, and we can sack other u- timelines for their resources, <laughs> we've been sick. And I'm like, oh, oh, back in my day, Into the Spider-Verse was the best film I'd ever seen. Grandpa, that's banned by law. <laughs> President Trump, Dolphin, can't said we can't do it anymore. I remember when dolphins <laughs> couldn't vote. Grandpa, don't say that. We, you know, we used to have a whole thing to play video games. <laughs> and now there's, there's it had all- buttons on it. Don't you get it? <laughs> Look at my phone! It's had a screen ten inches wide! Grandpa, turn on your hologram! We've all had chips in our brains for decades, you boomer. <laughs> Stupid boomer. <laughs> I remember when there was a West Bank! I used to do things... I used to have to do things. It used to be that you didn't just think about things <laughs> and then they happened. <laughs> with the techno- with the brain chips. Oh, God. You had to at least push a, a fake button on a screen. <laughs> Grandpa, shut up. Oh, I remember when they were elephants. Oh. They, were, they were great creatures. <laughs> oh. Grandpa, shut up. Oh, man. Hey, look at this sweet tusk I found. We're going to lose all the elephants. Hey, not this rate. Yeah, I remember on. when the Sahara was just a, a, a desert, not the whole continent. Well, that's not, like that's not completely our fault. Well, no, but I'm, I'm saying it's the future. That's something that deserts kind of do. Well, no, I'm not saying it's our fault. I'm just saying you just, you, like, you remember a lot of our fault. Well, it's not my fault. I mean, I'm, uh, well, not, no. I'm not from certain era or whatever. So, no. What are you gonna do though? I don't want to go to Mars. Is Elon Musk still king there? No, he's nice now, Grandpa. It's robot Elon Musk now, <laughs> and he's somehow worse. Anyway, what's the next one? Best streaming service. Oh, right, we got. I got on the list here: Hulu, Disney Plus, Max. Just Max now, you know. After that rebrand, <laughs> Paramount Plus, Netflix, and Amazon Prime. Um. So. I think same kind of as last year. Hulu doesn't have a lot of like uh, original programming, really, because um, a lot of it's the FX stuff that's also just on FX, the cable network, still, right? Stuff like Sunny and Dave and stuff, which we enjoyed a lot. But yeah. I don't know how many real originals we watched. Um, Disney Plus, you know, we liked Ahsoka, liked Bad Batch, but we like we liked Loki, right? But then oh, we yeah. liked Secret Invasion and The Mandalorian a little less, so. Max, the big winners are going to be what? Last of Our us. flag means death. The Last of Us. Uh, I don't know. Barry. Well, Barry, yeah, yeah, Barry. Succession. There you go. Succession, which we didn't watch, but again, still on there. Still on there. Uh, Paramount Plus was Poker Face, and uh, I thought Poker Face was on Peacock. 
Was it? Yeah, those were the Peacock shows. Were those both Peacock? Yes, my dear boy. Fuck. Maybe Peacock should be on here. All right. Put in Peacock. Another right. uh, one. Uh, Apple TV, which we didn't, is probably could also be on there, but we didn't watch a single thing because that's no. one of the ones we've. We don't. I can't own it. I, just, I won't. I won't. Zach, I'm not. I, gonna, I refuse. I'm not going to watch the tragedy of Macbeth. That's not. I don't. I just don't know if I can. I don't know if I can justify. I don't know why. Once they bundle Apple it with Netflix, TV feels like a bridge too far. You know, right? I think because it's, it's a phone company. Maybe because it's the fun. I'm just like enough. Enough is enough. Enough. I have a man has to have <laughs> values. I have to put my foot down. I won't. Gotta. I won't buy Showtime Plus. Damn it! We used to be a country. I don't know when enough's enough. <laughs> I'm mad. A man has to. I don't know when he's when he's had enough. God damn it! Yeah. So I mean, that's where we are. That's, that's where we're at. It's <laughs> the mood we're kind of in. I just can't do it, so I haven't I haven't gotten to there yet. But um, I don't know. It, also, it it intimidates me because yeah. you look and I'm like, how does it have so many shows already? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, I say already. It's probably been like five years now. Six. It's got, it's got the it's Jason Moore one that's dystopian. Right. There's like, there's. A, I've like looked on there a couple times because Apple it'll let you browse and they do this thing where you can watch the first episode. Oh, really? Of any show, I think, for free. Like, on your iPad. Because it's an Apple thing. Like, mm-hmm. they've watched it. It's like, crack, you know? First hit's free. I think literally any of their shows, they'll let you watch the first episode. And it's like, this is dangerous. Because I'll, I'll, like, scroll through and I'm like, man, there's, like, 15 different shows that I feel like I might like. And then it's like, what are we doing? Am yeah. I going to actually watch all these? Or is it going to be 15 more shows that I... Put in your watch later. Watch right? list and don't watch. Isn't that just kind of life in, in 2023? In current year. And trying so, to read all Brandon Sanderson, but also you've got our flag means death to watch. Isn't it just? And Baldur's Gate 3 takes 400 hours to get through. Exa- the exactly. Like, there's only so much media I can... And then I have to do other things in, like, real life. You have to go to work. Like job and, and, and relationships. Real physical activities of some description, sometimes. And then you go, what did you watch? And you go, I don't know what I've been doing. You look up and you're like, I don't even have enough time to build my Lego anymore. What's 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 become of me? I don't have time to read books. I'm, I'm reading books so I can read other books? I... So What's I can watch joy? TV. So I can. What's is this life? Maybe this is just life, Jack. Maybe this is all any of us can hope for. I think it's gone too far. <laughs> there was a time we played with hoops and we were happy. It was you and got we your hoop and your stick and you were ran. Yeah. And and you played jacks and a and a, and, a, and you didn't like the black people. And that was that was kind of <laughs> like. What the hell's on Paramount then? Halo. Anything? Yeah, but Halo that wasn't was this year. I don't think anything's on Paramount. Is Paw Patrol on Paramount? What's on Paramount? Well, probably. I go bring it up. Oh no, it's gonna be. I'm gonna have to do that. Oh, and um, is, was Wednesday this year? No. That was last year? That was last year. One Piece was this year. But One I Piece was... It, yeah, so Netflix, the big ones are going to be One Piece. Probably the Yu Yu Hakusho. There's probably some movies we have to mention, huh? They Clone Tyrone. Maestro. Those are Maestro. Both, those are both Netflix movies. Napoleon and Killers of the Flower Moon were both Apple TV. Apple TV, right? That's got to be a point in their favor, I guess. Although we also got to see those in theaters, theaters which is good. Better. Yeah, better. Or maybe just South Park. Maybe that's the only thing we watched on Paramount. Oh, see. yes. Because they have that bullshit situation where Paramount gets stuff, but also HBO gets stuff, and they're... I, fucking assholes. Bunch of idiots. Bunch of idiots, Jack. Idiots. Savages. Idiots. Idiots. Um, and then Amazon Prime. What's the big, what are the big winners? Gen V. Invincible again. Yeah, um, there's got to be another show maybe I'm missing. There's that one... Um, That guy. What's his face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like a serious man. What's it called? That show with the guy who's a serious man. Sound of Freedom's on here. God bless. Oh, no, Ballad of Songbirds is taking later to rent or buy. 
I think it's Reacher. The, the show is oh, Reacher. Oh, Reacher. Sure. Is that anything, though? It's a Wonderful Life was on here. That's fun. Somebody turned pretty. I don't know. Jack Ryan, I think, is, has wrapped up. Look at, like we said, Saltburn's on there, so you got that going for you. Like everything everywhere on there you can watch now. But none of these are really originals, I don't think. So, yeah, I think. So, what do, what do we think? What do we th- what's the vibe then? Probably between Max, probably. Max? It seems like it's going towards Max. Probably between Max and. I guess Disney Plus. Yeah. I would say. I wasn't super crazy on it when we started the list here, but now that I've gotten to the end of the list, I realized it's, it's maybe one of the best it ones. Might be I mean, other than maybe Netflix, but. Again, I mean, we got Rebel Moon here, and that's kind of a winner. I mean, mm-hmm. it's got, they've got that going for them. But, like, in terms of actual... Oh, we got One Piece. Did we say that? We did say that. Um, the Killer was a Netflix movie. That's pretty good. I mean, oh yeah, Netflix continues. They never really... Like, we, we talked a big game. We were praying on their downfall for a minute there. We, we really were. were. And and they, they weathered it pretty well. Because it turns out that Netflix is still maybe the best one. <laughs> yeah. Because well, everybody relented, they're like, "Fine, we'll give you a Super Mario, we'll give you the Batman, we'll give you a Suicide." Well, that's Club. the thing. They, no one has the conviction to. But the thing, the thing that does still bother you about Netflix, right, is that it is getting increasingly more expensive. It's yeah. probably the, also the priciest of them all. So, oh, for sure. But it's got the most name recognition. Like, and then they also do the shitty thing of like they kind of storm that beach. It seems like every time they raise their price, everyone else feels justified in doing so. Ooh, look at that. But he saw the toe just. Timberlake murder. Wow. So, what? Which one do you think then? Pro- I guess probably. Shit, I don't know. Maybe Max. I think that's. I think because we liked Last of Us the most. It's a real winner. Yeah, the Last of Us alone. And we liked House of the Dragon, and that's coming back next year. And I feel like we're gonna like most of the stuff we like comes from Max. Like we liked Barry, and Succession was good. I guess that's a good way to put it. There's a lot on Netflix to be certain. But, we but if I had to take or leave one of them, it, I would have to take. Max, yeah, and leave someone else, I guess. Although, I mean, it's hard to really say that we can't. That you know, it's Disney Plus. That's really where our bread's buttered, right? Oh yeah, without it, we'd have no show. We, I couldn't really say that I would forego the Star Wars and Marvel shows to watch, yeah. even The Last of Us, which I adored. But so I guess in that, it probably. I mean, really, Disney Plus probably has to win every year by default, and also, I mean. It, Max does have the disadvantage this year of, like, as a streaming service, it did that whole rebrand, which is ass, and mm. it's probably the worst company somehow. Warner oh, yeah. Brothers Discovery is now even worse than, like, Disney. So, I don't know. It's got that. Like, that's a point it's, against it for sure. Absolutely. They're maybe drive, driving it right into the ground. They, they tried to, to merge with Paramount. They tried to murder Turner Classic Movies. And then yeah, the no, big boys had to come in and I go. I thought they pretty successfully hamstrung that. I don't know what the current state of it is, but. It was something not great. Although maybe, yeah, I think maybe they turned it over to them, right? Steven Spielberg and Martin Scorsese were like, buddy, you gotta stop. We gotta get involved. Enough's enough. And you know when the big boys get involved, they was like, all right, I guess I can't ignore you two guys. The heads of filmmaking for the last half I mean, David Zaslav is probably my least favorite entertainment CEO at the moment, so. What about Bob Iger? He hates strikers. I, no. I think I have to dislike David Zaslav. The thing is, well, they're both, they both hate strikers. That's true. distinction. They both hate strikers, but at least, um, Bob Iger's maybe good at his job. That's important. You gotta be at least good at your job. I think that's the distinction. E- even right? if you run the Orphan Crusher, at least you ran it well. <laughs> Whereas David Zaslav is—he hates the strike. He's—he's he's got all the war- same poor qualities, but also I think he's—he's he's got all the bad, bad ones too. Yeah. And he's also—he's the one who was like, "We're gonna start scrapping all our movies." Like Disney's not done that yet. No. They haven't done like a we're we're torpedoing what's it called film Batwoman and oh yeah. 
Um, we only can release Black Adam Acme and versus whatever the fuck. Coyote. Yeah, Wiley Coyote. Coyote. Apparently that might actually get released, though. That Yes, but it's after, like, severe backlash. Where James Gunn, who's, like, still making movies for them right now, is like, you're doing what to my movie? <laughs> like, tons of people who are at, who are on that movie. Because it's, like, the same thing. It's, like, when um they burn their bridge with fucking... What's Christopher Nolan? Christopher Nolan, like they they love doing this. They're much yeah. like they're much a maniac. They missed out on Oppenheimer and Barbie. It's uh, just like they seem to have zero for of like wow. Maybe the people, the real human beings behind this work, should be valued. Should be valued and appreciated. And, and will have certain reactions to the things that we choose to do. Nah, nah. probably not. Not another thing like that. I mean, it's like a, it's it's so obvious at this point, but it's still probably bears repeating. But like, seems like they have no care for the actual thing that they're doing, which is. Creating things, making content, <laughs> films, telling yeah. stories. Like they, it's just clearly a vessel for. Like the only thing they care, about, they don't actually care about what it is that they're making at all. They just care about making that sure you made. watch the next one. Like, yeah. and they somehow don't see how that's incongruous, right? To be like, you should watch the thing, regardless of if it's good or not. I guess mm. as if like maybe if you just made things well, people would, or whatever. So, so they were yeah, like, "Fuck, Flash has to that. come out. He's the worst." Yeah. So probably, I guess, Disney Plus by default. Yeah. Because I've excised all the other ones for various <laughs> reasons. And I'm not happy about it, mind you, Jack. Yeah, it's they not, all suck. Everything's terrible. It's all has come to ruin. All has come to darkness in my, my kingdom to ruin. My kingdom to ruin. My field salted and my my people driven before me. Um. Okay, so we're down to some, some real kind of summation ones here. Yeah. Don't worry, listeners. Do you do- don't, pay, don't look at that dial. We're almost at the end. Almost at the end. Let's do um purchases, basically. Purchases? Okay. So, uh, the only things I had noted, and this is all, like, and this isn't just everything I bought, right? But I just <laughs> everything to, that like, I bought this year. Our, our nerdy kind of interests, right? So, the one I had was lightsabers, uh, the Lego Avengers Tower, and the uh, Year of Sanderson, which, yeah. that's actually two out of three you also participated in. Because I didn't want to, again, I am uh, much more inclined to this than you, yeah. right? Buying merch and... Bullshit. collectibles and well i wouldn't <laughs> that's not how i would put it but mm-hmm. yes fine uh, collectibles is how i would describe them jack valued, valued items, items. i correct. will say the they, light- bring, they spark joy jack and, and that's hey, all that matters one man's chintzy bullshit is another man's <laughs> joyous collectible and who am i <laughs> exactly so um yeah shalon's sword's a little wonky but that's okay Shalon's is fine. Oh, Zeth's is, is a little wonky. wonky. I do like Zeth. And Adolin showed up broken. That's yeah, true. Cool. Zeth looks like... Come on, you like these. No, I do like these. I got my Stormlight miniatures here. I didn't put those down. I, don't like, I didn't think they were... Dalinar's cool. my least favorite. He's doing a cool thing. You but don't he, really understand what he's doing. Yet. But he's doing... Yeah, but... Well, that's the point. I don't understand it. Everyone else is pretty explanatory. Right. You might come to He's doing some more. Stormfather, I'm gonna do a Stoneward surge kind of bullshit. Sure. Oh, you know what else I should have put? I'm gonna do it right now. Is um the Disney Plus Blu-rays. Oh, yeah, this came out. Um, those came out, and I've gotten most of them. I've, I've met both seen the Mandalorian and the WandaVision one. Um, I think that's notable just because I wish, I, I hope they continue to do that. Yeah. Blu-ray releases of stuff. I mean, it's, I, again, with, like, the whole, <laughs> the way that uh, Discover runs their thing over there, it's, it's becoming increasingly uh, obvious that, like, streaming um, and our sort of reliance on it, right, as these, like, oh, these big eternal libraries is not actually... Sustainable. Or a real... It's not real, yeah. That's not the reality, basically, is all it yeah. is. Is that, like... And which is unfortunate, because it's, you know, one of the selling points of it all was, like, oh, look at You'll have everything you want from the tips of your fingers. And now it's, like, 
until we just arbitrarily decide that it's not going to exist anymore. I mean, again, I, I gave a lot of shit to De- Zazlab because I think they're the ones who kind of broke the seal on that. Mm-hmm. But now Disney Plus does it too, right? There's they got rid of Willow. It's just, it doesn't exist. There's nowhere you can watch it. It's not even like some of the other um, Discovery Warner Brothers ones where they then like license it out to somewhere else. So now mm-hmm. you can go watch whatever it is. Somewhere else. Um, what the fuck's that show called? Westworld. On Peacock. Yeah, or whatever the fuck. It's like, Willow just doesn't exist. There's no nowhere choice. to watch that. <laughs> At least legally. In a in a legal way. So, I'm all, I've been a big proponent for physical media, and I thought that there was an era there I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Like, there was a couple years in the where I was like, pretty deep into having a decent collection. I was like, oh, maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm, I am being dumb by buying. Like, do I really need to buy these movies? What the fuck's the point? And then, I feel like the past year in particular, I feel What's more and more vindicated. Where I was like, the great calling of all those movies. If you actually want to watch stuff, it cannot hurt to just acquire it. Yeah, so. I've been thinking, you know, I was thinking about doing that with Oppenheimer because I'm like, where am I going to watch that movie again? Yeah, I, I it was it was sold out. I went to buy it. It's literally sold out. Really? Which is cool. Like, I think that's a great, I think that's a good sign for things. Absolutely. That it literally was such a, I can't imagine that happens too much. Anymore. Anymore. Blue, like the physical release of a movie selling out where people can't get them for periods of time. But, uh. Yeah, it did. Otherwise, I would have had one by now. But yeah, so the lightsabers. I got a. I've I've gotten several replica lightsabers this year, but you also got one yeah. with us with me at one point. We got a big one as a group for May the Fourth this year. Colin, friend of the show, Colin also got his. That's fun, right? Yeah, uh-huh. mine keeps changing. Mine is not yellow anymore. Yeah, it's become like it's becoming like red. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know what that is. I'm not happy about it. It's ble- yeah, it's slowly but surely bled from like yellow to. Oh, Orange. Orange to now pretty much, yeah. It's weird. I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, what if it's something with the LED or... I'll thought I'll, the follow a complaint. And maybe you can ask about it. Yeah. Be like, send, shoot them an email, see what they have to say. But uh, they're still fun. I don't know. No, yeah, they're fun to have. I mean, fun to wave around. Yeah, boy, I got to... So now I, I have a few that are like... Official. Those ones, which are the... Yeah, the fan-made or different websites and stuff you can get them, which are the more like durable... Uh, like you can actually hit each other with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have quite a few now of the replica, actual official Disney ones, which are uh, obviously accurate to the movies and stuff, for that one kind of thing. That's fun. And then the uh, Lego Avengers Tower, I just felt like that I had to get a shout out. You spent so much money on it, it's got to go did, somewhere. I did, I did. You I haven't built it yet, yeah, though. No, I haven't. Well, it's, it literally cannot fit. Yeah. I have like a low enough shelf that I've had the Lego Daily Bugle on, which was up until now, like the biggest Lego skyscraper that exists, and now the the uh, it has to be a floor piece. Lego Avengers, the 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 uh, Avengers Tower is like dwarfing it. <laughs> it's like substantially even larger. So it's crazy, but yeah, it's the biggest Marvel set of all time. I mean, it's got like thirty some dudes in it. It's pretty much right up our alley, right? I mean, it's I'd be remiss to not mention it. Absolutely. And really, the thing is, I wish Star Wars they made more Star Wars sets more like this, right? Like big locations with a bunch of guys, because. The Star Wars sets that are the big expensive ones, right? Are oh, just the, the ships. big ships mm-hmm. that are like, I don't really, I don't know. You want, you, want, you want a big lake cruiser or a Star Destroyer? They're huge, right? Or a like, they take up so much room and they're big and flat. Whereas this is like, well, this is a pretty s- small, like, surface footprint. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's tall. It's like a location. So it comes with a bunch of guys. You can use your other guys on it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whereas you just get the big ship and it's like, okay, that just sits by itself. That doesn't really, you can't really interact it with anything. You can't display it really with anything because it's not in scale with anything else so, mm. so yeah 
thought that was worth mentioning. And then the the uh, year of Sanderson, which we talked about last year. We've talked about a few of the books now. We just talked about it earlier. Um, but that whole the actual experience process of the subscription box itself yeah, is what you got, I'm kind you, of referring to. Here. You got all the boxes. I, I did got. I got all the boxes. So you got the books. I got the whole shebang. The whole shebang. Um. All right. So what, what do you think about your books? Let's start with that. I really like them. I would say this probably wins it for me because I think the books. Even just even if it was just you get four books at four points in the year, that would have been enough for me. And it was enough for me because that's all I got. But I think they're. We very also nice. got some of the you know. There's like there's uh, some goodies in there too. Marks and stickers yeah. and shit. The bookmarks there. are nice. You um, got some of the pins. I do. Yeah, I don't know who any of the characters are on the pins. Uh, I have, they're nothing to me. Um, I think all the books are very high quality. They look yeah, very they're nice. They're super nice, and I think they're well worth it. I think they're a really nice like. I don't exactly what know what you'd call, but they kind of split the difference between just a standard kind of you know hardcover and like the leather bounds or something that they have like that you can get from Dragon Steel, which are like 150 ish, maybe maybe a little less, 100 plus dollars though, mm-hmm. um, and are genuine leather bound, you know, tomes, fancy foil pages, and all this. Like they're yeah, they're a whole thing. That to me is like too much. It's, it's more than I would really want to get into, especially because those I don't even think are really strictly speaking meant to be red red um but these are like they split that difference like i said they're you know they're, they're not using dust jackets which are kind of the lame part about most hardcovers right so like they don't actually really look nice and then the d- dust cover gets beat up and shit and then all of a sudden it's like oh i've got nothing right these have no dust covers all the the covers are like actually embossed and printed into them um and they do have sh- shiny foil coloring on there they're just super nice looking they're, they're cool they're just kind of a cut above but they're also not Again, that's super prohibitively expensive or anything. So, mm. I mean, you—that's how you read yours, right? Yeah, like, so. very nice. They, do the, they don't do the tour thing, which I've noticed on the tour books. Is that they like, if you touch them with your fingers, they like smudge. Oh, yeah. And at first, I thought my hands are just filthy, so I decided. <laughs> sure, and then I was I on an off chance, I had like latex gloves with me, and I was like, "Well, let's test this." So I put on these clean latex gloves, still left a mark. Really? And I was like. You know, it's, and it doesn't happen on these Dragonsteel books printed, I assume, by his company. It only happens on the Wheel of Time books printed by Tor and my Stormlight books printed by Tor. So I think it's just a paper that they use at Tor or because it's so thin in the mass markets or something. Yeah. That it's, well, yeah, you do have the... Do you have the trades or the mass markets? I think it's the mass markets, the real small ones. Oh, are they? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's got to be why. It's, the, it's probably not acid-free paper and shit, so... Um. But yeah, they're just, I don't know, they're super cool. I, I, there was like a, or, or, I don't know if there's really any discussion others outside of like fans speculating, but there mm-hmm. is people who were theorizing that like maybe they would make this kind of like a Dragonsteel standard like edition where oh. they would go back and publish. Although I don't even know if he's allowed to do that. I don't know how that works exactly. Yeah, can he publish? Because he can publish the his books in Leatherbound, obviously, because that's what they do. I don't know if he's allowed to just do his own hardcovers of all his books, though, if he wants. But if, if, so that would be sweet is if they went back and did lots of the other books in that style i think that would be it'd be, a ver- be awesome it'd be very good for like a collection right exactly because again like those are going to stand out now i think as being a cut above any standard hardcovers just with again the dust jackets like that's not really they're not as interesting looking for sure we'll have to wait for the next stream and ask them a question yeah something again i don't know i don't even know how how you describe that that embossed kind of coverings with the solid color and then the different foils on there but it looks it looks super cool mm. so if that's the case that'd be nice so then i got like the whole the whole 
uh, year, though, which is the additional eight months in between the books, which also had uh, were all themed, basically, and they had a bunch of like different goodies and merchant collectibles of, of all, all kind in there. Um, I don't know. It's, I, I definitely enjoyed it, for sure, right? Uh, I think we both had a good time getting into the into them every month and seeing what there was. Um, I think if I'm being completely honest with myself, okay. it's one of those things where it's like, would I really have wanted all of this, right? Yeah. Um, if you somehow broke it down piece by piece in terms of like what all of these would cost individually and then let me like pick basically the ones I really wanted and then compare that to the price of the whole thing that I spent... I probably would, you know, end up leaving quite a bit of it, I guess, right? When push comes to shove. Mm. But, you know, in terms of the whole experience, I mean, because that's the thing. That's what you're going to get with a blind box like this, right? That's that's the way it's going to be Yeah. with a, a subscription thing like this. If you just want to buy things you want, then you just buy them, I guess. But obviously the whole point of this is to be surprised to an extent and to, to have it come regularly and all that. So I think I enjoyed my time with it for sure. And there is some really cool stuff in there. And, like, the thing about it is that the stuff that is in these, um, as of now at least, is not going to be released released elsewhere. So, it's like, if you do want those, that's that's the only way you can kind of get them. So, all that being said, I I think I probably, I guess I got my money's worth. I don't know. It was quite expensive. But also, you got to, like, you know, spread it out across the year, right? Mm. And the thing is, by paying for it all up front, then it's like, for the whole rest of the year, it was like, ooh, look at this, like, free. (laughs) It just shows up, you know? So after you did it the first time, which is you know for me it was March of last year, you, that money was gone. That is long gone. You know, you didn't even think about it anymore. So I don't know. Probably like some of the favorite items are like I really like the little Nightblood uh, letter opener. That's a good one. Just little Mbot model from Cytoverse. Uh, what else? There's a little Oathbringer bottle opener. That's fun. Oh, and the Kaladin or like Bridge Four bag. That one's fun. That's nice. It's a T-shirt from the first one. Oh, there's a bunch of fun little stuff. There's a little the the Mistborn box it had bookends and uh, that little plush Sunni pup, which I don't really know what that is because I've not read those books yet. But mm, yeah. it's one of those reversible guys. I don't know. The pins are fun. Yeah, the whole set of pins, obviously. He's gonna do more of them, right? Yeah, yeah. There's well, they already did a bunch of Dragon Steel this year, and they're probably gonna do a whole a whole bunch more. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's pr- it's. I guess that probably has to take the cake for me too. Yeah. Sounds like box because I mean it's like it's a very it's the most wide thing. reaching. Yeah, it's true, and it's it's a very unique kind of thing, right? We're not oh. gonna get that again for like really anyone, even from him. Yeah, I said that's really the only one. Well, because like, which kind of makes sense. You put your full, you know, all your effort into doing it for a year. You assume most of your best right. ideas are all used up. So if you yeah. did it for another year, you're kind of scraping the bow on the barrel. Exactly. So you can't really, which I think is probably what happens with most of those subscription services, right? Mm. Because that was a trend for a, a time there. You remember Every that? podcast was, was yeah. They were, they were they were hucking all kind of different subscription services, and there's still a bunch of them around. But I don't think most, most of them are, are food good. based. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, like loot. Um, I see uh, like camping ones and stuff. Or, like, or like a dad. Whoa, get the shirt, dad. And it's like again, it's like a whiskey one. The risk you always run is like, do I actually want any of this? You know, <laughs> it's all just trash in my house. I get you into landfills. It's like I've spent sixty dollars on a bunch of stuff I didn't really want. Just to have something new every day, every right. month to open. And it's like I could have just saved the sixty, spent the whatever, spent fifteen dollars on the one thing out of here that I actually really wanted. Hmm. Hmm. Capitalism. That's that's really how they get you, isn't it? Every time. So, 
What do you want to do? Superlative next? Yeah, let's do the, the thing that we thought most defined this year. Now, last year it was the um, streaming. Yeah, so last year our, our categories were, um, or uh, whatever, candidates, were uh, the year of cinema's back, the year of the bubble burst, as in like the um, superhero bubble, the year of woke criticism, or the year of the streamers. And we landed on the streamers, basically, because without the, sh- the shenanigans and the hijinks of uh, around streaming were the defining feature of entertainment last year, which is funny because I think it's probably been turned up even more so in real term to 11. In this year. Um, and I find that with most of these, right? Uh, probably the woke criticism thing, but also the bubble burst. It, well, it burst in a much bigger way this year, I feel. We can uh, even imagine. And the cinema back one is ironic because the kind of cornerstone of that argument for me was like, oh, look, there's a bunch of movies that are cracking a billion again, right? It's like mm. It feels like films are doing well again. Um, and then you compare that to this year where it's like a staggering number of bombs, right? Oh, yeah, especially for Disney, like main big tentpole stuff. So for this year, the candidates I have are the year of the strikes, which is, I mean, that's a real strong contender. Uh, the year of cinema dying as, as a counterpoint to cinema being back. And then once again, the year of the bubble bursting. Cause I just, I feel like I had to be in there cause it, I just, it was so much more so this year. Oh yeah. And, um, New the Hollywood 2. New Hollywood 2, which is a concept I've talked about a couple times in the show here, which is that New Hollywood is this era in like the 70s or six, late 60s, 60s. I think it's late 60s, usually. So. Um, which is defined by like creatives, um, you know, individual directors and, and creatives kind of taking control back from the studios and leading to an era of, you know, creative driven projects in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, As the movies got good, classically. It's when movies kind of got good, right? And. People are uh, speculating that this, at least ideally, this is what could be happening here um, in, in current year, which is all these studio-led projects are kind of failing, and we had a lot of creator-led projects do really well this year, right? Stuff like Barbie and Oppenheimer, which are like, you know, the genuine fruits of a real person's creative vision, yeah. uh, do super well, and maybe that's going to encourage that. That would take um, it would take some doing, you know? That would require Hollywood executives to take the right lessons from things, which famously they can't. never. That's it's never like it's happened. impossible for them. To it's do never that. happened once ever in the history of time. So, yeah, <laughs> but hey, here's hope. A guy can dream, can he? A podcast can dream, can't they? Uh, I don't think I would use New Hollywood too. No, because I think well, it's a bit aspirational. It's aspirational. I think we're blinded by we're spoiled with Barbenheimer. Well, that's the thing. The thing is that it's it's we can't know. If this year is a watershed moment for that, really, until we get next year, until we get the next couple years, that would and even next year can't really be the gauge, right? Because if like if this was if if twenty twenty three is a watershed moment where a bunch of movies did poorly and a bunch of and they say okay we're not doing whatever big IPs big anymore. IPs anymore because of that and we're gonna let we're gonna let them you know we're gonna let the fucking painter paint right yeah that would mean that it's not next year because the movies they were already they already made are already made. And yeah, we're already getting Deadpool three. The, exactly, and the movies they you know are hoping to make, I guess, we'll aren't going to be making. Out. They're going to start making. So this would be a downstream thing we wouldn't feel for another two or three years, and then we could say, "Hey, look, this was when it all changed because of Barbenheimer, right? Yeah, they changed the world." But we can't really know. Um, it's just I felt it was worth mentioning. Yeah. The bubble bursting, it's it's compelling. I yeah, because I, 
I think every superhero movie that came out this year, except for Guardians 3, but even Guardians 3, I think, barely scraped by, but they all, like, lost money. Like, this is a significant change in momentum Mm -hmm. in a big way, where, as a a genre, it really might be on the rocks here. (laughs) It's not, like, complete death. Certainly not the the power twenty nineteen we were yeah the the golden age Marvel experienced from Civil War to Endgame where they couldn't but not fail. even Marvel right that's I mean true. that's the same era where Aquaman one made a over billion a billion dollars like inexplicably right and a the Joker that no one really did likes too. in the Joker did which maybe the Joker still would because it's awful it almost fits weird. more into that other camp right of yeah. like. But I mean, I, I, we didn't like Joker. But I mean, there's it isn't the same. I wouldn't say as most superhero movies. I I don't know if Joker did as well as it did because of that, mm-hmm. because of the momentum of like DC. But I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, Ant Man two, three, or yes, Ant Man three, the Marvels, everything DC put out. Like like we talked about earlier, Secret the Invasion. Flash is one of the biggest bombs ever, ever. Maybe the biggest one in the history of film. Um. Yeah, there was a secret invasion. Like, there's a lot of just, like, there is a palpable feeling that you can get that this just isn't as much interest, right? Mm-hmm. It's our, I mean, that's obviously something that we're invested in, right? The different circles that we sort of run in, just even just social media-wise, right? Not necessarily people we're interacting with, but just people we see, right? Yeah. Whether it's on YouTube or, like, Twitter or whatever, you can see that there's just less interest, less buzz about this stuff lately, so... I don't know. And then, like I said, cinema dying, it's kind of the same thing because it wasn't just... The one thing you can say about that is that, like, oh, maybe it's not just the superhero movies that are because... No movie made money. Nothing made money this year. It was... Napoleon, Killers. Napoleon, Killers of the Flower Moon, you know. Um, Indiana Jones. Um, Mission Impossible. Like, a bunch of movies that, again, even it, ones that people liked more or thought were good movies bombed. Like, it's not just yeah. like, oh, bad... If if you make a bad movie, it did bad. Like no, oh, go broke. Right, exactly. It was like genuine, you know, widely acclaimed films are just bombing. Like it's just like nobody wants to see them anymore, or they just don't. Just kind of fed up. I think streaming is doing it. Well, honestly. that's yeah. I I was watching some video by Shafarillis, a YouTuber I've brought up a couple of times, and his thing was also about streaming. Was that like people just wait? I mean, I they, just, they, I, I mean people. I said it on this show. Right. I wait. I didn't. I'm not gonna. Right, and I said that I've been saying that. That's part of what why we said last year was the year of the stream is because it's it's when it feels like they fully had succeeded by by last year in conditioning people to do so. Yeah, that's a, what it's exactly what they did right by whether it's Disney like literally putting all these mm-hmm. movies straight to there or like after like no delay, you literally condition people to say, oh, it'll just be on there, right? And it's they're. In a lot of cases, it's them putting the cart before the horse in the sense of, like, they wanted to get their streaming services off the ground. And so they go, oh, okay, we're going to sacrifice a bunch of our theatrical releases at the altar of this streaming service. Hypothetical streaming profit that no one's ever seen. Yeah, it's never been done before. This fabled beast that we might one day rein in. <laughs> and Oh, no, we couldn't rein it in. And now they've, they've left with nothing, right? we got to cancel the Star Wars Hotel. <laughs> They're left with failed streaming services and box office bombs like it's uh, yeah it's lots it's i let's see let's see if we real quick here <laughs> i don't know if we have time for real quick biggest bombs 20 the biggest flops of 2023 have cost studios hundreds of millions of dollars and could see future sequels cans to avoid further losses 
The Flash, The Marvels, Indiana Jones and the Dial, Destiny, and Renfield were among 2023's biggest film flops. Good. Get rid of Renfield. Shazam, 65. That's weird. I thought that one. Shazam, Fear of the Gods, like I said. 270 mil from The Flash. Yikes. Nothing to that's crazy, because that's like, as of like 10 years ago, 270 was like the most expensive movie that's ever been made. <laughs> like, and now it's nothing. And now that's just their loss. What What's happened? Uh, this article's vanished. But, um, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's not just superheroes, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the strikes. I mean, we haven't mentioned it much here, but we obviously talked about them while they were happening. I think that honestly had, like, downstream effects on some of these other ones, even. Right? Like, it's hard to, um, oh, jeez. Both of Guy Ritchie's movies were bombs as well. Oh, no, not The Covenant. Or Ruse, Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre. It's got the worst name. It's a bit of a mouthful. It's just called Operation Fortune. Well, I think the idea was probably like... That he does more sequels? Operation Fortune. Do we do more Operation Fortunes? Yeah, exactly. Well, because that's the guy's name, right? So What is Ruse de Guerre, though? I'm not familiar with the French name. It comes up in the movie. I don't remember. It means like Ruse... Like, um, I, don't, I guess I don't know like what trick? Ruse... Yeah, what does Ruse mean? What is the... What is the because you just in American in American in English in American say, in English you just say ruse. I don't know what the exact translation of ruse is, but it's ruse de guerre is like ruse of war, like a trick of war. It, that sounds right. Yeah, they say it in the movie. They explain it. It's a, um, it was a long year, so almost eighty movies. So. But yeah, I, it's it's hard to not say that strikes were a defining feature, right? Mm. You know, first time they've uh, both struck. Both yeah. been on struck since both been on strike. Both struck. Both, both struck. Been on strike. Whatever. They've both stricken <laughs> since, like, the 60s, like we talked about. Right before New Hollywood. Right. Right before New Hollywood. Wow. So, see, there's another thing. Maybe it's... Maybe, 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 maybe those something. two are more interlinked than we... Wow. Um, you know, first time... What is it? The Actors Guild has been on strike since the 80s. Like, it's a, it's a big deal. They were... Uh, this, was, this was definitely, like, a watershed moment, I think. And it's... I don't know. It's probably hard to say that any of those other ones are going to have quite the impact of... Mm-hmm. of the strikes, right? Long term, yeah. It's just, just everything getting just even on a slow of just things getting delayed. Well, right. Even in the, in the short term, they're because we were supposed to have we're, we could Dune would it should have been in our sci fi list, all things considered. It should have. It probably would have won. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Dune's got to be dude. Come what on. What did we even say? The, the, cre- the creator. Uh-huh. The it was good, but I don't know, man. The first Dune's well, probably been the creator. That's whatever. It's not worth it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it in March. It'll be here before we know it. We'll be watching Dune. Jack can tell me how it's bad and how he doesn't have any taste. Uh, <coughs> but I, it's hard to, no, yeah, in the short term, in the short term, the, in the, you know, next year and then the following year even, right? Like, mm-hmm. we have these downstream effects of movies getting delayed or, you know, there was a decent amount of projects that were just outright canceled. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we're just not going to make these at all now. But then, yeah, long term, like, we're probably going to be feeling the effects, for both positive and negative, right? Like, this should, the, the deals they reach should be, like, you know, putting in safeguards for years and years to come, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's 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 probably got to be that. I can't imagine a bigger, we're not going to cover a bigger event than that in, in entertainment for a long, long time, I would hope. Unless Disney literally collapses it on itself, or Warner yeah. Bros. collapses it on itself. Unless one, yeah, that's true. Unless one of these implodes, or uh, which we do another massive merger. But even then, I don't know if anything compares to even two. Oh, like oh, what two big companies are now one even bigger company? Fine, mm-hmm. but this brought they brought the whole thing to their knee. It was all stopped. I mean, this whole thing that we do here, which is talking about movies and TV shows, was nothing for a time. It was it didn't exist. Yeah, right. And again, we're gonna feel we're really gonna feel it next year. Yeah, we we were because yeah. this year we had plenty of we had plenty of shit to talk about during the strikes. 
for the most part. And they even then they pushed a lot of stuff into next year to to kind of cover the, the gaps. their bases. But yeah, sooner or later, once, once we get the summer and the fall of next year, we're gonna be yeah. like. Okay, what movie from 1950 can we watch? There's probably not going to be like a singular like big gap in, in that sense, right? Where it's like, yeah. oh, there's just three months where they didn't make any movies. But it is going to be, I think, fewer and far between, maybe. Yeah. Probably going to end up seeing less movies next year is what it's going to come down to. At least we saw like 50-something this year. No, that's too high. It wasn't that. No, I think it was around 50. 30-something, 40-something, whatever it no, is. No, it was almost 50. However many we saw this year, it's gonna. It's probably going to be less, I think, if I had to guess. So it's probably, it's probably going to be the year of the strikes. I mean, how can you say 2023 is anything else, right? <laughs> Just you can 52. filter it down. I, I did filter it down. This is all 2023. 52. Those are new movies from 2023? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, 52 of them. We watched 52 movies that we talked we about on the show 52. in 2023. Well, actually, no. We didn't talk about all on the show yeah. that I watched, which includes ones right. like two or three that we didn't talk about. But so somewhere in that range. God. Yeah. How's that? How could that be? That's one a week. That isn't. Yeah, remember when we did one a week yeah, for like two weeks? There's also like seven. There's like a couple months in my litter box where we didn't watch them. It was like April or something. There was no movies. <laughs> Whatever. It's beyond the point. Or maybe it was like the first two months. When did the, uh, Ant-Man come out? I don't know if we watched any movies in January of this year. Ant-Man came out in... I don't remember. Whatever. Beside the point. It's got to be the strikes, right? How can 2023 be anything else? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely strikes. Year of the strikes, baby. Let's go, baby. And the final one is most anticipated. Don't worry, listeners. We're at the end. This is really the last one. We promise. So, just for reference, um, our most anticipated from last year were The Year of Sanderson, which, I mean, well, that got our best purchase, and that was one of our, or that was our best book, right? Which is kind of all it could hope for, right? Yeah. Um, Jedi Survivor, which was our best game. Look at that. Two for two so two far. Two. Now, The Mandalorian was our most anticipated show. Was it the best show? No. <laughs> Disappointing. So, was a miss with that one. Indiana Jones and the Dial Destiny. Listen, that was my. That's that's what I said. That was from me for sure. Last year was. I guess they were all were kind of for me, but <laughs> most anticipated movie. Um, I would say it largely delivered. I love that movie. I really did. I, I think it's certainly a worthy addition to the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not nearly. I don't think as hard on as that a lot of people are. So, I think that was largely a, a winner too. Honestly, I think so too. So. Into, into next year. So, so we got Wind and Truth. Stormlight 5. Which is the fifth book of the Stormlight Archive, which is a series that you are now working your way through the first time, and I'm rereading with you. So that's a big one. I mean, that's going to be... That'll help us during the strike, I guess. Yeah, well, that's probably... I, I think... I'm calling it now. It's probably going to be one of my favorite books of all time. I mean... I think I'm going to weep. All four of these are pretty, pretty much great. among my favorite books of all time, as is. So, this, yeah, it's going to be amazing. House of the Dragon Season 2 is returning. I mean, we love that one. It's hard to not imagine that we're going to love this too. Elden Ring DLC. So I've been told. What they tell me, Jack? I feel like I've been hearing this for eons. At least a year. So they released an image. I thought the Elden Ring DLC was going to come out in like, you know, 2021. I was like, I guess I was an idiot. Or 2022. When did I thought this game came out? 2022. Because I was used to that. Like, oh, okay. In a few months, then they'll have the DLC. What a fool I was. What a fool you were. Yeah, that's not from software works. Guess not. Um, yeah, so they were, uh, beginning of this year, somewhere uh, I think the beginning or end of last year, they released a single image of a of someone on a horse in a field, and they went DLC, and everyone went, "Holy fucking shit! It's the best game of all time." Well, see, but we knew that it was coming, right? I didn't. You didn't know what? Did when was this? This was last year, or the last beginning year. of this year, or the end of last year. At some point, I don't remember when the exact no. photo was released. 
Okay, you didn't know there was going to be... De- I thought we knew that there was a DLC called Shadow of the Erd Tree for, like, literally pretty much right after the game came out. I didn't know this. Huh. But I'm not on Twitter that much, so... Maybe. It, it, that's probably why I don't know this stuff. Well, there you go. Shadow of the Erd Tree. Um, the Acolyte, which is the new... Star Wars show? High Republic Star Wars show. It's finally come out. I keep, I, it's one of the things... Keep hearing about it. I've been about that like forever. a mammoth. Keep hearing it's Get coming out. out. Here. The Chainsaw Man movie. Let's go. Put in here. Hype. So this is, like... It, within the same continuity as the anime, right? Not like yep. the One Piece ones with your dog shit no, or whatever? No. They, oh, no. They're not dog shit. <laughs> About half of them could okay. probably are. Fair enough. I know. They, they, this is the new way they're doing anime movies now, where they just take an arc, like a kind of a shorter arc, and they just make a movie out of it. So it, does it go between seasons, or is that meant to fit within a season, basically? What do you mean? Well, like, so there's season one of, one of uh, Chainsaw Man. Man. And then you watch the movie. And, and then, then season two? And then season so two. So it's between seasons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I just said. Okay. okay, I just wanted to make yeah, yeah. clear on what you were saying. Dune 2, which, again, should have already seen and is right around the corner, but whatever. It's going to be one of the better movies next year, I believe. We couldn't find a ton of good candidates for movies next year. No. Which, like, again, maybe we're already feeling that. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's not, I mean, I like, I'm going to like this movie, but it's not great when my only real pick is the Chainsaw Man movie and Kong X Godzilla X Kong A New Empire. That's now, right. Now, that's going to be a fun movie, but... It shouldn't be the one I'm the like the only one I can pick from. I see your uh, ape uh, film, and I raise you a, a, a what I anticipate to be a, a much better ape film. Believe it or not, is we'll have to wait and see. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. That's going to be a banger, I think, and also have a little bit more substance probably than oh the Godzilla one. Substance. Just saying. Hey, I'm just saying. Perhaps. Um, and then Fallout the show. only other sh- yeah the last show on here Fallout the Fallout show, which I would love to be good. That's, I think that one's also a little more aspirational, probably, because... It could be bad. It could be bad. It could I, be the worst I, thing I've ever I think seen. it's completely within the realm of possibility that that could be bad. Uh, I would just like it to be good. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, House of the Dragon, I'm fairly certain will be good. Um, like Wind I said, Dune 2. Yeah, Wind and Truth. I'm certain those would be... I'm, I'm I, I, do, I think Dune 2 will be better than Dune 1, because... It'll be finished. Because it'll, it'll be, do it'll the, be the rest of the book. It'll be the rest of the book. Because then Vinu made playing. half a book and went, watch this movie, asshole. I'm gonna sit you down with the, with like the Clockwork Orange machine. We're gonna <laughs> watch them both back to back, and you see the whole things. You can stop whining about it being no, like half a movie. It's, it's boring. A whole movie. It's yeah, whole movie in two movies. It'll be done. Go oh, fuck yeah. yourself. Go fuck yourself. It'll have to be an edit. I'm sure someone will edit them together into a big movie, into one big movie, and then he'll get to make Dune Messiah maybe. And that one is hilariously shorter than Dune. It's loud. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like it's like he ran. He's like, oh, I guess I'll write the rest of this. It's like I had an epilogue. They're like, just make that into a. And they got big again, though. Yeah, Emperor, Emperor of Dune or whichever. Got Emperor of Dune or is it Children of Dune? Well, those are both ones, I think. I can't remember which order they go in. I always mix them up. Right. The one where his son's a big worm. I think God Emperor is before Children. And there's Chapter House. That's six. Because I think God Emperor he dies, and then Children of Dune is the children. But what's the yeah. fifth one? I wonder. I know the sixth or. There's there's six which I feel like is and Nook in Idaho in all of them. Well, no, he's not in the well. He dies in the first one. He comes back in the second one though. He comes back. That's true. So he's in all of them. It's not split. You're right because it's not split up like the movie. It's not split up into two books. It's he's one not going to be in the second movie, but, but he, he will, will be, be in the, the third, third movie if they make it. Well, look at that. Looks like we got. Oh no, wait. These are stupid. Okay, novel. It was books. Print publication. It was because it was like illustrated Dune. Dune encyclopedia. I'm like that's not. It goes Dune. Dune Messiah. Children of Dune. God Emperor of Dune. So I was. Wrong. So children God Emperor. Heretics of Dune and Chapter House Dune. Maybe all reasons. Chapter House Dune. Why is it? Why would you write it? Like, why would you break the whole thing? A direct follow-up to Heretics of Dune. They're all direct follow-ups. I yeah, don't Each one seems like it's a direct follow-up to the one prior. That's how I think a series works. Naturally. But anyway, it seems. 
Well, I feel like it's pretty clear. I think we're most excited for. I mean, really, in the order we said them: Wind and Truth, House of Dragon, yeah, and House of Dragon, and and all. I don't know if I. I don't think we really put. They're in that order. Rank them. Well, no, I'm not saying rank them. I'm just saying the the three that we are most excited for. Because yeah, the way year before we did a movie, we did a book thing, we did a TV show thing. Yeah, I kind of tried to do one of each, I guess. So the that's the book, that's the TV show, that's the game and movie. Honestly, I guess it's got to be Dune too. Any of the honestly, I'll take any of the four movies. Yeah. They all seem like they'll be pretty good, and yeah. I'll enjoy them in their own ways. As much as I hate, as much as I hate again, Dune we, first we Dune. Did a, we did a little bit look at. I mean, there's a, we had a again we had a banger year this year. We right. went hard in the paint. We said that enough, but like, yeah, stuff like Oppenheimer, Barbie, The Mission Impossible, a- Asteroid like, City, Asteroid City. Like these were all knowing these were all around the corner was a big one. There's not as much of that next year. So, no. what you got is Kung Fu Panda Four. Yeah, but I could I couldn't in good conscience put that down because no, it's not, God no. <laughs> Even Indiana Jones again. That was like a big. I mean, that's a big deal, and that's but that's coming on. So next year is going to be. We'll see. I think. Yeah, I think uh, we were we were kind of spoiled for tro- for choice this year. Absolutely, there was a million movies that came out that we actually wanted to see. Oh yeah, so like in some ways it was like, oh, if there there was definitely a few times where it was like, well, this is in the theaters, we may as well just go see it, kind of thing, right? Oh, but by and large, it was. uh, I would say the overwhelming majority of the time was like, this is a movie I would really like to see. Yeah, and see it again, and I'd watch any time. So, um, see, I think that wraps us up for the year. I think I, unbelievably, I think it does somehow. So don't worry, listeners. This will be cut down. Not a, this must be a little bit shorter than what it was originally when we were started recording this. But it'll still be over three hours. Uh, but we thank as you it for, usually is. as it always is. But thank you so much as always for listening to all the episodes of the year, and especially this one, um, the longest to sit through this. Listen, if there's a time to be self indulgent, it's, it's the it's recap the end of the year, right? I mean, yeah, come on. Or any time a Star Wars show comes out. That's yes. Those are the times to be. Those and, are the two and we talk about Starlight. So, okay, so those are the, <laughs> among the times to be indulgent are the end of the year, Stormlight, Stormlight book. books, maybe Wheel of Time books as well, <laughs> and when a new Star Wars show comes out or a particularly good episode of The Last of Us. And, and then. And Barbenheimer. I mean, that's pretty good, Jack. I mean, if there's a time to be indulgent, it was Barbenheimer, right? Oh, yeah. Come on. It was the similar event of the century. It had to have been. That and Endgame. Um, what are about? The end. Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed last year and hope you will stay with us the rest of this year. Um, we have really nothing planned and we're going to really go with the flow like we always do. So, strap <laughs> in, listeners. Woo! We tried to plan at one point and we've given it up. But anyways, you can always listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. But if you want to contact us outside of those contexts, you can find us on Twitter at AcatechJazz, AcatechJAZ, or on Gmail at AcatechJazz at gmail.com. And... You can find us on Instagram at The Akatak Podcast. Our intro is done by friend of the show, Joey B. You can find him on Joey B Music on Instagram with his links to his various SoundCloud and Spotify um, projects. Our logo is done by friend of the show, Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him at inkocean.jpg on Instagram or on Redbubble. And as always, we wrote it, we produced it, built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night. And Happy New Year.